I have clicked the big red button. Hi, and welcome to a special episode of It's a Mimic. We have decided to do something a little bit different today <laughs> and drop a radically different um, scenario on you guys where we're not talking about D&D, we're playing D&D. We've decided, we were so inspired by the beginning of episode 8, talking about a wizard tower, that we decided to do a wizard tower together. We were so inspired by ourselves. <laughs> we said so, we thought we'd do this. So, uh, I am Adam. You guys have heard my voice too much already. But here uh, with me, of course, is Dan. Hello. And Terry. Hello. Uh, so, we're going to take turns DMing. We're all going to have a couple of times uh, through it. Uh, we each have a half-hour slot to get through as many rooms as possible. When the timer goes, we will finish the room that we're in. And we're going to work our way up a wizard tower. I think in total we have 15 rooms mm-hmm. that we can get through, but we're going to be timer-dependent. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then when the last timer goes, uh, we will actually get to the top. There will be one final room at the very end uh, with, in theory, a wizard in it. Yeah. So, in I, theory. <laughs> only one of us knows what's in that room. Yeah. So, um, I have no idea. So... Uh, we each have two characters prepped, uh, one main and one backup, because Wizard Tower gets to uh, liquefy player characters pretty, pretty quick. quickly. Yeah. And we're going to try to practice what we've preached on the previous nine or ten episodes that we released. So, so Adam and I are going to fight about rules the entire time. Uh, Terry is going to... We're going to break all of the rules and guidelines that we've laid yeah, out over right? our episodes. Yeah, Terry's going to take a bunch of selfies yeah. and... Uh, are you going to wear a costume in this one? I, I do not have a costume, but... They don't know that. So, yes, I do have a costume. <laughs> and I will do a costume change when, naturally, my character dies. Yeah. Also, I've just decided right now that Dan is going to um, add music in after the fact, battle music. Oh, I am. To. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah right, I cool. can do that. All right, so if he doesn't do it, he lied to us. Anyway, <laughs> uh, welcome to a very special episode of It's a Mimic. I feel like it's a, it's a very special episode mm. of Party of Five. No, no. Well, six. Because <laughs> there's six yeah, characters. Yeah. Party of six. So uh, I don't know what that show is. Goddamn this is British fucking. All right. So you have that. <laughs> what a, a very special episode of Faulty Towers. Oh, oh. <laughs> I will play Manuel. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. All right. So let's cue the music, and then uh, Terry, I think you uh, rolled initiative for DMing first. Mm-hmm. You can take us from there. Yeah. Sure. So music. Welcome to It's a Mimic with your DMs, Adam, Dan, and Terry. We find ourselves on a Thursday afternoon, roughly around about 2 o'clock. It's overcast and around about 20 degrees. It's all good Dungeons and Dragons adventures begin. <laughs> so, inside so, or outside of a tavern? <laughs> we're directly outside of a tavern, directly which outside. is currently burning down to the ground behind you. Whoops. No. We're, uh, we're, we're, we're a few miles uh, into a woodland, and, we, and we've, you've come to a clearing. And there's six of you in your band. Your band, uh, you've decided, was named... The Black Hand, I the believe? Black Fist. Oh, the Black, Black Fist. The, right. the yeah. Black Fist. We're going to fist this tower. The six members of the Black Fist have heard about a wizard's tower somewhere off in the wilderness that they've decided would be a good idea for them to try and rob whatever treasures they can find inside because nobody's seen or heard anything of the wizard inside for many years now. So coming out of the woodland clearing, you see in front of you a tower at at least 100 feet tall. It has very slick, smooth black walls. Um, It it seems to be almost like dark onyx in color. It starts with a wide base that slowly gets narrower and kind of ripples out, bows out here and there, but it seems very smooth. Um, the, The top of the tower... It's difficult to see, 
it doesn't have much character to it. It just seems very, uh, very minimalist. Very right. kind of minimalist. Okay? So it's, it's more of like a arrowhead in the middle of a field rather than like a like yeah, turret. Exactly, like a okay. tall, skinny sort of arrowhead. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's it. Um, as, you, as your team uh, moves towards the front door, you see a, a heavy wooden door in front of you. Interestingly enough, it has two eye slits. One that's about six feet high on the door. The door itself is about eight feet, eight feet tall. And then one which is about three feet off the ground. Do we find a glory hole in the middle of this? <laughs> That's what you found uh, already. You've already found the glory hole. Your, yeah. your, your gnomish warlock is grateful that there's something at his height that he can finally... You glory know, hole, murder hole, whatever you want to call it. But before we do that, we should probably introduce our characters. So Dan, I'll let you go first. Alright, uh, so in keeping with tradition, um, I my first and main character is the Bear Orc. My name is Oscar... I am six foot eight inches tall of solid rippling muscle. Women want to be with me. Men want to be me. Children run away from me. I, uh, I'm a barbarian. Um, follow the trades and totems of my uh, bear tribe from the north. The ambiguous north, as we're going to call it. Um, he is, yeah, he's a fifth level uh, bear totem barbarian. Very simple. He is wearing a fur loincloth with a leather belt with a gigantic brass buckle and a great axe. Groundbreaking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Slung over his uh, shoulder is a rough um, burlap sack that he's kind of got all of his worldly possessions shoved in, um, as well as a small belt pouch that has a couple other things like jammed in there. You hear kind of clinking as he walks. He's barefoot. Um, his nails are not kept. Like, he's got, just got these claws that are sticking out. Um, he's got this massive, uh, bear tattoo on his chest of, like, an open maw, uh, stylized kind of thing. Think Russian mobster <laughs> level, like, bear tattoo on him. Like, and he's covered with tattoos all over, and, and they're all, like, intricate things, and everyone means something different. Um, he has a hand axe that is stylized and curved that is hanging from his one belt loop um, on top of the, uh, the great axe. And as he walks, he's got a fistful of three javelins just in case. Hmm. Adam? Uh, <clears throat> my, first, uh, my first character is, is Yuri. He is, he is Russian stereotype, but black dragonborn uh, arcane trickster. He is very... Um, Good at spells and the magics to get into the places. Not so good with, um, how you say, words. <laughs> He's a uh, mysterious background. I uh, don't need to know his name. Couldn't pronounce it anyway. Uh, and he has heard of Philosopher's Stone at the very top <laughs> of Tower. He wants very badly to make more gold. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, my first character is my first character is Dmitri. Uh, is friend of Yuri as well. We have gone with Russian theme. Uh, Dmitri is half orc bard. Uh, he likes to play small drum, very little drum, smaller than you would smaller than average drum. 
he's what he beats. Typical. <laughs> da, da. Does he always beat less than than average size things? It always just slightly. That's the only way to do it. Just slightly. We're gonna see how long I can keep this up. Yeah, this right. isn't a, one, one accent, one of the accents yeah, I have. We're gonna get to my my next know. character, and there's not gonna be. I was like, what are we gonna, gonna play? Russian? Oh yeah, I'll figure it out. Um, uh, it's always just slightly off beat, like Lars of the Metallica. Always just slightly off, um, and he dressed. Very, as though he wants to appear... Careful, he'll sue us. As though he, he will sue, he's good, we're getting pulled of whatever, of whatever platform he's decided he owns. Um, um, he's dressed as though he's attempting to be formal, but it's kind of rough and rugged, like the clothes are worn. So he's trying to look like a gentleman or like uh, some sort of high-profile person, but uh, it's pretty obvious when you investigate him a little bit closer that he's not really. He's just trying to keep this appearance up. Uh, and yeah, and he carries his little drum on the side, and he pulls it off and he beats it whenever he needs it. What? What? <laughs> oh, come on. No, keep, keep going. going. Keep you going. Keep going. Yeah. So pull it off and beating it in glory holes within the first three minutes. <laughs> yeah, Thanks, there Steve. we are. Yep. And that's it. That's my first character. Dan, you have a backup character. I do. Uh, should... Oscar disappear or in other ways become incapacitated as Oscar tends to be. Um, I have Ivan Ivanovich, who is a small gnome uh, who, let's say, worships a greater power. <laughs> he has made a deal with the great Cthulhu. No. <laughs> yes, the master of madness and dreams. <laughs> Is he South African? I don't know. <laughs> He's also Hebrew. He's all, we're, we're all over the place. We're all over the place. Welcome to me doing accents, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. He's looking for the blood diamond? Uh, no, he's just here for a good time. Um, he's here because... Uh, honestly, he likes... Uh, um, causing madness and causing this general swath of destruction behind him and this group of the black fists has met his master's kind of requirements for a while so he's he's decided to stick it with them for the long for the long haul uh he is a warlock uh forest gnome warlock uh great old one packed line um he is he tends to be fairly quiet and reserved uh, depending heavily on his ability to speak telepathically with Sorry, which pact is he? the great old one Okay. Oh, uh, he's also a uh, um, Pact of the Blade. Sorry. There we go. That's yeah, what Pact I was of the Blade. For. Yeah. So um, he's a little whirling dervish who will uh, cut you. Mm. Um, uh, and all the good ones will. Yeah, and never anywhere above the belt. So, Adam. Marvelous. So Yuri learned to speak from <laughs> Tiefling. Who speaks exact same way? <laughs> very broken common. Uh, his name is Boris, because of course it is. Of course. Uh, he is Boris, he is monk. He knows the way of inner peace and outer destruction. Uh, he is here to beat up a wizard. Uh, he has uh, never beat a wizard before. And he is a way of open palm. So we will, we will crush his bones. <laughs> Uh, my final character, also Russian again, <laughs> from the Black Fist. This is not going to last. This is, it will, oh, it will. It will. <laughs> I am committed to If there's any group of people out there that we don't want to piss off, it's the fucking Russians. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Why do we no choose doubt. that? I don't know. <laughs> we choose that. But Lines my, for punishment. My name is also Ivan. <laughs> <laughs> and it has caused, caused a lot of consternation. Brother of Dimitri, 
I am Druid, Circle of the Line. I think I am Druid. I'm not actually very good. We call you Big Ivan. Big Ivan, yeah. Big Ivan, Little Ivan. I am the smaller one, which is weird. But, yes. Yeah. Um, My anyway. Ivan's three feet tall. <laughs> okay, that's not what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, he wears... Uh, he is clearly trying to portray a Druid in that he, he's, he makes himself look like what he thinks a Druid looks like, which is basically a really shit-looking cape and, like... <laughs> it's just like, like a cape. And then those, uh, a dirty homeless guy. And Check. then those those sandals that appeared around about 2013 that everybody decided they must wear. They look yep. like they're made out of cork. He wears those as well. Uh, and then and some dirty uh, clothes where there's no real particular style or pattern to them because he covers himself with his cloak mostly. It's just pretty much whatever the Black Fist has stolen and given to him. He is mm-hmm. he is dressed by his family. Yeah, I, I should note that Ivan Ivanovich is wearing like all blacks and purples and like the mysterious hood mm. over his head. That was really just a sheet that he got from a dirty yeah. inn a while ago that he has, like, cut to repurpose into a cloak. I don't think like, the Black Fist are very competent. Ivan actually also carries a staff that's not really a staff. It's just a long, fat branch off a tree that he's kind of whittled down to look, like, legit, but it's really not. Boris also carries staff. Carries staff. <laughs> <laughs> he he wields staff and inspired big, big Ivan. Good. Okay. Okay. That's called character backstory. There we go. There's character backstory right there. And as you can tell, we, we really went balls deep on that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are we ready to begin? We're ready. Okay. So we described that your, your uh, six adventurers arrived at the tower, at uh, the heavy wooden door with the two eye slits there. Um, what would you like to do? Well, uh, are we going door? Got door? No, no one's moving. No one, okay. Um, I'm gonna Ugh. go to yeah, the he, door. Yuri takes, and... takes a deep sigh and just, just like taps Oscar on the shoulders. Out of the way. Out of the way. This is what I do. He cracks knuckles. Okay, little I, man. And I step forward. I pull out my thieves' tools. I look down and I go, Is there a keyhole? There is not a keyhole. But as soon as you reach out to move towards the door, Dimitri and Ivan instantly disappear in purple light from behind you. And two more of the adventurers do, and you get to decide who the other two are. Oh, uh, Boris uh, disappears. Yeah, Ivan Ivanovich. Boris and Ivan Ivanovich. Uh, as Ivan disappears, everyone hears in their head, no. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got both Ivans, Dimitri and Boris, have all disappeared, leaving for the people at home. Yuri. Yuri. Oscar. <laughs> I yeah, feel yeah. like Oscar doesn't quite fit in with the other five. But uh, well, no, he's got the Russian tattoo. Oh, he does. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Um, the, people All have tried to get him. Oscar says... Everyone's tried to get him to do the accent. Uh, <laughs> to, like, follow brand. But... Oscar was Russian two generations ago. Oscar yeah. is the only one who's Canadian. <laughs> but, but he says he's Russian. Uh, Yuri uh, has a passive perception of... Um, of 16 so he's gonna hear he hears them whoosh out mm-hmm. from behind is, is 16 high enough to be able to yeah absolutely alright so he turns around he sees that only Oscar's there and he goes, Oscar's sitting there <laughs> with oh, his passive perception just you and me again <laughs> Oscar's passive perception is 9 <laughs> <laughs> okay that's good to know Boris is 16 Oscar no Yuri is 16 oh Yuri is 16 sorry okay guess who's gonna get confused with all these Russian names here Okay. Well, wait until I got a DM to Ivan's. <laughs> okay, so last time we checked, Yuri was the. Uh, so he's, he's, he's Dragonborn Rogue, and he's up there with the Steve's tools, and he's he realized there's no keyhole. He mm-hmm. got right in. Oh, wait a minute, there's no keyhole here. Mm-hmm. Everyone else has disappeared. Is there a doorknob? There is a doorknob, and there is a keyhole. As you get closer, 
with your passive perception of 16, that's actually where you start to hear noises come from the other side of the door. Mismatched uh, kind of voices. Will you roll a perception check for me, Absolutely. Uh, Yuri? Uh, that is uh, 23. 23. Okay, you don't hear anything. No. Uh, <laughs> perception check, 23. You hear uh, various muffled uh, voices. Two of them seem to be uh, somewhat agitated. You hear one that's kind of lower, like... And then one who's a little bit sort of heavy, like... So, so they're not a Russian They're friend. They're not your Russian okay. friends. At all. You, you also hear Oscar going, Ivan... Other Ivan. <laughs> as Oscar says that loudly and, and, and yeah, low yeah, with his yeah. low voice, as he does, the voices inside stop, and you hear shh, and then you hear little footsteps moving towards the door. You assume, and then shh, you hear a sliding of an eye slit. I, I I'm down on one knee, like right at the the keyhole. So I look over right at the. You immediately see two yellow eyes staring into yours, and he goes a little bit, and then you hear. A voice right in front of you go, Nine your business. Hello, little man. I'm looking <laughs> for perhaps... Who are you talking to? Did you find Ivan? Uh, one moment, Oscar's my friend. going to bend over and be like, You're not Ivan. As you're both bent over looking at the yellow eyes that are staring back, darting from side, darting back and forth from each of you, you hear the other eyes slit open. And you hear another voice say, Nine your business. We are here to talk to Wizard Man. Yeah. Both eyes slits close. And then you hear... Just some whispering sounds. Oh, right, hold on. <laughs> While they're closed, I turn to Oscar and I go, You shut mouth. Let me talk. You are not a pretty face. Or a good voice for peoples. Um, but... No, I'll, I, I will speak you. Um, how tall do you think Tower is? You come back in ten minutes with an answer. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So Oscar it, gazes up and just gets lost in So that. as Oscar is gazing up, the, the lower eye slit opens again. And you see, actually, the eyes are yellow, but the, the skin around the eyes is like a pale green. And it was actually the same with the taller individual as well uh, that had the lower voice. They both have green skin around their eyes. And the lower one goes, What do you know about Augers? Some, some good, some bad. That's what the noise you make when I punch you in the stomach. of Augers! Right? Right. How tall? Oh, right. (laughs) Both eyes let's close again and you hear the door unlock and then it slowly opens in front of you. You recognize two humanoids that you would immediately know what they are from being around in the world. There is a goblin standing in front of you and there is also an orc standing in front of you. Both seem seemingly friendly to each other. Over the shoulders of the goblin, the orcs kind of stood off to the side. You, you see um, what appears to be like uh, like a guard room. There's a desk with various papers around and a heavy book, that like a, like a ledger with different things. And there's one cell in there. And inside of that cell, over in the distance, this kind of dusty floor with the straw on the floor, is actually an ogre sat, hunched over because he's had a little bit too big for the cell, just kind of laughing to himself. <laughs> Can you help us with him? What you what you want with, for me to do with? Come in, come in, come in. Okay. He's fine outside. I, I will <laughs> okay. get him in a moment. So you make your way in. The orc, um, the orc seems the more submissive one. It seems that the goblin, strangely enough, is the leader of the two. And the orc kind of steps out, steps out of the way and lets you in and kind of just observes you both as you do. And the goblin kind of leads you over towards the desk. I'm sorry, Mister. You close the door behind me. Is yeah. Uh, uh, Oscar's gonna come in and be like, um, Yuri. Uh, I don't know how big it is. 
uh, you're you're going to cast message okay. to Oscar and go, uh, how big is this room uh, in inches? Continue. <laughs> Perfect. So the orc closes the door behind you, and the um, the goblin kind of moves you, pulls you over, and he says, "Now, normally, I would just let you go in. Everybody's allowed to go in, have their time. Um, the wizard basically knows who's coming, and it's all fair game. However, I don't have the key because Craig was supposed to be looking at after the goblin, weren't you, Craig? And Craig, who's the orc, kind of goes, "Oh, I was, yeah, Elliot, yeah, I was," and he's lost the key. Guess who's got the key? And you hear the ogre in the cell going, <laughs> So the ogre has the key to his own cell and has decided that he won't give it back to the goblin and the orc. All right. Okay. Um, your name's Elliot? Yes, it is. And yours? Um, uh, I'm Oscar. I don't uh, care. Who names a goblin Elliot? <clears throat> Not really the point. Oscar, you have maths to do. Oh, Much right, math. right, math. So, so should we I, get the key first? Uh, I, I walk over to, to the ogre cell and yeah. I and uh, um, and I kind of like knock on knock on one of the. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's, it's thick one of the bars. bars. It's bars. Yeah. It's bars yeah. on all. It's uh, it's pushed against one wall, but three of the sides of bars. You can. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna knock on one of the bars just to get his attention. Mm-hmm. And uh, big fat man, <laughs> just kind of laughs. And as you call him big fat man, he kind of. Uh, you have in your possession uh, keys that I need. Uh, what you want for them? Not your key, my key. What you want for it? I will give you whatever you want for key. Mm, kill the little one. Do you want <laughs> interesting proposal? Let me let me confer with my my friend, and I get a cast message to mm. to Oscar, and I'm gonna go. Um, uh, behead the goblin. I swing my axe at the goblin's face. <laughs> Without hesitation. <laughs> Just like... Uh, thunk! Right at the goblin. Um, uh, I, don't, I have my back turned to this entire thing, <laughs> and I'm just still looking at, at the ogre going. Okay. So, uh, as Yuri is off discussing uh, with the ogre, he casts a message to you. Elliot, the goblin, had actually turned around to confer with, uh, with Crag, the orc, about what their next steps would be uh, after they retrieve the key. So he actually doesn't see it coming. So, you swing your great axe just directly across the back of his head? Yep. Okay, you can roll the hit. Do I have advantage? Yeah, you definitely do. Uh, does a 28 hit? Uh, that 19 will, plus 9. That will hit the unsuspecting goblin. Alright, alright. You got a plus 9. Yeah, well, strength, my friend. Strength. Yeah, that'll do it. Uh, that is 15 points of damage to the goblin. <laughs> so your great axe comes across and clean cuts through so cleanly that the top half of the head doesn't move at first until the blood begins to seep out in front of Craig <laughs> and it slides from his head, revealing a very small... Spring. Yuri, I did it! <laughs> we give you the little one death, so keys please. Uh, the, the ogre does actually go to reach towards the keys and then his head looks up and he goes... Oh. As the orc, Craig, goes, and no weapon in his hand begins to lunge forwards to you. Okay. So we're going to roll initiative already. I'm not participating. I'm going to still... You're going to stay? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm talking with an ogre. I guess I'll roll to, to have a conversation. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> um, I got a seven. Okay. Eighteen. Eighteen, okay. Oscar, you get to go first. There is a... Very large orc lunging towards you. He has no weapon in his hand, but he definitely means to do you damage. Okay. Um, 
I am going to take a step back as he comes towards me, and I'm going to simply, uh, eh, no, he's coming towards me. I'm just going to swing my axe in an upward swing towards Absolutely. him. Absolutely, sure. Go ahead. Uh, 27. Yeah, that will hit. <laughs> get get all the good ones out right now. Uh, that's nine one. points of damage. Oh, okay. So you swing your axe across the... You're going for like center of mass across the across the torso? Yes, sir. So Crag comes towards you. He's not really thinking. He's emotional right now. His yep. best friend's just died in front of him. Causes a tremendous amount of damage across his torso. You can even hear ribs cracking as it goes across. I'm really sad about these two. Like I need to see like the children's book. Elliot and Craig, mm-hmm. the, the adventures <laughs> of. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're a great pair, but in true D D form, we killed them immediately. Yes, <laughs> I got told to kill them. Well, kill one of them. Um, I am a fifth level barbarian, which means I have two attacks. Sure. Uh, does a twenty three hit? Him? Yes, it does. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, I could re-roll that. So that is a fourteen. Fourteen additional damage. Yeah, of, of damage. Okay, perfect. Um, you uh, you have killed the orc. How would you like to kill the orc? Um, he's coming towards me, so mm-hmm. I'm going to hit him with the uh, wild style. He's wild style. Powerful. So up through the chest, like catching him in the chin with the axe uh, and an upward swing. Mm-hmm. And then as he kind of starts to stumble, I'm going to take the butt of it and jam it right in between his eyes. Oh. Okay, so as you swing the axe up and you and you catch him in the chin, like you said, it actually cracks and splits. The jaw, so that it kind of spreads apart. Like Predator, blade, blade Predator, two, oh, yeah, Predator style. Okay. Like kind of opens him up like that. Cool. At which point you flip, you throw the axe around and, and, uh, and jab the butt into his eye socket. And he collapses to his knees and falls forward onto the dusty stone floor. And the pools of blood come out, covering both now the goblin and the orc. You okay. didn't see any of it because you were facing the orc, but you can assume from knowing. I can hear and Oscar, smell. Yeah, you would absolutely know from from working with Oscar for so long exactly yeah. what's happening. And the ogre is overcome with joy. And it's just... Are we still in I'm, 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 I'm going to turn back and be like, I got the big one too. Oscar's still calm. I haven't entered my rage yet. The ogre is not threatening you at this point. He seems to have quite enjoyed it, so you can drop out of initiative if you'd like to. Uh, all right, what I'm going to do is I'm, I'm going to mutter something under my breath mm. in, in, uh, in Russian, or Dragonborn, as, as the case may be. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, Dragonborn absolutely would be Russian. Yeah, yeah. And, and and as I say that, I like I, I do, do a little Japanese. flick of the wrist, just a little a little hand movement to show that none of this matters to me. And uh, and what I'm doing right now is I'm casting Mage Hand. Okay. But as an arcane trickster, um, I have the ability to cast it uh, to make the hand invisible. And it says you can retrieve an object or a container worn or carried by another creature. Mm-hmm. So an invisible mage hand reaches for the keys because I saw him reach for them for yep. a moment. I know, yeah, where, they know are. where they are. They're actually visible. They're on the. Yeah, All right, yeah. It starts reaching for it, and it's going to subtly try to try mm-hmm. to pull them away. Do I? Is there a roll I need for this? Um, I will. I'm not going to say there's a roll because he's actually very entertained by what's going on. So even if he does feel the tug, he was actually going to release them. He's actually going to let you take the keys, and your mage hand can carry them back to you. Excellent. Okay. We do you a favor. Now, uh, you do us a favor. You say what is in next room. Mm. I've, I've not been up to the next room. Not been up. But I've seen. You let me out if I tell you. Absolutely. And you I got to roll a deception on that. I'm just straight. straight oh, line. you're straight lines. Yeah. Okay. 
that is a 21. Okay, he's going to roll for his insight here. And you... <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, <laughs> ogre insight. Yeah, okay, he rolled it. Okay. I'm so he presses his, yeah. presses his face between the bars. He kind of moves forwards and goes, Ah, great. Didn't see what was inside, but... Smells the air and he goes, Smell like... Fire, frost, cold. Uh, I'm not sure. Smell like burning. Then he just kind of looks back to you, expectantly, for you to let him out if you would like to. I'm, I'm, I'm digging through corpses right now, like seeing if there's anything. Yeah, loot the body. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'll loot both of them. Okay. Uh, All right. Um, I'm gonna. uh, One moment, please. Uh, We have many things to discuss ourselves. Igor, uh, Yuri. Igor. Igor. What's your name? <laughs> My Yuri. name is Igor. Um, I, uh, orc head vest. I wear vest. I'm gonna put on this, like, weird vest that the orc was wearing. Um, I, I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna do a quick investigation of the room. Sure. Yeah, the room itself, um, the, like I said, the big heavy book is more people that have, that have come in and out, and you reckon that you don't know the names, but they they seem to be uh, quite proud of their skills, so they'll have a name and it'll say like archer or mage or whatever. They're they're listing who they are, uh, and then there's a cost of fourteen gold per person to actually enter into the wizard's tower. Is it still is, it, this is there a is, bag of this gold then somewhere? Like it's, is the gold? Uh, you can roll your investigation because you said you were investigating. Oh, that's Chitan. Uh, uh, 22. Uh, yes, there is a bag which is not very well hidden in one of the drawers at the side of the desk. It's kind of been it had been covered over with books as though they didn't just think that somebody would move the books to find them. There's currently 102 gold pieces in there. Cool. They've collected over time. Right. Oscar, I found a bag. It has 43 gold pieces. <laughs> 43? We could get like... Um... Carry two. Uh... Four beers with that. Very good, very good math. Technically very good. not, yeah, technically not wrong. You technically <laughs> not wrong, you could. Um, I've just come back from Florida where you may only get three beers for that. I'll just <laughs> let you know. Um, uh, you're, you're looting bodies, right? Yes, so, sir. Okay, uh, Oscar, you can roll investigation then as well. One. Not natural. I roll the two, <laughs> minus one. Nice. You're, uh, you're so, so caught up in the uh, the violence that you got to put across these people that you just think that they don't have any weapons. You didn't think to actually look any further. You just go, they don't have any weapons on them. So you find their clothing, their vests and stuff, yeah. but you don't think to look any further. Did, did the goblin wear a hat? Uh, the goblin did not have a hat on. Did the orc have a hat? Neither of them were wearing hats. They okay. were not hat people. Okay, the, the, the little top half of the goblin's head? Yep. Becomes a hat. Yeah, that, it, like, it, it, it looks it, like it's a, a little yarmulke. Yeah, yeah, it's a little yarmulke for Oscar. Yeah, that's it. It would be like a green sort of yeah, for the bear orc Oscar. Yeah, wow, we are just offending everyone. So yeah, so there will be blood running down your cheeks currently. I'm sure you're okay with that. It's, the half orc barbarian will be fine with a little yeah. bit of blood and viscera <laughs> on his body. But for the as for the rest of the room, it is actually very simple. There is not too much. Once you have the key, the keys and the cell and the and the records are the most important part. Everything else is just superficial sort of stuff. I, I'm, I'm going to turn turn to the ogre and. Uh, so what's his name? Uh, the ogre's name is Igor. <laughs> uh, fr- friend, large friend man. Yes. Um, no, uh, larger friend man. Um, Wait. Would you like, uh, first of all, uh, do you know what 7 minus 6 is? Mm, it's a trick question. Don't answer it. Let's see if he knows what 7 minus 6 is. He might, actually. Let's find out. 
He does not. <laughs> no, his modifier is negative three. He just he thinks for a moment. He goes no. Okay, friend. I give you all the gold in my left pocket. My pants don't have pockets. All the gold in my left pocket for you to go open all the crates you can in next room. You be a rich man. You buy many. Okay, roll the- persuasion. Oh, that's not good. Ooh. That's not good at all. Nine. No crates. Only weapons. Give me your weapon. Okay, very good. I, I will give you uh, my weapon. And I just like, walk right by the cell. I'm not going within arm's reach of him, but I'm going to go over to the door. Okay. To the main door or the yeah. cell door? Uh, the, the, no, no, the door into the next room. Oh, they're in the next room. Uh, is there anything you want to do with the door, or because he's just standing there now, confused why you've left him? Yeah, is there yeah. like is there like further? No, no, I, I I agree to confuse him and ignore him. Okay, to to get past, and he's, then he'll turn to you at this point, confused why the other one's left. But he doesn't want to. He realizes that he's probably not as intelligent as the both of you, and so he thinks that <laughs> he he thinks that he's missed something, but he doesn't want to look stupid. So he goes, "You give me weapon, Uh... Give me a sec. Okay. What did that orc have for a weapon? They didn't. They didn't oh, they didn't have anything? Weapons. I hand him a javelin. Mm, good. There you go. I turn and walk over to Yuri. Lurking, He's still in the game. Working with goddamn amateur. So I leave now. And he kind of, boom, bounds over to the main door and opens well, the door. Was he still in the cage? He was still, yeah, we never let him oh, out. Oh, sorry, we never let him out of the cage. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, okay. Yeah. Well, then now he's holding a javelin inside the cage. I yeah. thought you unlocked the door. No, I apologize. No. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk over to the door to the he next one. He still says, I leave now, though. <laughs> I leave now. <laughs> um, and I'm going to uh, to try to find traps or anything okay. strange about this. Uh, particularly anything magical. Okay. I figure it's a wizard's tower is going to be magical. Yeah, dark, sure. So, so um, investigation? Investigation. Roll investigation, yeah. Um... Uh, my investigation is not great. Eleven. Yeah, you kind of you you look around the wooden frame door, and you you've tried to do investigation checks for magical things before. So you're kind of looking around the metal parts, the bolts that are in there. They don't seem like they've been tarnished by anything. It doesn't look overly um, like overly polished or anything like that. Like it's been tried to make look really real. It just seems like it's kind of a worn wooden door. Nothing seems too out of place. You genuinely believe that it's probably not trapped. Okay, I'm going to stand up and I'm going to go, uh, Oscar, friend, uh, come over this door. Good, you of go course. right through. Yeah. Okay. Um, just hit as hard as you can to break through. I test the handle first. Mm-hmm. Are you turning the handle? Yes, I'm turning the handle. Okay. You turn the handle and you hear a click. That's the door opening. The door opens. Nah. It is not trapped. I walk through the opening. Okay. At that point, I will move on to my second room. But first, there's an ogre inside of a cage. Yeah. Oh, no, there's still going to be an ogre inside the cage when we leave. Oh, I'm going to close the door behind me. But you've given... Okay, so you're now entering the next... I had no intention of giving him a javelin. I don't know what Oscar is up to. (laughs) So, like, Oscar passes through. I go behind him and I close the door, expecting to hear a javelin hit the door. So... Um, So, from behind... (laughs) No, he doesn't. He just goes, No! You confused! I leave now! (laughs) As you go. Okay. Um, coming into the next room... I liked Big Hairy Man. He, he funny. <laughs> you are uh, cut from same cloth, I think. <laughs> coming into the next Thank room... Thank you. <laughs> this room, um, 
oddly seems a little bit larger. And you actually open the door to leave the first room, and then you kind of walk up a, a small sort of winding stone staircase. It's very narrow. And as you come to the top, there's no door at the top of the staircase. It just kind of opens up into a room. Um, but it has what seems to be at least four big, thick, heavy bookshelves that are kind of going in files and columns in front of you. So you have two directly in front of you with about five feet between them, and then you have two further than that. And then there seems to be one or two long ones at the back, just across the whole of the back wall. Um, not facing you, but you can see as you look through the, uh, the bookshelves there, there's actually a small humanoid with kind of pointed ears, kind of leaning over a desk, just kind of scratching with a big, large sort of quill, and he's just writing on various parchment. He has these little sort of knickknacks, little sort of uh, little uh, trinkets and toys and things that are scattered around him on the desk, and you actually see them on the shelves as well. Some of them are bottles, some of them look like tiny little uh, metal machines and contraptions, but they're filling all of these shelves. I reach out immediately, and I put my hand on Oscar's chest, and I go, Do not kill him, touch nothing. Touch, Looks. touch, nothing. I'm going to roll persuasion on this. <laughs> <laughs> Do I get advantage, Dan? Get no, no, he's, he's going to listen. Oh, yeah? Os- okay, Oscar is well right. aware that he is the muscles and not the brains mm-hmm. of the operation. So, like, yeah, oh, okay. I'm not going to read a book. <laughs> Put hands on the belt buckle like we discuss in Fine Gem Shop. Oh, but keep, now keep hands on okay. the belt buckle. Oscar, like, grabs a hold of his belt buckle with two gigantic, meaty hands. Sure. Just, so the room itself is probably only about, like, a diameter. It's round, but it's like a diameter of about 30 feet with these bookshelves. So you're actually not very far away from the from the small humanoid that you see in front of you. So he hears your voice. He hears at least one of you. But he doesn't turn around. He just kind of shouts back, uh, Craig, is that you? Can you bring me up more uh, more of the, uh, the ink from downstairs, please? Uh, I, 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 I'm going to... I'm gonna I'll hold my finger up at, at Oscar. But just, just, just do not, just do not, do not. I, I, I turn to, I, 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 I turn, turn to the little man. And I go, friend Craig, send us to, uh, to help, uh, to learn. Uh, I bring you new apprentice. Hi. And I point at Oscar. Me. Do I have to read books? And I cast a message. Picture books, friend. Picture books. Oh, okay. Yeah, hi. So he actually turns around, and uh, strangely enough, even though he's small, this guy is actually armored. He's actually wearing, um, it's, it's it, you know, like a, not heavy armor, it's like a breastplate, and then very sort of, he looks like a, like a fancy sort of guard. Like okay. a fancy kind of town guard. Um, and he has kind of pointed ears, and his hair is kind of well kept. He's actually wearing glasses as well. So he does look like he's like an intellectual. He's just so sort of armored. He goes, oh, you're, you're, you're a new one, are you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, y- yes. Seeing that you have the the green skin of the orc that he knows already, he kind of is inclined to sort of uh, believe you. But roll a deception check for me. Do I get advantage on this because he's inclined to believe us? No. Aww. No. There's no advantage to that. Oh, nice. Uh, my deception comes in at twenty three. Okay, that's very good. Yeah. So the the DC was not too high because he's inclined to believe in you. Oh, um, are you? Uh, you have you don't have their accent though. Um. Uh, I'm cousin. Right. Different different tribe. Okay. Um. Well, if you just stay here. All right. I actually need to go and speak to Craig specifically about something. Um. So I'm just Craig. Gonna... You know, do you think? Do you think? Craig's sleeping. Right. Well, it's good. You go wake him. You'll be fine. No, I will. He's sleeping on the job again, is he? Uh, yeah, that Craig. Okay. He's gonna go take a quick Craig. look. Craig. And he's just gonna 
reach under the desk and go kind of learn not to walk around these parts without being protected. And he grabs a long, sl- long sword and just kind of slides it into his scabbard and goes, be right back. Okay, oh. boss. And he walks, and I salute him. Ba- walks backwards away from you. <laughs> How tall is this? Uh, is this room? Oh, uh, is the room that you're in. Yeah. The room. Uh, the ceilings are probably it, it's as on the outer areas of the circle. It's maybe about twelve feet, and it goes up to I'd say about fifteen feet in the middle. How tall is it? Right above the staircase. Um, as they go through the door, the door is eight feet tall. So as he as he walks through, the the door frame would be eight feet tall. Okay. How tall is he? About three feet tall. Okay. You're All right, three feet tall. In fact, you do you have a gnome in your party? He is a gnome. Okay, yeah, yeah. So My other character, you would recognize yeah. a gnome then because you have. You're a like party. Ivan. Yeah, <laughs> not you, you're yeah, like and, other. Right. You're like and, little Ivan. And, okay. and he grabbed a, a long sword. This is a gnome with a long well, sword. Well, okay, a short sword. Yeah, okay, short sword. Right. I said long sword out of I think habit, but yeah, a short. Okay. Sword. All right. Bye, bye, boss. Right. Craig's sleeping. Okay, we'll do. And he kind of scurries off and kind of. Oh, Craig, Craig. The moment he's out of the door, I'm going to close the door. Okay. And no, there's no door that comes into this room, remember? There's the, sta- the door was at the bottom, oh, the staircase right, right, came right. up, and it's open. But there is like a, an arch, a okay. tall archway. All right, uh, so there, there's an archway. All right, uh, I'm going ca- to cast Tensor's Floating Disc. Okay, what does this do? Uh, uh, all right, here, let me, let me read it to you. It is page 282. I'm going to cast Tensor's Floating Disc. The moment that he's gone, Tensor's Floating Disc. Uh, the spell creates a circular horizontal plane of force, three feet in diameter and one inch thick. Mm-hmm. Floats three feet above the ground in an un- unoccupied space of your choice can see within range. The disc uh, remains for the duration of one hour and can hold up to 500 pounds. If more weight is placed on it, the spell ends and everything on the disc falls to the ground. So what does he do? What was the first part? I, I, I create kind of a, a magical disc okay. that, that is um, one inch thick. Right. Three, three feet in diameter. Okay, where are you placing the disc? Uh, underneath one of these bookshelves. Okay. And I'm just going to lift up the bookshelf, and I'm going to drop it in front of the archway. Okay, but before he gets there? No, no, as, at, right after he leaves. Right after he leaves? Okay. Yeah, so now I've, kind of, I've blocked his, his way back in. Okay. And I, uh, Oscar friend, uh, lean up against, do not let that man in. Okay, <laughs> I put my arm up and just... <laughs> and just, like, lean up against it. <laughs> Uh, I'm investigate the room. Okay, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, yeah, you see. Uh, okay, roll investigation. <coughs> oh, that was almost really good. Thirteen. <laughs> there is there. There's a lot of different uh, shapes and sizes of vials and different colored liquids and things. Um, there is some uh, various orbs. Um, one of the a couple of the more interesting things that you kind of see on the shelves. Um, you see a small pair of statues, uh, about about three inches tall. One is uh, seems to be male looking, and the one seems to be more female looking. But they're together as a set. Is it? Is it? Are they like very similar to each other? Like, they're very similar. You to say each they're other. they're male and they're female looking. Yeah, it's kind of like you know, like wedding so like talkers, elves um, that are very similar to each other. Well, they're, they're actually, you would say they would probably be human. Okay. If you just see them, there's, okay. no, there's no distinguishing elvish features. They don't look like they're shaped like dwarves. They kind of look like wedding toppers, wedding cake toppers. Sure. All right. But they're it's green, like a emerald kind of green color. Cool. Um, uh, you see um, a few different types of scrolls in there as well, <coughs> uh, and then also a um, uh, a plate that has just a single sort of sweetie, like little candy, like a gummy bear type of treat on there. Uh, they're the more interesting things you see. Oh, there's a strange contraption that has these long sort of tubes to it uh, but then also has like a strange like stock that you would see on a heavy crossbow on the back of the tubes and then like a weird kind of lever to it as well yeah. alright 
Uh, I'm going to be intrigued by this this mechanism, okay. I, and I'm going to pick this up. And I'm also going to pick up the gummy and wander over to Oscar and be like, "He's food. You eat." Oh, okay. I'm going to take the gummy. I'm going to pop yep. it in my mouth. Um, I'm going to start chewing it. And okay. as I'm chewing it, I'm looking around the room. It, there's a desk that he was writing on, right? Yeah, there is. Yeah. Okay. Um, are there seat? Are you knew where the desk was? As you're chewing the gummy, it's your depth perception sort of begins to change a little bit, and everything seems to get a little bit more fuzzy. You can start to feel your heart starts to beat, and as it beats, you feel like your body is kind of pulsing like this. Things, in a way, are seeming... Some things are becoming much more clear to you now. You're you're starting to have these strange revelations that you feel like you've never had before as you stare at these different things around you. Um, You now have um, advantage on wisdom, intelligence, and charisma checks. Love it. But you have... But you have distance. But you have disadvantage on strength, dexterity, and conjects. Oh, we just rewrote Oscar all together. Oh, this will last for one hour. Fantastic! Because you just ate a D and D edible. (laughs) (laughs) It was LSD and D. LSD and D. Oh. Um, I'm still hunting around. Uh, I pick up little statues. Is there anything? Interesting about the line. Like, Yuri. <laughs> He's okay. You're fine. Yuri. I was in that. He's made of mushrooms. You're fine. Do you have any... Uh, yeah, you're, you're a magic user. You uh, yeah. you roll arcana check on these. Alright. Fourteen. There's, uh, there is small inscriptions in them. Very, very tiny. As though it was done with like a needle. Like inscriptions all over them. Um, that that leads, you, leads you to believe that these are probably tiny runes. And they are magical in some way. Um, and as you hold them... Oh, that is the first half hour up. Let's you, finish off this room and then we'll swap. Okay. As you as you hold them, um, you you feel as though you probably do not need to attune to these items, but you are connected to them in that you could activate them if you want to. Interesting. I'm going to pocket them. Okay. Pocket them. I'm going to stumble my way over to the desk, mm-hmm. uh, grab a hold of it, Okay. And I'm dragging it back okay. over to the main door where we have the bookshelf kind of there, mm-hmm. and I'm pushing it up against the bookshelf. So you're, you're what were you dragging over? Sorry, the, the desk? desk. So now there's a desk and a bookshelf. Yeah, and I'm like tipping the desk over so the front of it is up against the bookshelf. Sure, um, and I'm not being quiet about this. Like, yeah. Dof. As you go back over towards the door, you push the desk over. You start to hear um, a voice coming from the other side. Uh, and it's it's the same gnome character they heard. You go, yeah, he's up there. He's up there. D- don't screw me though. No, don't screw. Now we made a deal. Now we made a deal. <laughs> you hear beating on beating on the uh, on the desk. You give me weapon. And the and the shelf and the desk. I am pulse like this. I am going to lean up against them to try to hold him back with my weak, shaking arms. Sure. Uh, and uh, Yuri. Uh, I'm going to flip my Tensor's uh, floating disc up yep. on its side. Yep. So now it's, it's vertical, and it can hold 500 pounds. Nice. Perfect. So it's going to just go right up against Oh, this. that's so D&D. That's perfect. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, the ogre, you assume, is the one beating the, the shelf, does not have 500 pounds worth of force um, in him as he's beating there. So he seems to be subdued, kind of held off uh, held off there. I'm going to lean away from the bookshelf. Sure. And 
Okay, so now, so you, there's clearly he's not able to push through. You're left alone in the room now. You do have the various shelves that are around that I point out to you some of the more interesting things. There's a door on the other side of the room. Um, so you can leave the room if you would like to. The things that I described to you is that anything in particular you want to take, you want to keep the small statue. And and I took the contraption as well. And you took the contraption with the and tubes. I ate the, gem, uh, the gummy bear. You ate the gummy bear. Yeah, that's what will last for one hour. Yeah. So yeah. usually, which is generous because it lasts longer than that. <laughs> so is there, uh, you didn't really list anything else that's notable? They're just no. books and knickknacks. It's just books and knickknacks and things and then these few little contraptions and vials and things like that. All right. Um, yeah, Yuri's going to take one look around. I'm looking for anything expensive. Okay. Something I can fence. Um, the more expensive-looking things would probably be. Um, can you make a, just a general intelligence check for me? Oh, yep, uh, that's an eighteen. Okay, yeah, that's pretty good. Um, so you probably be looking for anything gem-like or valuable or anything that glows. Um, so you find you see there you there's a blue orb that seems to pulse a little. Yep. And there's also a black orb of a similar size, and they would be about the same size as uh, like a uh, like a squash ball type size. You're so British. You mean like a baseball? <laughs> like a or, or a tennis ball? What is a baseball? Yeah. <laughs> also, what a softball? Also, which is like massive and this may just be the most nerdy thing to say about. But if the sport is called baseball, wouldn't it be a baseball ball? Is the ball which is used in baseball? But anyway, that's well. You think that football would use their feet? To... Never mind. Well, never mind. Never we mind. could go on the yeah, all right. Anyway. Um, should we turn this light on so you can actually see what we're doing? Uh, so yeah, so you find a blue orb and a black orb. To you, that would probably be the only things that you would deem valuable in there that you could sell. Sorry, give me a second. I will be cutting this out. <laughs> we'll do a five-second pause. So you know. I don't know if it just reverses direction. I think it does. Yep. Balls. Uh, thank you. Sure. Doesn't matter, even if it spins like that, we're fine, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hold on, five second pause. That's good. Okay. All right, I'm going to walk right over to this other door. Like, I've looted the place now. Like, mm-hmm. there's nothing uh, else. Oscar's going to take a quick look, little look around, I mm-hmm. think, as well. Just okay. as he's stumbling around, like, see if he accidentally comes upon anything. Um, yeah, can you roll um, Can you roll a general intelligence check for me as well, then? Sure, you general intelligence check. Quick. Is a I get advantage on intelligence checks. Okay, yes, you do. So that is a sixteen. Uh, oh, with advantage you got sixteen. Um, now you yourself you you don't know much about magic and things like that, but you've seen other magic users in your group before. Oh, yeah, yeah. They always seem to be attracted to scrolls and the like. And there is uh, there's two scrolls that you see. Uh, one of them has some sort of magic language on it that you don't really understand, yeah. and the other one is actually um, seems to be just a poem. Oh, that just kind of shimmers a little bit. Okay. It actually seems to be like uh, a... Os- Oscar... What, what, is a, what is a poem, Derek? Can you can you can, it for can us? I give you a poem? Yeah. You know what? I should have prepped a poem. And now, on the spot... There once cannot... was a man from Nantucket. Nope. Nope. <laughs> no. 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 Okay. No. Um, no, I don't have a poem This, this is revenge for every time you ask me what's what, the character's, what's the character's name. name? <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not prep <laughs> now, the, now. the bloody poem. So you didn't prep the poem. Oscar's going to try to read it. Okay. Um, what, what does it say, Oscar? What does it say? Um, it can say anything you like. In fact, as you think of different things and you think of these different uh, inspirations that you see and things that you know poetry to be, the words seem to be morphing into what you... There think. once was a poem from Garbage <laughs> who bookshelves are <laughs> crap 
The, and the tensor's disc is on the wall, as, and this is weird. As Oscar, is, <laughs> as Oscar speaks, the more you say the words, the word, the, the the letters on the on the paper seem to glow as you talk, as though your words are fueling it and oh. casting the spell. Uh, and the spell is a very minor spell. All it does, it will give you advantage on your next persuasion check, provided the intended target hears the poem. The only person that heard the poem was your uh, was uh, Yuri over here. So next time you try and persuade Yuri of something, you will have advantage on that. Okay. You inherently know this in your mind. Cool. Okay. What is Druid's or what is uh, your bard's name? Uh, Dimitri. Very good. Dimitri would be jealous of your poetry. I don't even look at him. I'm just like walking up to the door now. Yeah, yeah he's over the shoulder. Okay, Bastard owes me five gold. Um, okay, we go next room now. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna investigate the door. Sure, absolutely. I, I'm obviously at the door, like bending down and looking at it. I'm like checking the the door frame, and mm-hmm. Oscar is like his it. eyelids are at different heights, and he's just kind of standing there, wavering mm-hmm. over top of you. Yeah, him. and you're also a little bit hungry. Can you uh, roll an <laughs> investigation check for me, please, Yuri? Where's that gnome? Oh, that would be a twenty-five. Oh, so you, yeah, you do, you do initially look at the door frame and kind of the bolts and things that are around. Uh, but as your eyes start to wander up, you actually look into the corner of the arch, and there is a tube very similar to the ones from the contraption that you picked up, poking just a little bit out of the corner of the stone and angled down towards you, pointing directly at you in front of the door. Uh, and from there, there is. A very faint wire that comes... It's its pressed so tightly into the corner of the stone that you can hardly see it. Uh, does Do I feel like I could take my dagger and cut this this wire? Um, yes, you do. All right. Uh, I'm going to, to disable this trap. And then. probably step out of the way. Oh, the, absolutely. The yeah. yeah so. Um, so stepping yourself out of the way, getting to the point where the tube is not angled facing towards you, um, you... You nick the wire, and there is actually an explosion. Boom! It goes off, and the tube actually causes an explosion. And there is a burst, like a starburst of fire, uh, and then a whole uh, lot of burning and scorching against the, the wall that the tube was facing. I, I look at the contraption that, that I picked up, mm-hmm. realizing this is kind of the same similar yeah, thing. Yeah, absolutely. It looks very similar to the... Like, they would have a similar effect. He's very good. I, I quite... That was loud. Mm-hmm. He's very good. I it's ringing in my ears. Use this in future. Yeah, sure. Now that you've seen the trap as, as well, and you've seen kind of how it works with the wires, the, the tubes make sense with the, with the wooden stock similar to a crossbow and you see kind of two levers on either side there's one for each tube gotcha okay. did, did I see both tubes go um, there's actually there's only a single tube on the on the okay. track right. but there's so, two on that uh, right. that contraption right. that you have cool alright um, so now I'm gonna try to open the door open the door boom you open the door and and I, I, and I, I, I walk through it and I go Oscar friend I'd... Oscar is gone at this point you turn around and you see a small pit in the ground and you're seeing it just for a corner, and you hear ah! <laughs> as Oscar falls down a pit, and you hear a as it closes up behind it. <laughs> then a moment later, you hear a a pounding from behind the wall directly next to you. All right, um, I actually have an advantage on perception investigation uh, for secret doors. Okay, uh, it's my uh, dungeon delver. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Yes. Um, so I rolled a. Um, this is an investigation, so a 21. 21. Um, you see the line of the uh, pit, the floor trap, but you don't see any way to uh, activate it or uh, make it work or open up or anything. You don't see a way to like engage it to get back to Oscar. But what you do see is on the wall beside you where you hear the thumping, you see another hairline 
uh, break in the paneling of this uh, room. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to knock back again. I'm just going to mirror the, the thumping up. Back. Okay. Terry. Mm-hmm. Dimitri. Yeah. Here's a nice little rhythmic bang, bang, bang back. Is not on beat. And I... Neither are you, friend. Is <laughs> uh, acoustic in here is bad. Uh, who are you with? Is ju- who am I with? <laughs> Can I roll invest uh, perception? Yeah, sure. Oh, it's not good. <laughs> it's, uh, um, that is a four. That's a four. Yeah. You are with Ivan, the little Ivan. Oh, I'm with little Ivan. Yeah. Is me and little Ivan. You hear in like the back of your head. Help. Please help. Like, what, what, what moments, friend? Um, and I'm gonna take my crowbar, and I'm just gonna like jam it as hard as I can, and, just, okay. and start reefing on this wall. To, okay, to cool. Uh, roll a strength check. My strength is actually not bad on this. Uh, that's all right. Now I'm gonna. Can I use uh, athletics? Uh, yeah, yeah. You can use athletics. That's uh, a seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. Uh, you hear the splintering of fine, thin wood. And you create a hole big enough that you can kind of get your hand in and progress. And you rip this thing open. And standing there is um, Dimitri and Ivan. Little Ivan. Little Ivan. Son of a bitch, I just got rid of Oscar. <laughs> okay, so, uh, little Ivan, I need you, please, do me do me favor, please. Of what? Oscar just went and um, he fell through mysterious... Again? <laughs> every time. Uh, can you please go through? Uh, there's uh, ogre on the other side of oh. bookshelf. He knows where Oscar is. He'll lead you where. Okay. Um, tell tell them we all fell through through the thing. Thank you very much. Um, and Ivan waddles as he walks. Yeah. Like he doesn't have knees. He just kind of waddles. Sure. Okay. I, clo- no. I close the door and I look at Dimitri and go, "Fucking goddamn Ivan's a freaking." What would you like me to do, Yuri? Uh, we we will move forward with the. Uh, looking for this philosopher's stone that I know of. Uh, if anything happens to me, you find the stone, you give it to my mother. Right. To your mother? To my, to my mother. <laughs> I, don't, I do not know your mother, but I will you find can, her. You can't miss her. She uh, looks like me, but uh, endowed. <laughs> okay. And is also a black dragonborn as well. That's okay. what I said. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay, we know, we know enough from our home game right. about endowed black dragonborn. <laughs> so I, I, I look, her name is Akra. She's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, sounds beautiful. Um, so I, I turn around and uh, I'm looking at the room. What is in this room? Okay, uh, you open up, finally you walk in the doors, and there is a almost blinding light as you make your way forward. Um, you hear with your what is your passive perception there, Dimitri? My passive perception is eleven. Eleven. <laughs> I got a sixteen. Okay. With uh, Yuri's passive perception, he hears the soft tinkling of what sounds like um, ice and like an ice and metal cave um, as as he's walking in. But this blinding light kind of hits him, and he makes his way up into this room. Um, Dimitri, you're a half orc. Uh, you're also hit by this, but far worse. Mm-hmm. Your your um, dark vision is kind of on the fritz with this, and all you see is you know how if you're looking up at the sun or a light for a long period of time, mm-hmm. you close your eyes, you see yep. like those reflections. That's what it's like for you. Like you can't escape the brightness. However, oh. Yuri, you can. And after like rubbing your eyes and giving yourself a minute, your eyes slowly adjust and. Um, 
you hear the sound of uh, uh, sliding metal, sh- uh, like like Wolverine's claws being pulled out, like a shink. As you turn around and you notice that the wall behind you has closed, and you are now in a circular room of about forty feet wide. Uh, each um, every three feet or so, there is a sheer metal of uh, sheer pane of glass, and that continues all the way around the room. There's just panes of glass everywhere. And each one is reflecting each one. And as you walk into this room, you see your reflections. And they just go off forever. The light source in this room, the thing that is so blinding, is there is a six-inch tall conical cage with intricate uh, ivy and tentacle-looking wrap uh, uh, design to it on the ceiling. And inside is this pulsing white light that is kind of sh- uh, shaking and erratically moving inside of this little cage. How is the cage up there? Is it like... It's just, bo- like, on the ceiling. How high like is just, it? Uh, the ceiling is about uh, nine feet tall. When you say conical, is the tip of the cone at the top or the bottom? Uh, the, it's pointed at the bottom, and the cone is up against the ceiling. <clears throat> and how... What was the like the diameter of the room, you said? 40 feet. 40 feet? Uh, Yuri, go stand off to side. As you speak, you are noticing this weird reverb, and you're seeing, um, like, go, go, go. Things I, are kind of shifting and moving. I, I, I cast message to you, and I go, perhaps, perhaps we use mind meld. <laughs> um, probably better than my idea, which was Thunderwave. <laughs> Very good, thank to you. smash the glass everywhere. I, 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 I'm going to walk over to side and I go, Thunderwave, you... <laughs> You bring everyone here. Why do that one? And I just like pull up my hammer. Do this. Smash the first mirror. Uh, roll an attack. <laughs> Lesson learned. Uh, Mundane equipment underused. Boom. <laughs> there we go. Lesson um, learned. Uh, that is a twelve. Do I get a plus one hammer? Is my hammer plus one? No, no. your hammer's not plus All one. Right, so twelve. Twelve. You hit the you hit the wall. Roll a d four and add your strength. Well, the hammer's only a d four. I guess it is. And add my strength. Um. It's five. a hammer, not a like five light yeah, mace, right? Hammer, right? Yeah. Um, five, five total damage. You hit this thing, and you hear a. It definitely impacts, and you hear the sound of like, you know, when you drop your phone and you think you might have just broke it. Mm. That sound echoes throughout the room, and the glass shatters. Everyone listening to this just, went, oh my god, yeah, yeah. right. Uh, it spider webs out to this one mirror, but does not fully break. You look around to all of the other mirrors, however, and each one of them is now spiderwebbed. Ooh. With your reflection standing in it, of course. See, this, all you need to do is you smash the mirror smash. and, and you, you're good for that. Uh, where's the door? There is none. Okay. Um, I have advantage on perceiving and investigating for secret doors. Yep. So I'm going to run around and try, try to find one. Go nuts. Um, do you want perception or investigation? I would like a investigation at this point. Uh, oh, thank God for that. Uh, 23? 23. As you were walking around the room, and like every single piece of glass is smooth except for the one you shattered, but as you're walking your way through the room, you were noticing, um, as your eyes are more adjusting, the ground is not just smooth stone. It is, in fact, a Fibonacci sequence spiral of shards of glass that spins. That spins? Uh, like, it, like it 
Oh, the, the, it's, the pattern It's the pattern. Are, like, it's, it's, it's not the coiled power. Spinning. It's not yeah. literally spinning. Yeah, okay. Um, and you kind of put two and two together and follow the lines of it where it meets to the certain to the certain mirrors. And on these mirrors, you see um, small runes kind of etched in the bottom. And there are seven total mirrors that this line kind of ends at. And there's these little words etched in the bottom. And do, Can I read them? What languages do you speak? Uh, Dragonborn and Common. No. It's also Russian. <laughs> <laughs> I speak Orcish, if that helps. Nope. Ah, okay, wait. Let me look at my magical spells that I just got today. So, uh, I, all right. So I, I'm going to tell Dimitri um, through psychic, um, through, through by casting message. Mm. Those are words I'm using. Um, yeah. I find little runes here. I cannot make out what they is. Um, perhaps way out. Uh, I smash these mirrors. I will cast a. I'm going to cast... Mm, it's pretty obvious, actually. I shouldn't have any cast detect magic. It's quite obvious what's going on there. Um, I'm, I'm going to thunder wave it, okay? I'm just going to blast okay. the shit out of this all right, thing. Do, do, you, do you want to give me a warning on this one? Yeah, go stand off to the side. All right. All right. I'm, gonna, I'm going to do it so that I hit the thing that's in the ceiling as well. Okay, what's the radius on thunder wave? It is 15 foot cube. 15 foot cube. Yeah. And it's going to... Oh, okay. okay. Going up. So you're specifically hitting I'm the cage. I'm trying to hit the, the cage. Okay. I'm, um, I'm gonna stand off to the side by the mirror that I smashed. Like, okay. I'm just gonna like put my my large dragonborn fingers in my as holes, you do and that. I'm going as I'm trying to do. I'm just gonna try and block one ear at a time. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you're gonna cast it once. Uh, yeah. I need Constitution saves from both of you. Adam, you get advantage because you said you were plugging your ears. You don't because one of your ears is open. <laughs> I rolled two tens. Uh, con save is thirteen. I got fifteen. Thirteen and fifteen. Okay. Adam, funny enough, you fail. Um, as the I'm sitting the, right next to the mirror, right? Yeah, like, yeah. It's, gonna, it's got yeah. some reverberation. So this boom hits, and this conical little thing becomes dislodged and falls to the ground mm. with the impact of the thunder wave. Um, and this ball starts flying around, but with this impact, all of the mirrors kind of shake. Specifically, one the one behind you that was cracked shatters and uh, rains shards of glass on you. You're going to take uh, eight points of damage. Is this a trap? Uh, no, it's not a trap. Okay. No. It's, it, it is an effect of casting Thunder Wave in a room full of glass. No, that, not that, a trap. No, that, that, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, you're going to take eight points of damage. You are going to take four points of damage. Oh. Uh, both of your ears are now ringing. Any sort of auditory communication or whatnot is going to not work for the yeah. next couple I, seconds. I, I, I cast message to him again. Yeah. And I go, Next time we use we use better things for our ears. Mm. Okay, um, the little orb, yeah, in the top starts to bounce around the room, reflecting off of the mirrors. And each time it hits, as your ears are kind of adjusting, there's this weird like, bang, 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 as this thing is bouncing around the room. Should we try and catch it? Well, is it making different? Sounds when it every single window it hits has a slightly different sound. I would like for you to make a charisma check to see if you could determine tones. You maybe, can as well. Maybe the bard should do this. Yeah. I'm also half deaf at the moment. I'm like, I'm like, I'm yeah, like, yeah, you're I'm like trying key. to match the I'm key. Like trying to, yeah. Uh, yeah, charisma check. Yeah, oh, that, uh, is can I use something oh, else? Seriously, <laughs> I can't roll dice. <laughs> and then you're all a three. Okay, just a straight charisma check. You said, yeah. 
the bard six, but my ears are also ringing. So can I, can I make this a perception much. check? Sure. Because I'm listening. Yeah. All right, that's even better then. Um, 24. Yeah, you determine that they're different tones. Um, almost every one is something Flight like the that. There is clearly a pattern <laughs> to this. Yeah. And you're able to determine that there is a bit of a pattern. Um, specifically with the seven you hit, there uh, or the seven you determine the little uh, runes on the bottom for, mm-hmm. um, each one of those has a separate tonal kind of shift to them. And you notice that this thing, even though there's 27 total panels around the room, it is hitting each one of these seven marked panes in a specific order. All right. It, it is hitting them in... In a specific order. Yeah, it's like three, five, four, one, four, seven. Right? Uh, all right, okay. So I'm going to go over and I'm just going to also touch them in the same order. Okay. Um, you go over to the first uh, pane of glass. Um, how are you touching it? Um, with the hammer. With the hammer? With the hammer. Violently? Yeah. You're touching it violently? <laughs> okay. <laughs> just roll damage. Just, just roll damage? Yeah. It's very good. I can do five damage. Five damage. Again, it's... Oh, you're touching them with a hammer. <laughs> uh, just like the last one, it's splinters. It's also destroying my love life. Yeah, it's yeah. splinters. But you see little fine points of light coming up from behind this, the spider glass. Alright. I'm going to put the hammer away and pull out the, cro- uh, the um, crowbar. Yeah. Uh, Alright, you know what? We're just going to start smashing this glass. Cool. Yeah, and so it's systematic. I'm going to break down the first one. Okay, you break it down, and behind it is uh, um, a white, uh, almost pure white uh, wall of sorts, but it, it's illuminated. I'm not going to say it's like, you find fluorescent tubes, but it's that it's like an illuminated wall behind it. Um, and as you smash it down, you see this white illuminated wall, and the light that is bouncing around the room... Hits the wall and stops bouncing around the room. It's like stuck to the... No, no, it like it's absorbed into the wall and is gone. Oh, very good. So we got rid of that. Uh, we go... I'm going to go to the last one that it hit. Okay. I'm just going to smash that right up. You hit that mirror and nothing happens. Okay. Uh, we'll do them in order then? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Agreed. Okay. All right. You go over to number three. I'll do number two. So okay. smash up number two. Okay. Uh, you guys smash up number two, number three, number four, number five, number six, number seven. In the in the order, mm-hmm. um, I would like a intelligence check from both of you to uh, you get advantage. Uh, you can do a charisma check actually to remember the either order or the tone. Can I do a history check? No, no. This would not count for that. Would this count as a performance for me? You could. Yes. Yeah. So I get nineteen. Eleven. Eleven. You're about to, uh, Adam, uh, Yuri, you are about to hit the wrong mirror. (gasps) Dimitri, you catch him right as he's pulling his crowbar back and is about to swing towards the Stop! What? What is the problem? This mirror is not ready yet. (laughs) Oh, in that case, my friend, you tell me which one for me to smash. Is... Number this one. Okay. Double this one. Fucking double this one. <laughs> yeah. Smash you double this one! <laughs> Dear God. Okay, you smash the proper order, and as you hit the last one, uh, you notice the spiral on the floor starts to spin in an opposite direction, straightening itself out. And as it does, these little shards of glass that are on this Fibonacci circle spin and spin and spin, and then they start to line up and fuse together to form a perfect sheet of glass, and as it does, it reflects the ceiling, which, as you look up, there is a trap door in the ceiling. Ooh. A line of a trap door up there. Okay. 
and find the thing. I, I point up. I'm like, I find the thing. How high is it up there? Ninety. Nine feet. Oh mm-hmm. hell, I can reach okay. it. I'm like, I'll give you a boost. Seven, and my my arm yeah. is on top. Okay, yeah. I'm just gonna reach up. There is no handle to grab it, but there is crowbar. <laughs> oh, oh, we sh- we should. Uh, we, I could do uh, Mage Hand as well. If we both do uh, cast out Mage Hand up there. Uh, all right, right? I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold, hold the crowbar, and it's just going to start to float. My Mage Hand's invisible. Okay. So I'm going to Mage Hand the crowbar up. To my okay. Mage Hand is not invisible. Yep, I'll send enough. my visible Mage Hand. So, so a floating crowbar and a purple hand made of uh, force energy mm-hmm. float up, latch in, and pull down. And as it pulls down, it's like one of those old-fashioned attic Drops where it drops and then a the ladder comes, oh, yeah, ladder yeah. comes down, um, leading you up into the next area. Beautiful. I was thinking maybe go back, maybe go forward, perhaps the ladder. Mm, the ladder. Yeah. The, the ladder then. Uh, ladies first, my friend. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I get that in my real real life anyway, so that's why <laughs> completely useless. Uh you climb up the ladder and you are uh you come up in the center of this room. Um much the same as the other one is fairly featureless except for uh the sound of um tinkling and and, and like shifting ice and sh- shifting glass in the room. Yeah. Much like that, just a lot of it all the way around. And as you are, as your eyes kind of adjust again to the brightness of this room, um, you see seven shapes bound to the walls by these uh, um, beams of light that are kind of holding them onto the wall. Define shape. Um, it looks like a uh, large crystalline structure with a shadow of some sort of creature inside that you can't quite make out. Like, there's a, there's a certain amount of o- opacity to the, uh, crystal, to the crystals that are holding these things to the wall. And then around these crystals are these beams of light. I stick my head up. Um, I'm neutral evil in case you guys haven't figured that out yet. So I stick my head up and I, I'm going to look around this and I go, Demetri, you think, you think these guys are good or bad? Can I? Um, I'm gonna look at their like their kind of their body language, how they're moving, and things like that. They're so not they're moving. They are so bound in crystal to the wall. Yeah, but you said the shadow was like shifting. In the oh, inside. yeah. There, uh, there's a okay. Uh, yeah, there is a little bit of a shifting shadow on side. Like the crystal is still, it, like it's oh, crystal. Okay, but like there's there is a shape of something moving inside. Um. I'm, I'm happy with sticking with the idea of the mage hand going over with the hammer. I'm just hitting, seeing what happens to the mage hand if we hit the crystal. I think that uh, the shadow beings, not so good. Having seven shadow fights, I'm not happy about it. Uh, if you want, I support you 100%, my friend. I will wait <laughs> go back in the room. To the previous room. Uh, however, I think perhaps we, we, we murderify them. So, just so I've got this right, seven shadows encased in, like, a crystal, you said? Yep. And that's the only thing in the room worth of note? That's notes. it. That is the only thing in the room worth of note. There's no And they are, they are kind of equidistant of each other. There's no visible exit door? None that you see. There's the way you came, which is in the center of the room going down. Okay. You know what? Should we just try and murder them straight away? Absolutely, that's what I you said, said already! <laughs> okay, what's your plan for murdering them? And how would you like to do it? Uh, perhaps uh, poking with the stick. And what's the diameter of this room? Uh, 40 feet. 
Now, is it safe to say that I would have advantage attacking these guys if they're bound? Oh, yeah, yeah. You have an advantage on your attack if you're... If so I would have you know. sneak attack damage then? Yep. Gonna, oh, yeah. All right. I'm just going to walk up with my with my uh, crossbow. As you walk... Oh, okay. Oh, and I'm going to get about five feet away and go... You're going to stop yeah. as a discordant uh, uh, echo of voices enters your mind. Uh, I have to look up a spell real quick because you're about to make a save. Where'd my first handbook go? There it is. We can edit out the gap. No, it's fine. It's fine. Adam, I'd like for you to make a cocktail. Haha, <laughs> wisdom save, please. Save the bitches. With advantage, I'm playing. Please, thank It you. is a spell like effect, so if you are that a gnome or a dwarf, you get though. advantage. Let me tell you about the six I roll. It's <laughs> a nice six, you do the job, don't worry about it. Okay, you are going to take 13 points of psychic damage and must use your reaction immediately if available to move as far away from all of these creatures. All and right. they're equidistant around the middle of the room. Yeah, so I, I'm going to walk up to the first one and all of a sudden I can stop and I rub my forehead and I go, I wait for you in the other room. I dislike you. Have your fun. And I'm just going to turn around and I'm going to rapidly walk back towards this, okay. this ladder. Okay. I'm going to get to the top of the ladder. in the center of the room. Yeah, the ladder's in the center of the room. So, you guys didn't close the door behind you, so. No. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to walk right up to the top of the ladder and I'm going to stop. Okay. I don't know how to... Um, uh, it so sounded like this dissonant whisper in your brain. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you don't say. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. So they, they send us far away from them, so then we come back to the middle, right? Just him. Because he walked up towards them. Yep. I'm going to send my mage hand over moving towards him, see if they do anything with my mage hand. Okay. Uh, your mage hand goes over, mm-hmm. and as soon as it gets uh, within touching distance of it, it presses up against the crystal. No ill effect on your mage hand. But is that ill effect on crossbow bolt? <laughs> You're going to roll to shoot a crossbow. Okay. This yeah. is my new favorite voice. Uh, yeah. 13 to hit the bound creature. Yeah. Oh, do yeah. I get advantage, right? You get advantage. Less than that. So, th- so that hits? That hits. Um, with my sneak attack. Gonna be badass. Um... That is 15 points. 15 points. Um, as your crossbow bolt hits the um, crystal uh, feature. I didn't aim for the one with his mage hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hits the other one. It falls in this kind of explosion of shards and glass. The I light, killed it! The light f- around it flickers and goes out. And then the the shards of glass themselves start to slowly pull themselves together and shamble itself up in this jittery, like, Japanese horror film kind of way. Oh. Um, it gets itself up, and you hear that tinkling sound. And you see this black, shadow-like substance moving through the shards as it's... it. That is the membrane that is holding this weird creature together. I would like for you guys to roll initiative. Please. Oh, snap. Oh, 21. Natural 20. Nicely nice. done. Plus three. I'm 21. Plus yeah, we're going first. Yeah. Okay, so Dimitri... Well. Then Yuri, then totally not shadows with crystal stuff. Yeah. Uh, Dimitri. I'm going to need one second. This is a homebrew creature. Yep, yep, I'm making this up. Hold on. I wanted to check one thing real quick. I wasn't expecting to go first, as that never happens. 
I will Yeah, it, I, it's I, still, I, is it still pulling itself together? We're gonna get advantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, you have basically one full round of initiative where this thing is clearly moving and it's clearly moving with ill intent. Okay, as it's binding itself back together and seems to be freed. I'm going to cast. Um, I'm going to cast entangle on it. Entangle. I'm going to cast entangle. Yeah. Oh yeah. See if you can hold like some of those shards down. And yeah. Stuff. I'm going to see if I can try and hold it down. Okay. Um, it is then going to roll a dexterity saving throw. Uh, it rolls a strength saving throw for entangle. Strength. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, the the crystal creature uh, as the um, spell save DC 14 for me. So these vines and and uh, tendrils of plant matter erupt from the ground below you which is just bare stone mm-hmm. so like there's ancient seeds and stuff like that that have just sprouted into the nice. you find the root of the issue um, no. <laughs> oh. um, in a 20 foot square which is nice and that nice. sticks around for quite a while so Ooh. this this half of the room is just covered in these little vines and you see as the shards of this creature kind of sever these vines as it stands up its entire being just sh- defined by sharpness and it stands up unimpeded by uh, your thing okay. uh, I rolled a 21 for my save okay we'll let them work I will just plant myself here no, it's okay they will leave us alone eventually <laughs> uh, yeah Yuri go nuts alright do I still get advantage because it's you still get advantage beauty well, that is fantastic, because that is a 23 to hit. That uh, will certainly hit the Totally Not a Shadow. Yep. Oh, God, I just can't roll damage. Is this what it's like to be a player? You can't roll damage? Yep, yeah, it's the it's worst. It's the worst. Uh, that's 13 points of piercing damage. 13 points of piercing damage. Yep. Um, okay, your crossbow bolt flings through, and it, it starts to just blow from the back of it with the, its blowout. Several... Uh, large chunks of this uh, shape. It doesn't quite seem like it's had a huge effect um, as you're shooting a small metal shard into a pile of shards, but it's it does definitely seem hindered by it. All right, uh, as a bonus action, uh, I can I th- throw an item? Uh, depends on the item. Do you have it ready to go? Uh, no, I would have stowed it. What 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 item do you want to throw? I've got a blue orb and a black orb. I'm thinking a black orb. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Terry, what does that orb do? Um, the black orb, um, as you activate it, immediately casts darkness. Okay. So I throw it, and, and there's okay. all these beams okay. of light of so, darkness. The vine tendrils on the half of this room. This creature standing up, looking menacing, having a hole blown in its chest that is quickly reforming with other shards of, uh, of crystal and glass, um, is then immediately dropped into darkness uh, in this end of the room, and you can no longer see it. I forget the Half the room is now covered in darkness. Oh, very good. I take care of this. You cannot see us. Have fun. <laughs> and I go down the ladder. Okay. <laughs> and my ears are still ringing, so I'm full on hearing no evil scene. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm casting okay. message. Okay. Yeah. Um, which doesn't really hinder because these things are blind. So it's going to run forward through the vine mm-hmm. directly towards Doesn't you. Does it have to make a save to get through it all? Uh, no. It, it passed. Okay. First go. Yep. Uh, a creature in the area when you cast your spell. Um, yeah, no, it's only when it's uh, when you cast a spell. Or when you enter the area? No, not even when you enter the area. Really? All right. Yeah. So, Terry. Mm, yes, that hits. 
That gives me an idea. Uh, that's a 16 hit. Yep, that will hit. Okay, cool. Um, you are going to take six points, uh, sorry, seven points of shard damage, Ugh. piercing, slashing, all that lovely noise, as this thing just smokes you right in the chest with a uh, pink crystalled fist. Ah. <laughs> I've been pink fisted. Okay. That's what we should have named our damn It should have been the pink fist. The, the pink crystal fist. Okay. Dimitri, it is your turn. Okay. <gasps> I will stand up. I believe in you, friend. Catch my breath. And I will put on my deep Russian voice and I'll go, You punch like a little girl. I'm casting Vicious Mockery. Vicious, vicious Mockery. Vicious Fantastic. Mockery. I just have to double check the damage. So he will, uh, there's a save, I believe, and he gets disadvantage of his next attack. Let me check that real quick for a second. Vicious Mockery, uh, so supposed to DC. Wisdom saving throw. Didn't imagine them to be too wise. I crit. Shut up. Okay, <laughs> Wisdom saving throw or take uh, 2d4 psychic damage and have disadvantage on the next attack roll. Uh, it makes fun of his turn. So I guess none of, none of that happens. None of that happens. I just go, he just uh, doesn't this, believe me when this, I tell him. This creature, like, oh, which you don't suspect understands language, mm. uh, is unfazed by your, your cutting words. Damn. Yuri. Yuri sticks his head up. Yep. Looks around and goes. This thing is ten feet in front of you and it has just punched. Am I behind you? Uh, yeah, you're behind it. The crossbow right to the back of the... Yep. It's and it's like this inch? weird shit. It's fairly humanoid. It's got legs. It's got long arms that end in these uh, large, um, over exaggerated like uh, go- golem fists. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Finally, uh, twenty one points of piercing damage. Um, Dimitri, mm. how would you like to do this? Sorry, uh, Yuri, how would you like to do this? I want. I, I'm going to shoot him, but. The, the, the crystal shards are at different angles to it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to just take a moment, line my shot up, and it's going to ricochet back and forth within this crystal thing, just smashing as much crystal okay, as I can. Okay, cool. Uh, Dimitri, yeah. as you stand there and this thing seems unfazed, you start seeing little explo- like micro-explosions of glass and crystal from all over this thing as this crossbow bolt is making its way through the interior of it, and it shoots off in one direction, blazing by your one ear, and you see this... Uh, as the shards kind of crumble to the ground at your feet. Um, Standing in front of you is this black, shade-like creature. You can see kind of through Mm -hmm. it. It looks like it is made of viscous shadow. And with a... It evaporates into nothing. I thought he was going to come at me again. Okay. Good. I weakened it for you. I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for distracting. So that was one? That was one. There's six more of these things. Okay. You know what? You know what I think? I think what? we need friends. And I pull out these two little statues. Okay. <laughs> I put them on the ground. Can you I... pass me the chips before you do this so I can get some carbs in me too? <laughs> Act this up. So, I'm going to drop these two little statues. And I, uh, my mouth kind of wreathes. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what it's saying, but I understand. I'm assuming like I'm, I'm magical. I can, I, I can make the sounds. You have the connection that you know... That um, you can activate them mm. if you want to. I'm definitely going to activate them. Sure. Do they come as a pair, or do I have to choose one? No, you can do one or the other, or both. I'll do both. Yeah. 
so as you, I'm still swallowing internet. That's why I'm quiet. Um, if you, as you squeeze them and activate them, um, they fizzle out of you. They fade, and as they fade, the more they fade, um, as the more they fade, um, humanoids, humans appear beside them. So next to you, a male and a female, both wearing green emerald type armor, both of them, and both holding spears. Uh, and they kind of come, they form in front of you, and then they kind of look towards you, and the one guy goes, the male goes, Hi, yeah, yeah, what can I do for you? Well, I have a simple request. Good lord. Um, my friend and I will wait downstairs. Yeah. Well, you smash all the things, and, and, and when they come up, back up, you smash them again. Smash the mirror, yeah, all of the things, all of them? Ab- absolutely, one at a time, though. Groovy. Uh, you, you guys work together. Um, happy little hippie men. Uh, well, Dimitri, let us sit down and have. Uh, I have some coffee cake. Sure. <laughs> coffee, coffee cake sounds great. Sounds great. Not me though. I'm gluten free. Actually, both me and I'm Raj. By the way, both me and Nance are. This is Nance, and then Nance <laughs> up to the side is kind of like, hi, oh, yeah, no, great. Nance, you and I, we will speak later about the nature of you. Okay. Good. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, I'd love to, yeah. Okay, Raj, um, thank you very much. It's, Dimitri. It's Raj is in short for Roger, not Raj as in Raj. It's how I speak. <laughs> Sorry, the accent, yeah. I'm very worldly, actually, so I'm glad that you came, yeah. yeah. Less talking, more smashing, oh, yeah! Um, and I assume that you would like them to attack them one at a time? Yep, okay. and then I'm going to head downstairs with Dimitri and close the freaking thing. Okay, sure. as you guys descend, you hear the sound of Thrashing. Can I get the stats on these things? Yes, you can. Thanks. In fact, you know what? You may be back here. I know what the stat block is, and if I just show you the stat block, it may be easier. I just needed to know how these things are going to interact with six more uh, of the shardlings. Oh, um, not very long. That's how it will interact. Uh, one at a time. Uh-huh. Uh, this is this. Now we're cutting to commercial. How do we know the same I don't know. Hit points. Alright. AC. Yeah. And then that's everything else. So you'll probably just need this one. Cool. That is going to be as much as I need. Cool. You guys hear the sound of shattering and fighting upstairs. And then you hear a. And then about another 20 seconds later, you hear a... I turned turned to Dimitri. It's Raj Benson. He's he's very nice. However... It was Raj. His name was Raj. That's why I say Raj. (laughs) Like like Roger. His name was Roger. Roger. Yes. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying Roger. I'm pretty sure is the tiger from Aladdin. (laughs) Roger. As you guys are having a discussion... You you understand... uh, Bagel. Bagel. (laughs) I feel like I'm saying it. Oh, we are going to get sued. Anyway, (laughs) you hear silence descend on the room above you. You've heard four gasps of air before silence descends on the room. Dance... Raj? Raj? But not saying it right. Raj! There it is. <laughs> you hear no response back. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to uh, crowbar? Yep. No. No, no, no. Crossbow. 
uh, hand crossbow. I'm just gonna like use the end of it. It's loaded. I'm gonna use the end of it to like push the trap door open. Okay. Inside, you see piles of this sh- uh, these sharded um, uh, crystal. Oh, they're sharded everywhere. I was waiting for it. Um, <laughs> there's just piles of pink, blue, green, um, crystalline heaps of rubble all around. Standing, formed and in their spots, without the light around them, are um, Raj and Nance. And they are standing there in the spots with the light around them of the other two. Both of them are expressionless for, you know, green onyx human statue people. Mm-hmm. Um, but they stand on the edges of the room, silent. What you do? With their with their spears. Unresponsive. I, I walk over and I like, try to break the light. Um, as you get close to the light to try to break it with your hand, you make a wisdom saving throw. I have done this in the past. It goes as well as did before I botch. You are going to take nine points of psychic damage as you are hit with a dissonant whisper as you try to touch the imprisoned creatures. Um, and you are forced to use your reaction to immediately move as far away from these things as you can. That's feeling very good. I believe now. Okay. He, I'm going to say get one of my two healing potions as this is happening. Four. Oh my god, I rolled a four and a three with two nice. d4s. So I, I watch him cloth when I take one myself. Okay. Yeah, that's about right. Two twos. Two twos. Plus four. Eight. Yeah. <laughs> no, plus, yeah. Um, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to cast Moonbeam, and I'm going to drop Moonbeam on top of one of them. Okay, so you uh, climb up the ladder, <laughs> and then you cast Moonbeam on one of them? Mm, yeah, Moonbeam's a five-foot radius, so it's just one, one square, now a theater of the mind, where it's a 40-foot cylinder. <coughs> tall, forty foot tall. Oh, forty foot tall cylinder. It's a nine foot tall. Yeah, cylinder. So it's a nine foot tall point, cylinder. Yeah. Um, when a creature enters the spell's area for the first turn, it's engulfed in ghostly flames that cause searing pain, and it must make a Constitution saving throw. Mm-hmm. It must against uh, my spell DC is fourteen. These crystal creatures have disadvantage on Constitution saving throws. Well, you said I did something good here. You did something very good here. Yes. Um, it fails. Yes. So it is going to take 2d10 radiant damage. That's correct. Um, and go ahead. That's d8. Use this one. <laughs> Six. Uh, nine points radiant damage. Nine points of radiant damage. Um, Moonbeam also has a nice little thing where anything that shape changes shape reverts back to its more natural form. Mm-hmm. So you hit Nance with this beam of uh, energy, and you see fine glowing green lines kind of spider throughout it, and then it becomes that little statue, and the light around it disappears. Yeah, it's concentration, so I'm going to hold it up. Okay, I'm. What would you like to do, Mage Hand? I don't know. I'm going to go out. I'm going to get Nance. I'm going to bring her back. Okay. We're gonna reactivate her. You're gonna reactivate her? Okay. Oh, uh, she's one time. She's, oh, it only happens she's, once. No, she's just dead. Okay. Okay. So but you, you go to reactivate with your action, and uh, the little clay statue hits the ground. Um, I'm not throwing it down. I placed them well, gently. Technically, it's once per day. 
but I don't imagine we'll still be here tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. okay. So you place it on the ground. Nothing happens. I say, I say the words. Nothing. All nothing right. happens. Then it's like keep you where I want you, and I put it in my front pocket. Okay. I don't have front pockets, so I just stuff it up front of my pants. I established that earlier and forgot that I said that. So yeah, yeah. 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 So you're packing. Cool. Yeah. Got Nance um, right where he wants it. I'm packing Nance. Okay. Um. That means it's your turn, Dimitri. Okay. Then I'll move the moonbeam over onto Raj. Okay. Uh, Raj will make a Constitution saving throw with disadvantage, and go. will take full damage. So two d10. That's a d8. There we go. Oh, seven. All right. Um. Same thing. It's going to revert back to its normal form. Mage hand. Okay. Yep. Okay. Straight down. As the light kind of separates, um, the, the seven figures were all equidistant from each other. Um, you hear a resounding kind of click echo throughout this room. I'm going to take Raj. 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 There's a D in it. It's uh, Raj. It's like ledge. R-O-G Raj. is in short for Raja. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so... I'm going to take Raj and put him with Nance for a minute. And I'm going to decide no, and he's going to go in the back pocket. There are no back pockets either, but that's where Raj is going. Yeah. Woof. You don't have. <laughs> he's going in the old prison how, wallet. How do you have. <laughs> what, we can't say prison wallet? No, 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 that's fine. How many times we say prison wallet? I, I, just, I just like. At least one more time we can say prison wallet. <laughs> yeah, okay. So you we shove Raj up your prison wallet. Um, and Give him in general. We cancel our YouTube account because they won't deal with this bullshit. <laughs> Um, and uh, you look up to see a uh, trap door that has made itself apparent above you. Okay. Um, how? At uh, nine feet? Again, yeah. Like, again, I didn't mean the mage hand. We're going to reach out the mage hand crowbars together. Okay. You pull it down, and as you do, a trap door pops up from underneath our good friend Yuri. And he disappears. And then dropping to the ground in front of you. Oh, is... no, no, no. I got this from here. Oh, you get this? Yeah, okay. you narrated how, how the other guy left. Okay, fine. So, so there, there's a trap door that opens up um, beside Yuri. But when you guys end up popping this, um, this uh, trap door open, gallons and gallons and gallons of water flood into the room, washing Yuri right into this open hole that appeared behind him. And he just disappears. Water is pouring in. That door seals itself and disappears again. In the water comes flowing in... Oscar. Is, is, is it Oscar? It's still Oscar. Yeah. Oscar's still alive, yeah. Yeah. Uh, c- comes uh, Oscar. And uh, Oscar, you haven't been able to breathe for a minute and a half. <laughs> Hello. I'm not, even, I'm not even surprised at this point. Where is, where's, this is going to keep where's Yuri? Water is still pouring into this room. It is a like a torrential flood. Um, we should. Yes, <laughs> we should. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Um, I... Excuse me for being overwhelmed that you just flooded in here. Um, <clears throat> the, the the water. Has splashed over and has slammed closed mm. the other trap door. This room is now filling with water. It's now filling with water. Okay, um, okay, okay, okay. I've had enough of this. We we need go. We need to go. Okay. Now now ish. Can you get us out of here? Um, I would like to go and sloshing my way around the edges of the room, try to find some sort of secret door or something to get out. Yeah, sure. Uh, investigation. Excuse me. Investigation. I have advantage. 
That didn't help you. It's a seven. Uh, it's full of water. The water's getting deeper. There's, there's a lot crystal, of water. There's crystal shards that are floating in this now as do you well. Think it, oh, do you think it's down there somewhere? Can I? I'm going to try something. I'm going to drop to... Wh- what level of my body is this water right now? Uh, it's moving up your thighs at this point. It just keeps coming in. I'm going to kind of crouch down. And from beneath the water, I'm going to try and clear it. I'm going to use gust of wind to try and clear the water to see if I can see the floor. Like, like push it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, and I'll kind of walk around. Sure. Um, how, how long does gust of wind last Gust for? of wind will last for... I feel like it's one minute, but I will double check. Somebody out there is yelling at us right now. Yeah, right. Uh, gust of wind will last for one minute. Concentration. Yeah. So I'm just going to keep clearing it as we're investigating to see if we can... Just yeah, ab- absolutely. So so the, the water is pouring in, and it seems to be clean, clear water that you would think you'd probably be able to drink mm-hmm. under other circumstances, but it's just filled with all these glass shards, um, and it starts to get... Higher and higher. As you're blowing it around or whatnot, there's a wave moving in front of you. Mm-hmm. Um, are you trying to miss Oscar with this? Yeah. So I miss. Yeah. Get I'm, I'm going to take, go stand behind him. Okay. So as you guys are going it, and and kind of almost like reverse vacuuming yeah. this entire room. That's what we're doing. Yeah. The water's still pouring in and it's getting higher and higher and higher. Are you, what are you trying to do with this gust of wind? What is the purpose? Uh, I was cl- I was clearing the water out of the way. Because I'm casting it from me to see if I can see the trapdoor, uh, any trapdoor on the floor, and exit on the floor. Uh, can I get a perception check? Yeah. Can I aid him in this? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it rolls advantage. That was a nineteen. Was a nineteen. And a seventeen. Seventeen. Plus my stuff. Twenty. It doesn't take much for both of you guys to see both trapdoors. These these wooden panels that you saw mm-hmm. are floating on the water, and those squares that they. Uh, covered before mm-hmm. are missing. The floor is just a solid piece of floor now. <coughs> so that didn't help. No. Okay. No. Think uh, do you have uh, you have anything? Um there's no I can hit a wall. Here. I go over to a wall and I hit it. Um <sighs> no you don't. Um you go over and I need you to make uh, whatever that dissonant whispers spell was. What was the save on Oh that? constitution save? Con- uh yep. No, it was a wisdom save. Wisdom save. Uh, what did he have to beat? He didn't beat it. I'm looking at your rolls. Six and seven. So, so 3d6. Three, 3d6. Three okay. <laughs> Six, four, four. So, 14 points of psychic damage. All right. That was whisper. Did you hear? I mean. And okay. you now. And, and you now. <laughs> yeah, and you now uh, have to move as far away as possible into the center. Yeah, of the so room. I go stand in the center. Uh, directly under the center of the room, or directly above the center of the room, though, is this trapdoor that is open, pouring water in, and you are now being covered in this water that is pouring in. Okay, it's up to your guys, but mid stomach at this point. It's okay, deeper. Hey. We we wait and we go through all. We we wait, wait and float and go through all. Oh, just go through. All right, cool. Hey, if that doesn't work, I'm just gonna blink through to the other room. So I'm just going to blink through the other room, so make sure you've got a back. How about you, what, can you hoist me? Lift? Half work? I'm a bard, you're a barbarian, but sure. Sure, I will try and hoist you. I mean, I can you. hoist you. Could you not? How tall are you? I grab him by the belt. Wait. And I'm just lifting him. Why? Directly into the water. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, my God, I just washed my hair. <laughs> um, that is a 20. 
strength check. To yeah, absolutely. Your, your head and shoulders can go up into this. I imagine like the dirty dancing scene where they're practicing in the lake. Yeah. I'm just going to go up like that, being a natural performer. <laughs> so, you, uh, so, so you go up through this hole. Can I get a con save for you to be able to open your eyes as the water <laughs> is flooding past you? Having this directly under the mic. Oh, that's pad. pretty good. Con save. Um, talking 16 there, son. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So you're able to open your eyes, and you see that this room is full of water, and the water, the level of the water in this room is not going down. Mm. It's just pouring into the area below. Um, above you, you can see another trap door all the way up. You think you'd be able to swim up to it. Mm. Um, but there's no air in this room whatsoever. I'm, I can't. I don't have message, so I will, like, swimming, I will be, like, I'll try and signal... Trapdoor to you. This is my signal for trapdoor. It's okay. a flapping hand like this. Okay. Pointing at the other trapdoor and then pointing above and then beckoning you to come with me. I lift my hands up expecting help. Oh, come with me now. I'll reach down for him. Alright, strength. Strike check. Oh, God. You can use uh, athletics if you want, if it helps at all. Oh, it won't. <laughs> 16. 16? Yeah, you're I'm mostly naked, let's be honest. Yeah, and frankly, uh, can I get an athletics from you as well? Sure. Because you're going to jump to help him? Oh, yeah, you're laughing. 20. Yep. So, uh, he, you go down to pick him up. He just jumps it the way, like his way up. Yeah. You grab him by the belt buckle and pull him the rest of the way up. Uh, you guys are in a You room. notice that the, 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 the uh, loincloth that I wear? Mm-hmm. It does not go all the way around and under. And it just floating. covers the front. So it's just flowing. <laughs> so uh, at your feet, you guys are standing beside this little whirlpool that is threatening to drag you under. Mm. Every round that you stay here, you're going to have to make a strength check or, or go into the room below. The room below is now filling with water. There's less and less air. Um, you don't know where the water is coming from. You can't see where the air is going. But we can see that trap door. But you can see the trap door above you. The walls in this room are completely bare. This is a 20 by 20 foot square stone room. Okay. Okay. Well... Uh, sorry, 20 by 20 by 20. This is a cube, not a square. Naturally. Oh, the, the 20 feet tall, too. Yeah. I swim up. Uh, okay. Um, this is going to be an athletics check. I'm going to slink... You, you're, oh, you're just athletics check to swim yeah. up. Yeah. I'm going to go with him. All right. 16... Oh. <laughs> 20. All right, you guys handily managed to get up to this door. Uh, the trap door is chained closed. Okay, I, oh. I'm going to... Oh. Uh, is there like a lock on the, on the chain? No, the chains are, are shackled into these to the stone um, by these large... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Padlocks. No, not padlocks. Like, like, just... like eyelids. Okay. Right? Oh, yeah, so, okay. Um, that are bolted up into the ceiling. Just yeah. saying what I was hoping. What are they called? Ring bolts or something like that? I don't know. I might I'm a up. carpenter, not a... I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, um, should we... I'm not, it's not exactly my wheelhouse right now. Um, um, I can, <laughs> I'm just going, I guess, with hands up. What the fuck? I don't know. Um, uh, ba-ba, ba-ba. But I will. I mean, I could always just try and thunder wave them. All right, I'm going to place my feet up against, like, grab onto the chains, place my feet up against the ceiling, and... what? What? I'm sorry, what are your con modifiers? 16. Oh, plus three. Plus three. Uh, plus one. Plus one. 
Okay. I am going to enter a barbarian rage. You, so, you have two minutes before you drown. Okay. And you're about 30 seconds in at this point. Okay. So, I would like to enter barbarian rage. Yep. And with all of my strength, pull on these chains to try to rip them out of the wall. Yep, absolutely. Advantage, yes. Yep. Huh, athletics or just strength, straight strength? This can be athletics. Okay, that's a 16, uh, 18. 18? Yeah. With all of your barbarian strength as you are raging, you grab onto these chains and you manage to pull, and there are two that are crossing over each other. Right? Yeah, I'm like one-handed, one-handed. Yeah, the one in your, which is your predominant hand? Right. Your right hand rips the chain right off. The left hand, uh, you can see that these bolts um, shift. And the chain feels like it's loosening, but you still haven't opened it up yet. Okay. I have both hands on it. I'll just do it again. Uh, that's a 23. Sure. It comes off in your hand. Um, and now you have two two chains. This trap door above you does not have a handle. And you can see the hinges, which means it opens in. So we have to pull it down? But there is no handle. Mm-hmm. It's it's stone, right? The the trapdoor itself is like a solid oak and wood. The ceiling is stone. The, the oh, engines oh. are. Oh, I could probably get a crowbar in there. Yeah, I'll try yeah. and pop it with a crowbar then. Sure, so give, give me strength. Oh, straight straight strength. Yeah, straight. you're at about forty five seconds in at yeah. this point. Okay, well, that's a six. That's a six. <laughs> so you managed to, to wedge the crowbar in nicely. Okay, I'll just point to you and then point at <laughs> it. Just not breathing because I'm underwater. And I'm just going to slap his it. face a bit so that he keeps staying angry. <laughs> yeah, all right. Oh, yeah, 27. Yeah, with the crowbar, too. <laughs> all right, so you do this. It's like bubbles of air just escaping from my mouth as I'm screaming. Into the sure, mouth. absolutely. We can cut your con in half. And then, <laughs> and so you manage to open it up, and it swings down, and you can see that there is a light above the surface of the water. Mm. Uh, through this little four foot by four foot trap door. Okay. Just swim up there. Yeah. I, I'll wait for him to go up since I know I can hold my breath a little bit longer mm-hmm. and then go up after. All right. Sure. I'll go up first. Uh, again, give me an athletics to, to climb up. Athletics. Oh, it's not going 19. well. It's really not going well. Mine's five. So you manage to get up and take a breath. Okay. And you see that you that like you look around for a moment. You see that you're in kind of a, a hallway that is way too long. It's like sixty feet long. And there seems to be a, a turn to the right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that this tower isn't 60 feet in any given yeah. dimension. So this is a little confusing to you. Um, however, you can't seem to struggle your way out. You are wet, sopping wet, and you're struggling to to go. Which means you have got to stay there for another round. Um, even with your 19, you are treading water and staying where you are. Okay. Um, however, you see that the trap door defies... Um, all sorts of physics and continues to open up until it touches the ceiling when it's in its full open position and start to swing closed again. And then it is going to close itself. Um, I would like to like hold the crowbar in the opening. Okay. Just for now. Sure. Like hold it in so it cannot close all the way. All right. Yeah, that'll stop it. Yeah. So you're sitting there. You had this this trap door like banging you in the knees. Okay, and this is the one which is underneath me, right? Yeah. And it's trying to come back up. And you're on the other side of it, or you're on my side of it? Um, I'm on your. I'm on the underside of it. You can feel by the force of this thing that if it manages to catch 
a Dimitri, yeah. it will cut him in half. But you cannot communicate that. You feel this thing push at your knees. Um, um, do, do I have any idea of what's happening beneath me? I feel like you, you, know, you know that you can't quite get up. Okay. That, that's, what, that's what you're in the middle of doing. Okay. So it's your turn. Oh, okay. Uh, can My athletics was shit last time, but I guess I just need to continue trying to swim up. Okay? So I yeah. can just try again. Hopefully it works. Oh, better nineteen. Absolutely, you pop right up and like 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 an otter out of the out of the the river, mm-hmm. like skid across on your stomach, creating a hole. There's a narrow opening with this that's going to go. You're going to make a dex check to get through. This could be acrobatics if it helps. It doesn't. That's thirteen. Thirteen. You're able to get in, and you nudge the crowbar a little bit. You can spend another round. But um, that crowbar is going to slip and disappear below you. Okay. So I finished swimming up. Sure. Dex or strength? Strength. <coughs> uh, that's a 19. 19? Okay. Up you go. No problem. You also managed to... A couple of half-orcs come up like a couple of, yep. of otters. Uh, up onto the stone floor. <sighs> the crowbar finally gives way, disappearing into the depths below you, and the trapdoor closes... And you see it seal. And the wood starts to become stone. And you are in a hallway that's about 10 feet wide. 60 feet long. You are at one end of it. There are no torches. There's no source of light in here. Ah. Mm-hmm. We see it in Shades of Grey. Uh, yeah. We both have dark vision. Grey skill. Um, okay. Um, well, la- okay, I just went to Scottish, so that's my other character. Um, well, uh, okay. oh, I can't get out of it. He's okay. He's okay. Would you like my other, my crowbar? Yours is gone. That was yours. I don't have one. All right, good. Good. Good for you and me. I have axe, and I hold up my hand axe that has, like, a bunch of, like, nicks and scratches and stuff on it. Mm. If, mm-hmm. if that axe too big, this axe good. Good. My mother gave me that, so it's good. <laughs> um, okay, should we continue down the hallway? Um, yeah, sure. And I just start walking down the hallway. I'm going to be looking for, after that, I'm on high alert now for any kind of traps or anything that looks out of... Absence of the normal presence of the abnormal type stuff. Sure, you want to give me, uh, let's say, perception. You're perception. looking around. Perception. Okay. 11. 11? Yeah. It uh, doesn't seem to be trapped. There doesn't seem to be anything wrong with this, this corridor at all. This is just a hallway that's longer than it should be. This hallway is too long, but it is not trapped. Oh, it's too long. It's a hallway. I walked down the hallway. You, from outside, the tower is not this long. What? Okay, okay. We'll continue down. All right, um, you turn the corner. Mm-hmm. I guess you turn the corner yeah. first. It's a corner that goes to the right. The hallway is the same width. It is just more hallway. But about 30 feet in front of you, you see the hallway ends. There's no door, there's nothing, but there is a mirror that spans all... Uh, it spans about eight feet of the tent, so it's about a foot on on each side. Yeah. It's a framed mirror. You could see yourself kind of walking towards the mirror in the reflection. Uh-huh. A moment later, Dimitri pops up behind you, and you're walking towards it. What is it about mirrors? You just want to smash them instantly, right? Yeah. Um, I touch the mirror with my palm. You get about five feet from the mirror, uh-huh. and you need to make a wisdom save. Oh, for the love. Oh! Natural 20. You are wise. N- natural 20. Yeah. Okay. 
Was that with a disadvantage? That was with advantage. With advantage. Yeah. All right. So you walk up and you see the your own reflection um, before you touch it is looking directly back at you, like you're looking at yourself yeah. in the mirror. I'm assuming. I'm not yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and you see both of your eyes start to drift a little bit wider than they should, and the corners of your mouth turn up and they go higher than they should, far up your cheeks. And this is a. I smash the mirror. Yeah, the second Oscar's like creeped out by this, he's just gonna. Uh, Where are you? Um, probably about five feet behind him. You're gonna need to do a wisdom save as well. Okay. No, oh, I got that twenty as well. Yeah. So uh, what you actually see is your reflection reach up with both hands and sink fingers into your cheeks uh, and start pulling at the flesh, opening up this area between your upper and lower jaw. <laughs> you go to smash the mirror. Yeah. That is a 17 to hit it. Oscar, stop your tripping balls, man. <laughs> you still are tripping balls. Oh, you should have disadvantage on all of this stuff. I was rolling disadvantage on all the... Um, no, you have advantage on on the on wisdom and intelligence. No, 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 I'm program. talking about all swimming and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was rolling disadvantage yeah. on all that. Okay, so this will be this will, with disadvantage. Uh, was it with attacks as well? No, it was just... Uh, just, just skills. Checks. Just skills. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, so uh, you go right ahead and attack it. Uh, I need you to make a dex save. For, uh, like, okay. It, this is straight up because barbarians with their decks. Yeah. Uh, that is a 16. 16. You manage to hold on to your axe as it passes through the mirror just fine. It passes through the mirror and um, doesn't actually hit anything. Good. It actually passes through your own reflection as well. Your reflection seems unfazed. As it reaches up, and grabs its eyelids and starts to peel them down its own face. Oh, okay. Looking at you. Can I get an initiative roll? Oh. I'm happy this. Oh, I'm doing pretty good, though. About 20, not natural. 17. All right. So uh, I rolled a 19. Okay. Without modifier. So it is your turn, Dimitri. I will. Hmm. I'm going to. Oh, God. Ah. So it passed straight through. Um, you know what? I'm going to try and run through the mirror. Okay. I'm going to run at the mirror and try and run through the, it. The, the mirror comes down to a waist height. You're going to have to dive through the mirror. I'm going to dive through it. Okay. Dive through it flawlessly, probably. Sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so athletics. Yeah, it's okay. Why, why do you tempt fate like that? That's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah, you get the light, Dan. Sure. No, no, this light. Sure. Uh, no, it's not plugged in. Wait, is it? I don't know. Follow the cable. Feel it moving. We will cut this out. It's not plugged in. It's not plugged in? No. Plug the white thing in. Plug the white thing in. Oh, my back. No, I, I'll get it. Yeah, I've got it. Okay. That, was, that was like three different ways to make you twist. Yeah, thank you. There we go. That's a little better. Some light on the subject. Look at that. So, you managed to dive through. Okay. Passing through your own reflection. Mm-hmm. And you land relatively well on, like, in a crouching position on the other side. Okay. Um, Looking behind me, what do I see now? Uh, you see Oscar standing on the other side of, of this opening. It's almost like a window now. Mm-hmm. And you see both your reflections with their backs to you. And they don't seem to be interacting with me at all? Not at all. Fuck it, just jump through. It's not your turn. It's, yeah. It's their turn. Um, so, 
Um, Dimitri, mm -hmm. your reflection turns its head around to look at you, but its head just moves, and you can hear <laughs> the snapping of bones in its neck as its head turns around and looks at you. It had its, its hands were buried in its cheeks, and as it moves its head, it like tears open the flesh. It's almost like wet clay. Ah, but it's not hurting me at all, though, right? It's no, just, but, but, it. but it looks at you, and you see that its eyes turn black, completely black, and I need to roll another wisdom save. Meanwhile, yours has just unpeeled 17. the, the uh, bottom eyelids halfway down the space. 17? Yeah. All right, so this is terrifying, Okay. but it has no effect. Okay. Um, peels down, and he smiles, but, but his mouth is way too large. When he smiles, you see his teeth are far too small, and there are dozens and dozens of teeth, both upper and lower, like rows of small children's teeth uh, inside, and they all seem to be yellow and decaying. As it looks at you, and it goes and slams at the mirror. I need you to do a wisdom save and a deck save. Wisdom is a well, I have advantage. So wisdom is a eighteen. Okay. Yeah. And dex, uh, straight roll, cocked, cocked. Ah, uh, ten. Ten. Uh, you. Uh, you see that it breathes at you like it smiles and it reaches out with both hands hitting the top and bottom borders of the mirror and it slams against the mirror as hard as it can and the entire wall jumps forward 10 feet knocking you onto your back and pushing you backwards as this wall keeps moving forward causing you 6 points of bludgeoning damage okay Oscar's now on the other side of this mirror he's fallen okay. down and is prone Ah, so he has disappeared down beneath, and the mirror and the wall have moved further away from you. But your own reflection is facing you, Dimitri. It's facing Oscar, me. it's your turn. I jump through the mirror. So you get up? Yep. Okay, so half your movement? Yep. And jump through? Yep. Okay, athletics check. I would also enter a barbarian rage. Sure. Well, two 14s, but so plus eight. One. Plus eight, so 22. Yeah. So yeah, you managed to somersault your way in and land in a crouching position beside Dimitri. Okay. Um, but you're only 15 feet behind the... Uh, I'm in 40. Okay, so, so you're 20 feet behind. Yeah. Um, so the two of you are, are through the Well, I, I, I would want to stop directly behind my, my visage, if I can. Sure, yeah. Okay, and then as I'm, like, landing, I'm spinning around with my great axe, and I'm going to swing at this thing. Absolutely. Roll to attack. That is a... Cocked. Cocked. That's a seven... That's 15 to hit. Misses. Your axe. Great axe, yes? Yeah, great axe. Where are you aiming? Uh, sorry. That's a 16 to hit. Sure. Where are you aiming? Um, middle mass. Just passes right through. Okay. So you would have hit it. But the axe passes right through. Cool. Mm -hmm. Dimitri. Mm, I think we just need to run away from this now we're on the other side. Is it just pure blackness on this side? Or is the hallway continuing? No, it's, it's the exact opposite of what you saw on the other side. Okay. So, um, when you jumped through the mirror, you see that as the mirror is, is moving further away, the end of the hallway that, that you guys are, are closest to now, in the reflection side of the hallway, has actually moved... 10 feet closer as well. The more they hit this mirror, the tighter this becomes until it will close on you. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Okay. So the the elbow bend is now uh, twenty feet in front of you. Okay. And moves off to the right. Well, I'm going to run towards that to try and escape this whole thing. I'm going to run, try and get out of here. So I'm going to run towards that. Okay. Okay. And I'll dash, so I'll double my movement to get there. Uh, you turn the corner, you see that there is a uh, ten, 10 feet beyond the bend is a door. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll yell back to, um, which, you're Oscar. <laughs> Oscar, this way, this way, door. Hey, I found door. Uh, you managed to get to the door. You still have, like, that within your movement. Like, uh, that takes your movement. I'll get to the movement, yeah. So that was my, um, I dashed though together? Or, no, no, you don't even need to. Oh, it's really? Right okay. There, yeah. okay, perfect. Uh, well, then I'm going to, uh, I'm going to spend my time investigating it for traps then. Okay. Mm, well, that's yeah, pretty that's all right. good. Yeah. That's going to be 22. You find that this door itself is made of steel. Mm. Um, but there seems to be no lock on it anywhere. There is a handle that is also made of, of steel, and it doesn't appear to be trapped. Okay. The hinges are on this side of the door, and it will open up towards you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you're standing there. Which Are you still looking at... I'm at still... Them, yeah, or, yeah. But it's their turn for me, so... Okay. Um, but I'm curious as to which way you are looking. I'm looking at them. Okay. They, uh, the reflection of Dimitri slowly twists its torso around, and you can hear the spine snapping as his feet are still pointed away from you, but from the waist up is pointed towards you. And his mouth opens, and flies start pouring out of his mouth uh, up towards the ceiling, where, and you can hear them buzzing. Okay. Your reflection uh, stops holding on to the... Um, the mirror yeah, frame. The window frame, yeah. And bends over completely backwards. So, so it's standing on its hands and or its uh, palms and the soles of its feet and looks at you uh, upside down and its face, the head stays still, but the face reorients <laughs> to look you square in the eye. Cool. And then it kicks out with its feet to hit the wall and the wall moves another 10 feet. About two more of these will crush you within this corridor. Cool. 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 I'm not I there. fucking run through the corridor. <laughs> um, you're going to need to make a wisdom save. That was a 13, and yeah. I hit it, so now that's an 11. An 11. You fail. You are now frightened. I'm immune to frightened... Uh, wait. Uh, raging! Because I was raging. I have things... Um, I get advantage on wisdom saves when raging. While he was looking this up, mm. I never understood why frighten doesn't actually frighten people. Mm-hmm. Why it's always just like, oh, it's a frighten effect. Mm-hmm. Like, we should make that terrifying, right? Yeah. I watched a whole lot of Japanese horror for this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was creepy. <sighs> Um, okay, yeah, apparently that's not even a thing anymore, so I'm just going to be afraid. Alright, you can only move away from these creatures as your action and your movement. Alright, I run to the door. I guess. And then as my bonus action, I open the door. This would have been a lot more effective if you were on the other side of the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Brilliant. 
Yeah, absolutely. So, so it's a bonus action. Yeah. Open the door. And Oscar like admits. Ah! I'm still like checking it for traps, and he just pulls <laughs> by. Just yeah, like, I'm just. <laughs> yeah, he does open this way as well. So yeah, can, can I get a, a, a low DC Dex save? Sure, for Dimitri. <laughs> you, you that was a botch. You botched. get smoked in the face by a giant iron door for goddamn six, uh, six bludgeoning damage. For those of you listening at home, I botched my deck save and then took max damage from that. But there we go. There, uh, Oscar. Uh, it was thirty feet to get to the door. Bonus action opened it. Thirty feet in, you have to move away. You enter this room not knowing what's in it. I move oh. eighty. I move oh, eighty yeah. feet. This Fifty round. feet into it. Okay. You run all the way through this. 20-foot room. Okay. Yeah, to the other side. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it's a straight it's across. To a wall. Yeah, to, to the other side and cower next to a fireplace. Okay, cool. Um, can I... What's your passive perception? Uh, oh, not high. Uh, it's a nine. You're in a place with a fireplace. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Um, Dimitri. I will... Here. Holding my nose and lifting my... Tilting my head back, I will be going, <laughs> Oscar, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> You're scared of your own reflection. I will walk into the room and I will attempt to perceive what is around me. Are you leaving the door open? I will definitely close the door if those creepy pasta things are back there. <laughs> uh, perception check. Oh. That's it. That's my turn. Uh, Let, let's take a little break. Let's take a little break. And you can do whatever you want. With that fireplace. Yeah. I'm just yeah. going to have yeah. my room and yeah, there, there, there's a, fireplace. And a pointless fireplace. And at this point, point we will be pausing... Taking a little break, and we will come back to you shortly after a word from our sponsor. How cool would it be to hear your company name on this podcast? Pretty stinking cool. It's a Mimic is ready to take our show to the next level. We want to partner with other awesome businesses to share your brand with our listeners. Please email us at info at itsamimic.com for advertising information. And we're back. Okay. Wow, what an amazing product. <laughs> Everyone should go out and buy that immediately. We did a commercial, right? Yeah, we did. Okay, all right. We, we, we from our sponsor. Yeah, we, uh, we should all go buy that product. It was the best. I have three myself. Me too. I love I have been those. <laughs> I have been sitting on, you know, waiting for the money to come in to get them, but I haven't quite pulled the trigger yet. But after that... Oh, Get your act together, example. Dan. Those are so affordable and <laughs> budget-friendly. Right. I'll do it right as soon as we're done. Okay, you capitalist pigs. <laughs> hey. So, who do what we, do we, we have What do you mean capitalist pig? Oscar and... Uh, so, oh, we, Dimitri. We, yeah, we said Dimitri enter this room. And, and, and to see a, a fireplace. So, this is a very small room. It's only 20 by 20. And it seems to be dark walls, and all you can smell is just that that dirty water that was that was behind you when you guys were around in the mirrors, and the, it's it's just echoey, just echoey from the water that, that that's around you. And there's nothing else in the room other than the fireplace. As you enter the room, one more trap goes off, of course. One more trap door drops beneath, and just as easily as Dimitri slides out, another mirroring trap door from above comes down for Yuri to land in a pool of water as though he was at a water park having the time of his life. And Yuri, you have returned to the party. Dimitri is gone. Uh, uh, oh, uh, 
Uh, I, you're uh, the scary don't open door over there. Mm -hmm. So all that you see in front of you now, um, as the water sort of begins to dissipate and it just turns into like a puddle and then it turns to stone, is just a fireplace. It's not lit. Um, There's not even a smell or or any indication that it has ever been lit. It seems very pristine. What's the light source in the room? Um, there is no light source in the room. So you're seeing grayscale. You are... Seeing nothing. You are seeing nothing. You're yeah. unaware completely of the of the light source. What are you, tiefling? Uh, Dragonborn. Dragonborn. Excuse me. Yeah. So, uh, you can see your... Oscar. Um, you don't go in that room. What that room is a bad room. What, what room? We, what room next, are we in now? Next time we uh, have plan, we should probably... Um, let's just raid the orphanage and burn it down and take the loot from there. That's easier than this. I've seen things. Have you? I've seen nothing. Do you have... What do You've I seen nothing? What have you been doing? I... I have been in the strangest of places! <laughs> I tell you, I was in a room full of ice and magic. I'm over was, here. I was in a room full of ice and magic. Okay, that little bit here. There was a full statue Other direction, of, a lovely, of a woman with large heaving bosoms. And as you are discussing this, Oscar, you see and you feel at your feet the puddle of water that you stepped out of is still moving towards you. It's still expanding towards you, the fireplace until it goes past you and it touches the stone of the fireplace and you see that there's a seam around the fireplace and the water is actually running through the gap. Oh. Um, hey, come over here. What is here? Oh, you can't see? I, I, I stand up and I look directly into... Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. My left. <laughs> I look directly at my left and I go, I could not see you, I can hear you. You are obviously coming from this direction, Yes. Um, nah, close he's, enough. He's pointing in completely the wrong direction. You um, see. How about you just make... Oh, one sec. Let's see what I got here. And I'm going to start digging through my bag, trying mm-hmm. to find something, and I will pull out a uh, torch. Okay. And I'll light it. Okay. You see in front of you a pristine fireplace. It looks like it's never been lit. The large body of water is moving towards you. You can feel it at your feet, and it is starting to move between the seam that goes around the fireplace. Oh, here you against go. Against the smooth stone wall. Thank you. I have advantage on trying to find secret... Door, so. Okay, it's the the door that the water is running through, but you yeah. can roll for sure. Oh, is it not? Um, oh, you can roll. Yeah, you can roll. Absolutely. That's an F twenty. Yeah, you're like yeah. seeing the water running through the gap either side of the fireplace. Why like, are we still here? Is, Let's go through this obvious door. door. That's why I gave you torch. It's a rather beautiful fireplace, actually, with a, a marble sort of uh, mantelpiece to it, and um, and kind of various uh, brass knobs and things. Like, like, like you know, like um, it's like a metal kind of grate around where the fireplace oh, would yeah, be. Yeah. So there's like knobs um, around it. I would like to investigate those real quick. Sure. While he comes over to like, mm-hmm. oh, it's a door. Is it skills that I have advantage or no? Just checks. Um, checks. Yeah, um, you. No, you can. This is a. Um, you can. Okay. That's a 17. 17. Yeah, you are feeling, still feeling the effects of the gummy that you had earlier. You feel completely enlightened, and you're seeing things you never would have noticed before. Mm-hmm. And you notice not only that these are brass knobs, where initially you thought they were gold, 
because um, you don't really understand what brass is. Yeah. Um, you notice the kind of a is, dummy. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. One is actually where one is solid. One has a seam underneath it, as though it's been placed on. It's two separate pieces. I pull it out. So it doesn't pull, but it does turn. Then I turn it. Here. And, <laughs> and, and of course, the stone uh, fireplace. Ha! Ha! Why do we need you anymore? Oh, I'm going to tell the boss. Revealing. Who is the boss? Behind. But that would be me. Thank you for uh, forgetting that. Tell you what. If you're so fantastic, I will take it from here. You go back the way you came from. As you guys, I want to go that smell way. the urine on your on your feet. As you guys are that, arguing, that, that was already that was already that was the I killed a dude and he peed on my feet. That's how that happened. As you guys it are arguing, no else. as you Only guys you. are arguing, still, <laughs> you hear echoes from your voices, but are much louder now. And you realize the room that's beyond this is much greater in size than the one that you're currently standing in. Its diameter is probably about sixty feet. is a large round room, and it has very very high ceilings. Uh, both of you roll perception checks for me. You have torchlight now, so you yep. can roll... 18. Like, you know, 18. Uh, 20. Uh, you feel uh, a breeze from this room. You know it's very open. Uh, you can hear the echo bouncing off the wall. And as you come up towards the, the doorway... Um, excuse me. The light source from your, your torch, Yuri, um, shows over the floor, this, this smooth stone tiled floor, a very faint, large glyph that covers the entire diameter. Beautiful glyph. It looks like a large, almost like a like a skeleton clock. You know when you see the cogs mm-hmm. inside, lots right. of different yeah, okay. pieces like that. Um, and it For has a, a second, I thought you were going to say seven fingered hand. And it has a, just a very very faint purple glow that you can only see because of the torchlight being cast on it. Um, what is unusual is that there is like a flickering of pink over the glyph. As though, you know when you walk into like a bathhouse or something and you see the water reflecting mm-hmm. on the wall? You're getting it on the floor. So that causes you to look up. And with your 20, you actually see a very large body of water above you. How high above? 60 feet. Uh, okay, my torch only will go 20 feet. Okay. 20 feet. So, so I just see darkness above. So well, what's interesting, what's slightly different, which will help you, is there's the, there is a, a light source up there. It is a pink glowing light source which is making the pink reflections there. So as it glows through, you see the water. That you see it, your torch goes so far, but the, the, it's the light source which is past that, it's which so is showing you. fucking done with water. I just never again. I go, I live in the mountain range, no water anymore. Well, that's a good idea. I usually go weeks without bathing. We know. Um, what would you like to do? Um, I, I'm just going to wander over at the glyph, and I'm going to like... Try to make sense of it. Can I roll an arcana check? As you walk through the room and you step over the glyph, you are immediately sent upwards. You feel gravity reversed and you are sent flying towards the body of water. Featherfall. Okay, and you so you continue to go in that direction, but you slow yourself down so that as you get towards the water, you just gently land into the water so that you're able to control your descent so that you don't uh, don't submerge. You're just so now my in the torch is still lit. Your torch is still lit, that's right, <laughs> but you are now just reversed so you can see the torch light 60 feet above you and you are in a pool of water but you feel orientated. You don't feel like your blood is rushing to your head. Uh, Oscar, come quickly. This is very good. I, I would just like the internet and my, my fellow DMs to know I just rolled a perception for Oscar to see if he saw you cast a spell. <laughs> Which I figure was very important for Oscar to mm-hmm. know that 
oh, this this thing will slow me down. Mm-hmm. All right. Like, it flings me, but it'll slow you, me down. What did you get for your perception check? I got a grand total of four on the dice, which is a grand total of three. You did not see Yuri cast a spell as he went up. You saw his hands waving. You presumed it was out of shock. Yeah, yeah, because um, he's a coward. Yeah, so, so I step on it. Naturally, you would assume that you, your rate of fall will be slowed from this. I... I wholeheartedly jump mm-hmm. into the middle of the glyph. And you are catapulted. <laughs> at the rate of gravity falls. I, I am cheering and waiting for it to and slow down. And you belly flop. <laughs> next to uh, next to Yuri. Full damage. Full damage. Full damage. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know what? Because if you have a belly flop so hard it's hurt your eyeballs, yeah. that's what you're going to get right now. So we'll do that. So you take two points um, of bludgeoning damage to your eyeballs. Um, as you land, but that is not the worst thing that happens to you. As you are submerged, you are now underwater, and you go. Uh, you realize that the pool of water itself is about thirty feet, and you go halfway down, so you're about fifteen into it. You're in the middle of the pool of water, and because you can see in grayscale, you see um, uh, large shadows moving by, kind of swimming by. The most interesting thing about these shadows is that each one has a large fin on top of it now circling you, immediately drawn to the large body of flesh that just dropped into the pool. You have not noticed these yet. I I, I, swim. I, I do. But hold up. Before you do anything, I laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I need to throw that out there. As your interaction, you laugh. Yes. And it echoes through the chamber. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking half-orcs. And to your perspective now, with your reverse gravity, there is now a large glyph off in the distance on the ceiling. Okay. Um, that has a faint uh, purple glow to it. You are surrounded by large fin creatures. There are three of them. Uh, and you can also see much more clearly now a large uh, purple glowing crystal, which is at the center and the bottom of the bed of water, um, right there um, in, in the center of the pool. Okay. Um, I am going to swim... I'm going to swim down okay. to the crystal. Uh, down towards the crystal? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Up towards the crystal? The crystal's below me, right? It would be down to your perspective, because you think you're going down, but yeah. to everybody but else in the world. Yuri it's knows it's up. Yeah. yeah, Yuri knows it's up. So you move down towards the crystal. Um, these creatures are going to move towards you out just purely to investigate you. So they're going to investigate you. They don't even need to. They know what you are. Um, I'm, I'm a big, yummy morsel of and as they get yum, close, yum, yum, umami. As they get close... Uh, you've heard stories. You've never actually seen one yourself, but you see large, um, you see large um, creatures with uh, one large fin that kind of bends back. They have their tail looks like this; it's vertical as opposed to this way. Yeah. And they have um, gills on the side. These are three reef sharks that are now swimming around you. Cool. It's just fish. Sorry. Blub, blub, blub. <laughs> as you come towards the crystal as well, lying next to the crystal, you see a large metal ring, and on the ring is a single key. And it's the blade next to the crystal. Okay. I grab the key mm-hmm. once I get within cl- range. Mm-hmm. And then I grab the crystal. Mm-hmm. I tread water. Okay. And I pull the crystal. Okay. You are immediately plummeted back towards the glyph. Okay, feather falls still are. on me, so. But so is the entire pool of water and three reef sharks. Now, essentially, you flip the hourglass and you all plummet down towards. You can feather fall. So you're, you, you will be okay. You won't take any damage. You're going to take half of 66, as will the Reef Sharks. Because you're protected by the water as well. Yeah. Oscar, get shit done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, five, nine, twelve, 
you take eight points of bludgeoning damage. Ow. I know, right? So did they. I still have more help than Dimitri. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but you are holding a large purple crystal. You are in a pool of water. It takes you a moment or so to right yourself. Uh, you are now surrounded by three confused, angry, hurt reef sharks. Uh, your torch has gone out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you are in complete darkness, completely unaware that you're surrounded by those creatures because you haven't seen them yet. Um, roll initiative. Oh, we're fighting the reef sharks? Well, they're going to fight you. <laughs> you can do what you want. Um, you just turned their world 20. upside down. Literally. Okay. Oh, shit. That was a one. Oh, no, it was just, yeah. Oh, it was a seven? Seven. Okay. What'd you get, Dan? I got a 15. Ah, we're going first, then. Yeah. Oh. You got what, sorry, Yuri? 20. Oh. Dan... What can I do for you, my friend? Uh, I was going to ask you a rules question. Yeah, what do you got? I have an ability that lets me cast um, Speak with Animals. Yep. But as re- as a ritual. That's ten minutes, my friend. That means it takes ten minutes to cast? It does. Huh. You think the pissed off reef sharks will wait ten minutes for me to be able to say, hey? <laughs> um, try it. <laughs> uh, Yuri, you go first. And whatever you would like to do, you're unaware that those creatures are below you, but you know that he is. Yeah. This t- Goddamn is this gem still out? The gem is out. Okay. Do you still have it? Yeah. Yep. Alright, so... In fact, what's your passive perception? 16. So, we've, yeah, with 16 and a large glowing gem, you would now see three shadow creatures swimming below you, because you would naturally look around to see... What no, I meant, like, is it still giving off light? Uh, is it it is still giving off okay. light, yeah. This is why you never send a half-orc to do a dragonborn's job. I cast a light on myself. Mm-hmm. You now begin to glow, and now you are a glowing sack of meat. <laughs> now I'm a glowing sack you of meat. You're now a glowing sack of man flesh, dragonborn okay. flesh. Um, that was my action. Mm-hmm. So, uh, just give me one second while I try mm-hmm. to figure out what I'm doing. Oh, God! Is this what it's like to be a player? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, you never know what to do, and every time you think you know what to do, something changes with the situation, and it's not right. Yep. You still try to prep what you do on your turn. Like, <laughs> I know what I'm going to do on these my These sharks, turn. they're all slightly different. Anywhere from six to ten feet long, they're all, you know, but they're swimming around, you and moving towards and, you. And, and you've read up on underwater combat rules, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. If you haven't, I have. Like, no, I, I, I will not know it as well as you, but okay. we'll be fine. This okay. is going to be a long, drawn-out encounter, okay, I'm cool. sure. Yeah, okay, um, so I cast, like, and I use my um, my movement to swim as far away as possible. Okay. But it's at half speed because I'm swimming. Mm-hmm. Um, unless I make an athletics check. You can make it. Go, um, 16. 16? Will, will that allow me to swim through this? Uh, you can swim through it, so... It's at, at full speed, or am I still at half? Uh, you wouldn't go... 16 wouldn't give you full speed. You can get, it can go half, but add an extra 5 feet, so 20. Alright, alright, so I, I, I swim 20 feet away from the nearest shark. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get away from them. Okay, so you're now moving to the opposite side of the room that you were before. You're moving towards... There's a, the, 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 the glyph was in a very slight recess, so it, like a curb. Yeah. You know, you're moving towards that curb now, which would be below you, but in that direction. Um, I'm going to use my interaction to try to perceive the room around me. Yeah, sure. Um, to see if there's a way out. Yeah, absolutely. 
well, I rolled a two, mm-hmm. so eight. Okay. Um, with an eight, you notice that now you're in a 30-foot pool of water. Yeah. You're raised up. Um, and so it's whatever you saw down here is irrelevant now. It seems that everything up here, yeah. the stone is just slightly different in its shape. Um, you can't make out, because you can't see very well, um, the, anything significant about it, but this far wall, 30 feet up, looks like it's a little bit different in its shape over here. All right, so it's got my like attention. shape and color. Kind of like how, in like we said before, like in Final Fantasy games where it's like, Oh, the one that's a slightly different shade of gray. Yeah, the one probably yeah, yeah. Interact with. Okay. This wall is different to this wall. Yeah. Okay. And if I wait long enough, it'll sparkle. Yeah, exactly. Just for Until a moment. Yeah. Yeah. Look, listen. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, that's my turn. That's what I got. Mm-hmm. Um, Oscar, it's you. Um, where is the closest shark? Um, like five feet from you. Uh, in, literally directly in the from imaginary me? square next to you, yes. I would like to enter... A barbarian the shark. Okay. Oh, sorry. We were going. And then I would like to enter the shark with my axe. Okay. You enter the shark with your weapon. Do I have disadvantage? I have no idea how underwater combat rules work. So, Uh so you roll as normal, bludgeoning, slashing, and piercing, or bludgeoning and slashing damage is halved. Piercing damage uh, is not. Think tridents work. Okay. Cutlasses and hammers work half as effectively. Cool. So your um, damage is less. All right. So uh, that's a 22 to hit the reef shark? Yep. It hits. That is 12, so 6 damage. Okay. Um, so as it moves towards you, I feel like naturally you would just aim for the nose. I think yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. they say to do. Yeah, right in the middle uh, of the face. With your, with your, with your great axe. Uh, and you... you you hammer you, you hammer your great axe into its face, and it does seem to bother it quite a lot. And it kind of reels back, and blood, a lot of blood, does um, does move out from its face and into the water. Okay, I pull my axe. Not enough to obscure your vision. Pull my axe back. Okay. Hit it again. Okay. Uh, ooh, 12 to hit. Hits. Oh, yeah. good. Refresh is squishy. Come on, stupid small thing. Um, <laughs> 20 points of damage. So the second attack actually lands directly because you've made like a little, uh, like a V where you yeah. hit it the first time, actually hits it again and actually splits its skull and it goes limp and okay. floats off to the side. Um, and then I would like to swim towards my. Uh, I'm, I'm glowing. I've cast light on myself. Yeah. Okay, you're using your full movement to swim towards yeah, him? Yeah, sure. Okay, so the other two reef sharks, as they were all closing in, will get an attack of opportunity on you if you do that. Sure. Okay. And they are both going to try and bite you as you make your way past them. And one may hit, but one probably will not. So uh, 21 yeah. and 8. No. Okay, so that will miss you. Okay? All right. So you take you take 5 points of piercing damage. I take 2 points of piercing damage. Because you are raging and I'm a bear totem warrior. You are raging. Okay. That now puts uh, them onto their turn. And they will both try the exact same thing again okay. for their actions. So they both try and bite you. Uh, we have a 19 and a 17. Yep, both okay, will hit. Both will hit. Let's do one at a time then. So, number one first. Uh, you will take uh, four points of piercing damage. Two points. Second one will give you seven points of piercing damage. Four points. As they come three from points, either side. Three points, run down. Okay. Um, as they will come in either one of your limbs as you're swimming, and they'll both try and get a limb each, and they'll just, just graze you as they're gnashing at you with their teeth. Cool, cool, cool. That takes us back to Yuri. All right. 
What are you doing coming to me? Go that way. You bring them to fall, goddamn. <laughs> so I swim over to this this strangely colored stone work. Yeah. And, a, and a, like, investigation. Mm-hmm. I'm getting the fuck out. Gone. Absolutely. So, uh, it's, is this considered a secret door? Uh, yes, it is. Excellent. I got advantage, which helps. Mm-hmm. I freaking 12. <laughs> I rolled a 6 and a 4, so okay. 12. As you get closer towards the wall, you actually see, from the angle it was before, because you haven't... Uh, uh, difficulty seeing, you can tell that the wall, it gets to a certain point, actually does recess in slightly, goes along for a couple of feet, and then comes back out, and is about the same size as a door, but still just seems like stone. With the 12, you can't quite figure out how, you can tell it's probably a door, you just can't quite figure out how he's supposed to open it. Alright, there's no obvious, like, doorknob or impression. No, it's, it's basically, it's like, it's, it's an impression of a, it's an impression, but, and it's, it's inwards, it's pressed in. Yeah. Um, it's almost like it was, it's carved, but it looks natural. Okay. Um, I'm going to look back at uh, Oscar. Now, you're swinging this great axe. you using it two-handed? Yep. All right. Where's the crystal? Oh, it's in my pocket. Uh, so I've not seen this crystal. No. So, okay. All right. Never mind. Um, well, you will have seen... You haven't seen... You've seen the purple glow, which followed you as you came down, but you haven't seen a physical Yeah, crystal. I put it in the same the pouch that's on my hip. That's All right. my coins. Uh, I'm so gonna... my, my pouch is probably glowing a little. I'm going to turn around, and I'm just going to... Flip up my middle finger. Okay. Direct it to nearest shark and go, ah, fuck off! And it casts a magic missile out of my fingernail. <laughs> which, which auto hits. Auto hits yeah. for three. It's just flicking it. D4, yeah. <laughs> plus one a piece. Uh, I rolled a 4 2 2. Okay. Plus three. That's a total of eight plus three is 11. Okay. 11 points of force damage. Nice. Flick off! And it was three, so yeah. three missiles. <laughs> Just auto hit this one shark. The, the one that's closest to, to Oscar. Completely di- disorientated, where he kind of shakes around a little bit. It's just exploding kind of around his eye sockets, around his nose, the more sensitive parts of the creature. Um, he uh, reels back as though he once was angry and is now actually quite fearful of you. He's actually quite scared of you. <laughs> <laughs> but the other one is not. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, that's uh, that's Oscar, that is your turn. Um, being told to not go towards Yuri, Oscar mm-hmm. kind of goes, oh. <laughs> and like, the sharks have moved away from you around. Now. Yeah, no, I'm chasing after them. Okay, so, yeah, okay. I was going to give you an opportunity to look around you because you're not immediately threatened, but that's fine. No, 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 no there's a fight. Okay. I'm going to swim towards them, and the closest one to me is getting a swim. The closest one to you is now the one that reeled away from you. Well, uh, does a 24 hit a That will hit, yeah. Come on, man. Don't ask. Tell. Uh, 14 points of damage. 14 points. So as it reels back and you see the blood kind of escaping forwards, you bring your great axe down, straight down where you imagine the spine would be going down, and you break the tail. Like, you break the spine kind of area of the tail, and it kind of cracks, and it even makes like a V-shape in, in the in the reef shark's body, and it limps, and it falls away. Okay. I softened it for you. I would like to uh, move, uh, try to push myself even further to get to the next one. Okay, yeah, it's only five feet in front, they just reel back a little bit. Cool. Um, you have advantage on this because you are now flanking it. You're on either side. Cool. Uh, 21. And I will hit. Uh, that is 10 points of damage. You're doing half damage right on your slasher? Uh, I, I haven't been telling him half. I've just been telling him my full. The other one you uh, you, you hit with so much damage, yeah, you would have killed right. it anyway. What, how much was that, sorry? That was 10, so it would have been 5. Okay. 
Yeah, great strike. And this time it goes into the side of the body. So you, you came down on the first one, and then you had to kind of turn your axe to swim a little bit. And then so this time you come into the side and give it a great gash right down the side of his body, right behind its gills. Okay, cool. Yeah. That is me. Okay. Uh, it is now that shark's turn. There is one left. So he will immediately, now that you're the nearest threat to him and you're causing him pain, will turn around and try and bite you. And he probably will with 17. Yes. 17. I'm a barbarian, my friend. And he will cause you five points. He will cause you two damage. points of piercing damage. Two points of piercing damage. Still more. How many hit points do you have? 23. I no longer have more than Dimitri. You still have more than me, though. I took a bunch of damage in the first one. Okay. So. Um, and that is the... He doesn't get pack tactics because he's by himself at this point. Um, so, yeah, that's it. That's what he gets from you. That is his turn. That takes us back to Yuri. I do another investigation on this door. I'm desperate to get out of here. So. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm going to... Because you've seen... I'll give you advantage on it. Because you're, you're aware that it's a door now, you actually aware that something's up. It's not completely alien to you at this point. All right. Um, I rolled with advantage anyway because I have advantage on mm-hmm. secret doors. I got a 21. Okay. So 21. You can... You, 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 you move... Smooth your hands over the stone and you move to naturally where you find... You think that on a door some sort of lock would be. And there is actually a very faint slit... In the stone itself. Okay. Uh, yeah, and, and looking around, think this is the only thing that you would imagine would be some sort of locking mechanism. Oscar, you have something fit in the door. We need a thing. I'm underwater. I can't build a little bit. Uh, message. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> it is your turn, Oscar. I hit the shark in front of me. Yep. Stop playing with your fish friends. I'm going to do a 19 on the dice, which would be a 28 to hit. Yep. Um, with my plus one great axe. Mm-hmm. And that will do a total of 12 points of damage. Um, uh, so another six. Okay. So um, so, so this time, so the last time you hit it in the side of the body, and using natural momentum, you swing around, so you actually do a full 360 so that you can backhand it in the other side of its body. Yep. And you feel like you could you're you're collapsing its ribs on either side. It's it's reeling. It's writhing now in the water. It's still alive and it is it's in full panic mode. Where it probably will try to check you again. Okay, uh, twenty four to hit. We'll hit max damage. The next I time. do twenty points of damage. <laughs> so one on this side of the ribs, spinning around, getting on this side of the ribs, and then coming over top, and you collapse its skull with one final strike. You have killed three reef sharks by so yourself. <laughs> and with my movement, I will move the rest of my move onto the uh, area with this thing. Sure. Bonus action, I will pull out this uh, thing and mm-hmm. drop it. What thing? The gem. The crystal? The gem is this big. Oh, the gem's this big. But you and also found a key. Oh, yeah. Okay, I got the key. You can put the key in, and it will <laughs> slips in. And okay. you don't even need to turn it. Once the key goes in, the, the stone itself <laughs> pushes back and opens and reveals a very narrow um, the stone matches the, the stone that you were just at uh, yeah. corridor that actually kind of moves up at a slight incline to the point where once it gets to about 30 feet you kind of lose it from the ceiling and goes okay, from cool. there um, yeah, and it actually goes down to the point where you, you would have to crawl to keep moving forwards okay. when did you get the key for this what are you doing this is insanity I, I found key you spent oh, all this okay. time playing with fish and so I, I want to get through the door you are madness your madness! <laughs> I killed the sharks that were going to eat us. You're welcome. <laughs> the little sharks. You are pansy man. Now they are six sharks. half little sharks. Well, sushi is delicacy where I come from. Then here. And I, I'm reaching in the water, grabbing half of the still, like, twitching shark carcass, <laughs> and just, like, tossing it at Yuri. 
Uh, yeah, Yuri's gonna catch it and take, take a j- great, great big chunk out of it. Go, ah, pula, and I spit it at your feet. It's raw. And I throw it back <laughs> you in the water. suit. <laughs> I, I, okay. I, I scramble up and I start moving. I'm I'm going back into my pouch and I'm pulling out a small little like blue vial, popping mm-hmm. it, and downing it. Cause sure. Owie, my head. You gonna take some health back? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, do I have to crawl through this area. You you walk for a while. Are we doing any rerolls like, on this or no? Uh, like the ones and twos? No, no you got no a backup with, character. Yeah, All right, no cool. with D4s, because then you're just basically blessing yourself with a three or a four every time. Okay. okay. That, that's fair. Yeah. So that's eight. Um, so it, eventually you do. After about 30 feet, the incline continues to go up. The ceiling says it's the same level, to the point where you then have to start crawling. All right. Crawling. I'm just going to keep crawling forward, trying to see what I see. Okay. Yeah. Uh, are you going to use a light source at all? Because currently I'm, you're I'm, in darkness. I have light cast Oh, on you're, that's right. You do have light cast on you. Um, so, yeah. So, you see, you do see out for, is it 15 feet, I think? With uh, light? Tw- no, light. Uh, it's 30. Hold on. 20-foot radius of bright light and 20 feet beyond of dim light. Okay. Can you roll perception for me, please, Yuri? Sure. Um, I can roll it. It's not going to matter. Ten. Um, you don't. It's even though you're lit up, you don't see much in front of you. It seems very like the tunnel kind of goes out. You do start to see here. Excuse me. You do start to hear faint sounds in the distance, though. It's difficult to make out what it is. It seems to be like wailing, like a and then the occasional. And that's it. Something which you think. Oh, good. I found your mother right. ahead of us. Let's go, mom. <laughs> and I start double timing it. <laughs> There's not enough room. Ow! You're squishing. You get out of my way. Go, get, get. I'll go first. You're crawling. There's about yeah. It's about two and a half feet. About yeah, I'm like pushing Yuri off to the side. And the stone moves up and down because it's not smooth, like right? So sometimes it's about as tall as a table. Sometimes it's a little bit lower. But you're essentially your face is in his ass. Yeah, I look up. Oh God, Oscar. Good Lord. See a doctor. Those warts are not good for you. So, so to end the lady with, that gave them for to me was you know a lovely woman, and I not have you disparage her name. <laughs> so the alarm's gone off. So my turn. The DM's going to end. So in the distance, you hear a threatening sound. It's up to Dan what that threatening sound is <laughs> yep. going to be. Right, I'll take you back in. <laughs> Oscar's going to start scrambling ahead. Um, a bit put out that. Uh, you're you're calling out his warts that his you know escapades in the previous town you guys had just spent some time in uh, warranted him, and uh, as he gets ahead of you, he gets about fifteen or so feet ahead of you when uh, you hear a, a, a little click, a pop, almost. And Oscar looks. Oh God, it's not one of the warts, is it? And Oscar, <laughs> Oscar looks down and goes, "Uh oh." <laughs> And like Looney Tunes style, yeah, yeah. <laughs> holds up a sign, <laughs> and you feel the ground at your feet start to tremble and rumble, and the cave in front of you, this narrow little path, collapses directly on top of Oscar. You see, all left of Oscar is this one little foot twitching on the other side of it. <laughs> oh, orc foot! It's good luck. I pull up my dagger and I just cut off the foot. <laughs> I, I, I get a piece of rope and I hang it around my neck. Okay, cool. He's warning for Ivan and Dimitri. <laughs> uh, you managed to cut the uh, cut the foot Can off. I get the lucky feet now because I no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> lucky feet, lucky feet. It's not happening. It's not happening. God damn! Uh, so many variables. Has yes, but well, yes, <laughs> but <laughs> no, and you. With the collapse of the ceiling, it actually has opened up a new path, and as you climb up that path, um, you still hear this barking 
noise and as you're getting closer and closer you're hearing the shifting of chains as well um and you see this warm orange glow coming from in front of you as you're working your way through this tunnel and you're crawling for maybe a good five or so minutes um over the corpse of your old friend who is now definitely dead oscar is dead i killed oscar let's move on (laughs) um and you come into this room and it's this associate really yeah yeah, it is this circular room, like every other room in a mage tower uh, should be, um, unless you're what, messing with what physics. What are you saying? <laughs> so you have this circular room, but uh, you come in through this little gap in the hole uh, in the floor, and uh, like where the wall meets the floor, and there is um, intricately worked stone in front of you with um, high thread count rug in the middle of the floor, All right. covering it. Alright, I'm going to stop everything right there. And gonna, this looks like job for perhaps a comrade of some sort. And I start uh, looking no, around. No, 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 I'm, I'm getting to yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and you uh, pull yourself up and at the other side of this rug, it's a, it's a like 20 foot room, you see a large oak desk. And sitting at the desk is a small crooked little creature with... Um, Red skin and elongated features and a, f- a long barbed tail on the one end. And he is sitting there and he is like scribbling some little notes down. And like uh, occasionally he'll go over and grab a pile of chain, uh, a pile of coins and um, put them in a little compartment in the desk and then make a little note and all these other things. Beside him on either side are these four massive uh, cages. And in one of them, you see this massive, ten-foot-tall uh, uh, ape-like creature. It's got uh, red skin and big, dark brown, uh, nearly black fur in spots. That's patchy. It has these two long horns that are coming up off of uh, out of its skull, and it is sitting there, and it is like straining at these chains that are holding it tight. Um, in another cage, you see a um, cat panther-like creature that has these four tentacles that are coming off of its back. And it is sitting there, also chained quite strong, and each of the tentacles has a chain that are pulling them all taut. And uh, it is purring at, like, purring and growling, like that weird in-between. Um, on the other side of the desk is another iron rot chain uh, sorry, an iron rot cage, and inside of this one is a um, small, um, weird-looking creature. You're not quite sure how to place it. It's kind of a mixture between a pile of goop and a mushroom. Um, and it, it it's I've, head. I've seen this already. He's Oscar's nuts. <laughs> kinda, kinda close. Um, it's it's. Green and pink with a large toadstool. Green and pink. To, uh, to the top of it. That has like white and red dots all over it. Like the, exactly the, the, as yes. I said. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Still see um, and it's also incredibly uh, incredibly pungent smelling. Um, and then in the other cage, you see chained up one of your compatriots. Is it Dimitri this time still? Dimitri's still alive. Dimitri is chained up and gagged. <laughs> it's a little this little creature at the desk aware of my presence. Um what kind of gag? Ball uh, gag, ring gag? No, it's, it's just like it's like an oiled rag that he's got tied around. Oh, around why is it? okay. 
Um, and he's writing down, and as you kind of stand up, he goes, Bear with. Bear with. Okay. No, it's very good. No worries. Um, I'm going to do this. And, and I say in, in Dragonborn, and I wave my hand, and a little mage hand comes out and starts undoing the gag. But it's invisible and cannot be seen. Ooh. So. I have a question. One second. Yep. Yeah. The answer is no. The answer is because I want where's to. My, where's my monster man? Oh, this. this is not a made up monster. This is our intermission music. Yeah. What is that from? Uh, that's Monty Python. Is it? Yeah. I'm fairly certain. I could be wrong, and the internet's yelling at me right now. But. That is intermission music to me, no matter what the scenario is. Oh, where the heck? How do I spell things? There they are. You're just not good at, at spelling. I'm not good at this spelling. Way, this way, this way. There. There he is. It's just magical darkness. He can't see through invisibility. Okay. I knew they had their devil sight. And I wanted to uh, know. It's not, it's not, there's no invisibility cast on him. It's just an invisible mage. Oh, okay, cool. How would that work? Anyways, um, okay, so you start unbinding him. Um, this little creature looks up and goes, All right. Uh, are you here to see the master? Uh, yes. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there is there is there's a cost to get through me to go see him. So, well, what do you want? I'll give you anything you please. Um, I require uh, for the price of seeing a master. Of course, I need uh, four immortal souls with. Um, I give you half orc foot. <laughs> as interesting as that would be, I've got quite a menagerie building. I found Dimitri this idiot this be in like... a hole. <laughs> I found this idiot in a hole. And, uh, well, needless to say, I'm going to get a pretty penny for him. I mean, he's quite a looker, as you can probably tell. He's really, Abominable he's really enough. He's really yeah. not. <laughs> sure. It's an imp, dude. <laughs> okay. He doesn't know. <laughs> so, uh, if you could just uh, sign off, uh, I would assume you're firstborn in the next three generations. That would probably be... Four sufficient. Four souls? Four souls. Well, I can do better than that. Come here. I will give you five souls. You're going to kick them five times? No. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll give you five souls. Um, um, I would love to be able to go over to you, but... And he reaches down and pulls up a fine chain that is no, tying I, him I to I the I come to you. So I, like, walk over and I'll give you contract. Okay. And uh, <laughs> he is going to open up a side drawer and, like, flip through, like... An almost impossible amount of file. Uh, all right. Uh, Dragonborn? No, not uh, one is Dragonborn. You can't sign off other people's souls. Only yours and your, uh, like, your lineage. What about blood brothers? You have a blood brother? I have five. Uh, four, like, four and a half. I'm like, right now, I'm kind of happy because my gag is getting loosened, but I'm also really mad that he's like, offering my soul up right now. Um... No, I yeah, shit. Okay. Um, well, the master, like, five blood brother souls. Know what? One sec. One really strong. Uh, he disappears. 
What is the point of chain if he disappears? I do not understand this <laughs> madness in this tower. It's Make a perception check real quick. What is the point of chain? Roll the one. <laughs> you don't hear anything. <laughs> what is freaking point? I do not understand. And I just start like rifling through the stuff on the desk. Just, just not, not even like. Not even to steal it, just like kind of poking around, look, looking just around. Just to see if he okay. notices uh, that you moved it, stapler. <laughs> uh, you go Lawfully to hold my ass. <laughs> <laughs> you go to start moving stuff, and you hear this disembodied voice. Hey, stop it! Come on! Ah. And he reappears in spot and goes, "Really? Why do you even be invisible? It's it's a business tactic, man. Like, Did not work with me, and I keep messing with this. Stop tactic. messing with my shit." <laughs> I will, I will open the cage. Which cage? I'll oh, pick for, one. For that one. <laughs> and, and I point at Dimitri. Okay. He goes and he uh, reaches down into the uh, little compartment he has next to him and flips through the pages and opens up a envelope and looks fairly new and starts flipping through it and goes, hmm, uh, Dimitri has got a twin brother named Ivan. Um... Yeah, sure. Um, and he scratches on the desk a little rune. I need you to make a charisma save. Oh, my goodness. I never offered his soul up yet. I know you haven't. Okay. Oh, that's not good. Charisma save? Yep. Uh, 14. That's all right. That's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. Um, you so feel cool. this uh, overwhelming urge. Uh, overwhelming bloodlust fill your mind. Mm. Uh, you are, uh, for a moment, blinded by this sense of rage. And you see the imp go, <laughs> and he snaps his finger and the gate opens up and your bonds fall off of you. Mm-hmm. After that moment, you kind of shake your head and you know he was trying to get you to fight your friend. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What would you like to do? But I don't. But I don't feel that you're not anymore. compelled. No, you made. The Does same. he think uh, he, you are? Yeah, he's sitting there like. <laughs> Here he is. Uh, he tried to make me fight you. Wait, what? <laughs> you tried to make me fight, and I just pull out the crossbow, and just like right in the chest. Okay, roll an attack. Uh, do I get advantage because it's? Uh, oh yeah, sure. He's three. he's literally tied down. Oh, uh, twenty-one to hit. Yeah, because he's this, thirty-two. This, this is sneak attack because I got advantage. Oh yeah. Oh, that's good. I like that. This is fun. This is goodness. That is an entire 20 points of piercing You damage. smoke him in the chest and he erupts in a plume of red smoke and that plume of red smoke just becomes this constant red column of smoke in the spot. About six inches round. But like a constant pillar of red smoke. Did I get him? Is he dead? I don't know. <laughs> Touch the smoke! <laughs> don't make me uh, with him dying... Uh, you start seeing <laughs> shades fall off the creatures all around you. Are my items around me? Oh, yeah, okay, you still have all your stuff. Okay. They're like in the cage scattered with you. Okay. So you see uh, chains start to fall off the things in the room with you. Okay. I'm going to immediately just like mage hand over to put the chains back. <laughs> Roll a sleight of hand. Don't and you. tell me which one you're starting uh, ape guy with the big horn. Yeah, okay. While he's doing this, I'm going to take my second po- uh, healing potion. Do I get advantage on this? Uh, sure. Because he's, it's invisible? Yeah. Uh, that is a 16. Okay, you go and you place the chains back on the arms of this thing, and the chains just fall to the ground. 
as... Um, oh, my main camera would go to, like, close? Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. And it closes and then goes through the hand and disappears. Well, this is not the problem. What is it that you're putting them on? Uh, on this, this big gorilla beast. Oh, yeah. And this gorilla beast starts to shift and shrink slowly. And then the door opens. Perhaps we just close the door again. And I run forward and close the door. You run forward and close the door. Okay. You run forward and close the door, but he's going to stick his foot in, so I'd like a counter strength check, please. Athletics? Yeah. 17. Uh, you tie. So, goes to the runner. So, he gets his foot in the door, and you manage to close it, and he howls out in pain as this once huge-sized creature with all these features, starts be- becoming this more timid-looking, uh, large-sized version of this. Yeah. Hey, catch! And I throw a blue orb to him. What's a blue orb do? <laughs> uh, you're actually going to roll for initiative. Okay. As are you. Okay. Um, 15. 17. Firestorm. No. <laughs> uh, the blue orb is a con save of 13, uh, or be blinded for one minute, can make the save at the start of every turn, of his turn. Okay. Uh, it's con save? Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, he makes it. Um, but now he has his blue orb. But now he has his blue orb, which was... We're friends now. Okay. Deception. Uh, one, one second. No. Um, Dimitri, it is your turn. Oh shit! Actually, no. You just threw the orb. I'm going to start initiative. It's my turn first. Right? No, no, no. You rolled a 14. You rolled a 15. I rolled a 17. Oh, okay. Well, then your turn is throwing the blue orb. Yeah. And then it would be. And my, as, turn next. as an interaction, I would say. Oh yeah. Okay. We're friends now. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. So deception check. Uh, go ahead. Just, I'm done with this die. Uh, nine. Okay. We'll get to it. Dimitri, what would you like to do? Okay, I'm going to try and cast... Um, oh, fuck it. I'll cast... Uh, I'm going to run up towards him and cast Thunder Wave. I'm going to run his deck to him and cast Thunder Wave. Oh. I don't have any damage spells. <laughs> Are you right in front of He's him? He's right yeah. in front of him. Oh, I thought you like threw it across the room. No, 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 no. no. no like we're pushing on. We're on both sides of a cage door. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to save my spell slots because we inevitably have a wizard to fight. So I'm going to just try and stab him with my rapier. Okay, roll an attack. <laughs> Probably not. Thirteen. Nope. All right. Okay, you uh, jam forward with your rapier, and he just nimbly kind of bends off to the side. Just the there's the shikira. Yeah, a little, a little, a little uh, shimmy to the side. His body shape is like fluctuating and twisting it, it seems like he's stuck between realities almost a little bit right um like this imp had him phased in a way right um it is now his turn okay he is going to push with all of his might against the door counter strength check the 17 you hold strong and he just pushes against I'm gonna the do cutting words on him Okay, roll. I roll a wisdom save. Do I, did, I didn't. I didn't want to hear the outcome before I did it. Um, so cutting words. I think it's a D four. Oh my god, there's so many words. How do you play bards? First, you pick up a loot. D eight. It's a D eight. So he. It's negative six to his result. Okay. 
Okay. Um, I like that. He pushes up against these bars and uh, manages to not move it in the slightest. And his body is now gone back to being a larger sized creature. As a reaction, can I lock it? Uh, no. My cutting words were just me going, push which is pussy and orcish. Fair enough. Cool. Nicely done. Uh, he's pushing up against this thing, and his, he's now large-sized. It's not closed, which is why you can't just lock it, okay. but it's not opening. Like, he's still got his foot wedged in it, and that will be his entire turn. Yuri, it is now your turn. Okay. I'm going to try to push him out of the way. Okay. And get this thing closed and locked. So, action to shove. Okay. To push. Hold on. Tell me. So, action to shove or push. And then I want to use my bonus action to lock. Yep. This. Okay. Cool. It's still a counter strength check. Yep. Yeah. That one is a sixteen. Sixteen. No, you're only one. You hit one. him. You hit, you like shove with such intensity with the short burst. He actually flies up against the back wall, and as he kind of hits those uh, that wall there, you see his body shimmer again, and he starts shrinking again. Um, and you close the door, and with bonus action, you lock it. Yep. Yeah, see, not the problem. I take care of that. And then I look up and I see, are the other doors opening? Yep. Dimitri, my friend, I have done my part and I would like you please to do your part. I will be at desk. See you. (laughs) And for my movement, I I move. Okay, cool. Okay. I'm over by the desk now. Dimitri, it is your turn, my friend. So where he is pushed behind... So he, the the large ape-like creature is shoved in his cage and it's now locked again. Oh. Beside him... Is a panther-like creature with long tentacle oh, things. Okay. Um, it is now uh, free, and its door has swung open, and it is a, a same as that one, kind of fluctuating between realities and making its way outside of the gate. Okay. Um, all right. And by the way, the the weird ooze mushroom thing. Yeah. Same thing. Its bounds seem to have been released, and its door is sliding open. Okay, I'm gonna the big panther-like creature is the one I'm gonna deal with first. Uh, I'm gonna cast. Uh, oh, I'm gonna cast entangle on it. Instead of trying to get to the door, I'm just casting. I'm out entangle. of spell slots, so I'm down to non-damaging cantrips. Cool. Yep, I'll cast entangle on the. You'll cast entangle. panther-like creature with the large tentacles. T- tentacles? Tentacles? Is that what said? Oh God! Did you roll a two? I rolled a two. Life is good. Dinosaurs. There he is. Hi, what are you dude. doing over at the desk? Just not being attacked. Just not being attacked between, by. Yeah. Okay. Um. I saw the doors open. I went, "Good for you." you saw it. I <laughs> pat you on the back and run away. Okay. Uh, these uh, the oak desk sprouts all of these uh, vines. It's and a mimic. Tendrils that shoot out in all directions and uh, wrap up this. Now, it's, this is a 20-foot burst. You could try to catch the other ooze in this. I will do that. Okay. So, the ooze. You can't roll to save your life. Curse no, of the I DM. Can't. Yeah, curse of the DM. So, you wrap up this panther-like creature in this, and you wrap up this weird mushroom creature in these things, and they seem to be struggling against the vines. Duh. I am um, the best at this. The closest one to you is probably the panther. It's about 10 feet away from you at this point. Okay. Um, and looks to be straining against its uh, bonds toward, like, trying to get toward Okay, I will say with my interaction, now stab! Stabby stab him! Great. Okay, uh, that would make it their turn. Okay. He's going to try to get out. Displacer Beast first. Um, 
That is a 10 versus on uh, the strength check, which I'm assuming is going to fail. Yeah, 14 is a DC. Okay. Um, that's his action to try to do that, I believe. Yeah. Uh, you have to yeah. try and break free. Is okay, action? cool. Yeah. So he can't do much of anything else? No. Um, so he is going to, that's his turn, and now the weird ooze thing is going to happen. I'm going to do it. Um, <laughs> is that what you say at the end as well? And he is going to escape. He's going to make his way, uh, pull himself out from the thing, almost like separate in a way. Um, he like wraps himself around these vines and moves through, and now he's standing in uh, outside of his gate. Um, he is still within the uh, confines of the entanglement spell, mm-hmm. but he is about ten feet away from Yuri, and he is right up next to you. Ah, oh. um, but that is his turn. That's his so turn. that is Yuri. Your turn now. Um, I want to do a quick investigation as my interaction with the desk. Okay. See if there's anything magical that I can find there that's going to help me subdue okay. these creatures. Um, go ahead, but it's at disadvantage because of Rush. Sure. Uh, 16. 16. Um, you see a series of marks on it as if the imp was drawing little scratches in the table that was a runic activation of some sort. You don't know much else of that. Other than that, there's like... Uh, there's a little pile full of golden tokens. There's a um, stack of papers that was his file. That's on the desk. Uh, there's a couple drawers on the side. There's one long one in the front that is locked. But the ones on the side here is like, this one's full of writing implements and ink. And this one's full of... Um, this one has a bottle of old vintage... Uh, whiskey in it that is half drunk and the lid is a little loose um, and like a series of cups and then this one has files all the way through it okay alright what am I doing here I am doing Just give me one sec give me one sec while I figure this out um... Um, while you do that uh, Terry is there anything you want to do I am not good at fighting I will cast... He's right in front of me, isn't he? He is. I'll cast Thunderwave then. At right. second level. Okay. Hold on. I'm going to get my uh, my attack in first. Okay. Yep. Go ahead. Um, of the ooze creature or the display space? The ooze creature. Um, I'm going to use my bonus action to hide behind the desk. Okay. Um, so I should, in theory, be an, an unseen You just attacker. used your bonus to do the... Oh, no, your interaction. Yeah, okay. So, so, in theory, I'm an unseen attacker. Do you need me to roll a stealth check? Uh, yes, I do. Okay. Uh, that is a 19. Okay. So, can I get some... So I want to attack with... Roll an attack? My crossbow. Um, I'm trying to figure out if I'm going to get advantage on this. You're not. Alright. So this does not get, um, sneak attack. Right. Which one are you attacking? The, the ooze thing that's directly in front of It's within five feet of me, though, right? So that means he does get sneak attack. Oh, yeah. Okay, go ahead. I rolled an 18 and a 16, so thank, thank you. Uh, that's a 24. So I'm going to hit this thing with piercing damage. Uh, 3344, four, which is 14 points of piercing damage. Okay. And that's my turn. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm hiding behind the desk. I am ca- I'm casting Thunder Wave, and I did it at second level. So he's at con save from him. Um, DC 14. 
Yes! Is that a botch? Mm-hmm. Good job, DM. Take this. Wow. <laughs> is that a 114? Yeah, that's a 114. Um, so that Would you like is... my half work foot for the lucky feet? You reroll ones? Ooh. That's not what that does. Ah, oh, damn it. Okay, And mind. also, you didn't get the lucky feet. <laughs> I know, just, I know. You just created your own magic item. That's just your friend's foot, which you he's dropped off. He's okay, try anyway. Uh, so, six points thunder damage. He's also pushed 10 feet away from me. Okay, uh, which would give you an attack of opportunity, would it not? Oh, I'm not sure the rules on Thunder Wave, if it does that. It would indeed. It moves with that outside of your threat range. And I will stab with my rapier for 16 plus stuff if that hits. Oh, yeah, if that hits. Uh, fucking hell, another one. Bruh, that's like, what even is that? One Th- plus three your- plus my dex. Sorry, new character. It's not as set up as my other one. Hmm. What am I looking at? What New the dude. Oh, there is. we go. Yeah, two points of piercing damage. Okay, cool. Uh, that makes it their turn. The displaced beast is going to try to get out again. <laughs> That's a two. Two. And then uh, the ooze is going to. Looks like a um, fun guy. He's going to start to uh, pulse and shake and shimmer, and then with a wet fart sound, oh, he is going to. Flatten himself out, and this uh, cloud of spores is going to get erupt, erupted out of his, um, out of this oozy sack underneath him, and fill the room. I need both of you to make Constitution saving throws. This is going to go well. Good, 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 good. Nine, eight. eight. We're good at this. You're going to take eight points of poison damage. Damn. And because you both failed, you are also... <laughs> yeah, you're both going to be nauseated for a turn. Damn right. What does nauseated do? Does that do anything to us? Nauseated. Pretty much, you're, you spend a turn vomiting. Oh. It cuts you up for a turn. Oh, good. So you, got, you should have Oh, so we lose a whole turn? Yeah. Yeah. So, I, just, I, I, just, I just vomit. How dare you try and kill us, Dan? I want to see other characters. Uh, don't make me play a druid. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you roll one? Because um, I believed in my ability. All right, I, I, yeah. And that I wouldn't have to. Look up what's better. Yep. Technical difficulties. You guys missed nothing. Anyways. Um, the... Nauseated. What are we doing? I'm working on it. Calm down. You're a bad person. We can edit it out. They don't need to listen to me. Anyways, this place piece is going to go again. And actually break out. Oh, yay! So, he is going to break out and move his way directly right up to you. Oh, Unfortunately... Oh. Nauseated isn't a thing. Uh, second. Second? Not a thing. Poison is a thing. Sure, poisoned. That works. Uh, poison creature has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. We still cool. get our turns. For a turn, yeah. So, but we still get our turn, right? So it's not the displacer piece yet? That's it right there. You have... The one? You have... What does it say? Do you have the stat block for it? No. An incapacitated creature can't take actions or reactions. Yeah. So we still, we still get movements. So I'm still when na- nauseated, it's going to do that. So you guys can move in bonus actions if you want. So that would make it Yuri's turn. Um, yeah, okay. I'm going to move back to the, to the uh, opening of the room. Okay. Um, and... Uh, 
And I am going to, as a bonus action, uh, attack. Can you? You can always attack with a bonus action, but you don't get your, your damage modifier. I think you have to make an attack action to do it. I think you can only do a bonus action as an offhanded attack after your original yeah. attack. Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. Okay, then uh, instead I am going to use my bonus action to uh, hide. Okay, roll a uh, stealth. Terry. I will... Dimitri, what would you like to do? Oh, shit. Well, you were just fucking hiding. 27. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm like, do I save my spell slots for the wizard? But then it's like, am I even going to get to the wizard? I don't know what's going on. You know what? You know what? What? Vicious Mockery. Because I think it gives him disadvantage on attacks afterwards. On who? On the... Uh, Displacer Beast. Displacer Beast. Okay. Which is right there in front of me. I'm just going to triple jerk this here. Um... But, yeah, so he needs to make a save. Roll your save. Yeah, no, he fails. Okay, whatever it is, he fails. Uh, his best save is strength, which is a plus four, and it's that would make that a nine. That. Uh, okay, so... 2d4. Here we go. Four points of something damage. Psychic. Yeah, uh, four points psychic. of psychic damage, and he has disadvantage on his next attack roll. Okay, uh, he breaks out and gets up to you. That's okay. his turn. Uh, the ooze um, rolls over to you and is going to uh, kind of extend himself up uh, and with this big mushroom head smack you right in the face. With okay. But he gets advantage. Mm-hmm. He gets advantage because flanking. When you use um, the world's smallest like rolling tray... You're going to knock all your good yeah, rolls. It's, it's, it's fine. I'm surprised you're not just rolling it into these now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Just tipping. Uh, that is a... Uh, that'll be a 14 to hit. Yes. That hits me. That'll hit you? Okay. What is your AC? 12. Good God, man. <laughs> yeah. um, good. Take 8 points of damage. Okay. Let's finish the combat. Yeah, yeah. Move on. 8 points of damage. Okay. Um, and that's their turn. Uh, Yuri. Um, I am hidden. Am I an unseen attacker then? Yes. So, so I get advantage in the yeah. sneak attack. Um, I am aiming for the uh, fungus. Okay. Was not okay. a fan of that. I'm next to it anyway, so you'll get sneak attack regardless. Okay. Um, that is a 20 to hit. Yep. And hand crossbow attack uh, is math. 18 plus three, 21 points of bludgeoning damage. Or piercing damage. Or piercing damage. Uh, you shoot through this thing, and it uh, erupts in a cloud of spores and goop and everything else. I got it! make a uh, constitution save. Oopsies, oopsies. You are the worst ally ever. Uh, Eleven. Eleven? A great big bouquet of oopsie daisies I gave you. Sorry very much. You're going to take another eleven points of poison damage. Oh, God, you're determined to make me play this stupid druid. <laughs> yes, I am. And so I get the rest of my turn? Yep. All right, I'm going to run forward at the uh, Displacer Beast. Yep. Um, and I'm going to attack with bonus action, because I already... Yep. Oh, shit, I'm nearly dead. I forgot we were, like, level five. Yeah. I'm like, oh, God. Uh, so, with a sh- I drawing the short sword, it's... Yeah! And it is a 21 to hit? Uh, yeah, that'll hit the Displacer Beast. It's not flanked or anything? And, uh, yeah, you can flank it. You can find the movement to get around behind its flank. I'm, I'm next I, to I, I just, just want the advantage me. to see if I could... Yeah. Uh, it's still only two points of slashing damage. Two points of slashing? Yeah. Okay. 
Dimitri. Okay, so I have a Displacer Beast and an Ooze directly in front of me. The Ooze is dead. It's gone. The Ooze is dead. I will cast... Ooze got your back! (laughs) Not you, (laughs) clearly. I will cast Thunder Wave at... I'm right here! (laughs) (laughs) I don't care. (laughs) I will cast Thunder Wave at... Are you really right there? Yeah, I am. Go ahead, do your thing. Do your thing. I'm going to cast it. Okay, well, I'll cast it. I've been unapologetic to you this entire time. Okay, I'll only cast it at first level because he's there. Boom! Con save from him. DC 14. Me too. That is a 15. I botched. Holy shit. So basically, I'm just hurting my friends. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's 2d8, right? Uh, So nine points of thunder damage. Displace the beast takes half. You have both pushed 10 feet away from me. He doesn't take anything? Yep. He's got avoidance, so he kind of fluctuates and moves. And it's uh, for all saves, not just uh, deck saves. So I end up getting pushed past him 10 feet, so he'll get an attack opportunity. <laughs> yes, he will. <laughs> One of his little whips will kick you're, out. Yeah, you're going to hit me. Uh, that is a 24 to hit. Yeah, okay. Hit. Okay. The internet is going to... That is another this. 7 bludgeoning damage. Cool. Look, I have a plan. another 2 piercing. Okay. All right. As, like, one of these massive tentacles just swings over and catches you as you fly past it. Okay, right. that didn't work. Have a white at two. Um, as a reaction, I would like to go... <laughs> <laughs> and fall face forward, bleeding out. I'm on death six. Are you really? Yeah. Oh my god, I killed him. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh. Okay, uh, that makes it Yuri's turn. Yeah. Roll a death save. De- death save. Death save That's a failure. That's a failure. Oh, Dimitri, it's all with your wrong. four hit points, what you doing, it's bud? It's all going wrong. It's all going wrong. Okay, I'm going to circle around so that I'm not directly next to my fallen comrade, but I'm within uh, the Displaced Beasts um, area, and I am going to cast Thunder Wave at third level for... 4d8. And he makes his con save. That was a good nat 20 you got there, Dan. Shut up, really? Yeah, and takes nothing, so don't even so bother. He takes nothing because of. Did you just thunder wave again? Yeah. yeah. Beside me? No, I moved. To get you moved. You, yeah, but you pushed me 10 feet beyond him. Yeah, but it's. it's no, 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 no. no you're, 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 you got enough room to. Oh, he misses you. Alright. Um, okay, Displacer Beast is gonna go. Miss. He's Miss. gonna come up to Terry. Yeah, this is a large creature, right? I'm still, like, right. No, you won't get within the range. Okay. Uh, I'm casting cutting words, no matter what he does. Okay, he well, he's going to attack you with uh, uh, his tentacle. Minus four to the attack. Uh, minus four to the attack. So that is a 17 minus four is a 13. Which hits. <laughs> God, did you not get armor for, the, for your Yeah, farm? he's got leather. He just his dex modifies, so shit. You're down. God. You are down. Uh, that is nine points of damage plus four points of piercing. Oh, kind of cool. <laughs> what, was, what was the first kind of damage? Uh, piercing, and then the second is bludgeoning. I'm gonna go. Okay. You fuck. Oh, sorry, your no, bludgeoning mother. and then piercing. <laughs> and I'll drop down. Okay, Yuri. Yuri, I, I'm on the ground, and I am completely unconscious. Going. <laughs> <laughs> That's another four. <laughs> That's another death save. Yes. That, that is a. Su- <laughs> that is death tolling. That's, that's toll the dead right. Yeah. Now. All right. I'm down two. This is not good. Okay, uh, Dimitri. I'm blowing bubbles in a pool of my own 16! Hey, Success! The Displacer Beast. <laughs> Who's closer? You're the one that's been trying to cast things on it. It's going to go over yeah. to you and hit you. Take another death save. 
No, it's not like an auto. That's auto. Yeah, it's yeah. auto fail. Auto it's, fail. It has to roll a hit. Oh, has to roll a hit. Okay, one yeah. sec. It's not a successful hit. It's with advantage. Well, no, you hit me with the first one. Yeah, so. hits you. So, so na- now it's not a light so. breeze would fill it. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> Yuri, the dra- black dragonborn, goes the way of the dodo <laughs> with, and with dies. his fallen comrades um, foot around. With his you dying, Oscar's foot starts to glow. It starts to pulse and get warm as Yuri explodes and standing where he is covered in viscera. Can I do acid damage? I'm a black dragonborn. Sure. Acid damage to the... To the uh, roll a d8. I'll give you a d8. All right, you know what? I'll give you your breath weapon. Oh, shit. That's 2d6. I roll a 1 and a 5, so that's 6. 6 I mean, points of acid damage. That means I fail into the death save as I get covered in black dragonborn acid. Yeah, yeah that's not wrong. That's not wrong. Uh... So, six? Yep. Okay. To the Displacer Beast. Yep. Um, My turn? Yeah. I'm dead. <laughs> okay. So, standing in Visser's Boris. Getting uh, ready to go. What was, sorry, he's just standing in Yeah, Visser. Yeah, so uh, the foot vibrates, and uh, as Yuri finally expires, he explodes, and this purple light kind of erupts inside, and Boris, who disappeared way back when... Appears again, standing there, thoroughly confused. His friends there is something the strange afoot. Okay, I am totally <laughs> unprepared for this. Um, Dimitri I feel like hits I feel the ground. Like... Yeah, dead. Yeah, dead as a doorknob. Yep, and then stands back up. His body kind of taking a different shape. His uh, armor changing. His uh, items changing. A gigantic branch just appears in his hand, and it is now Ivan. Standing there. I'd like for you guys to roll again for initiative. 15. 14. Okay. Um, we have this thing surrounded then, hey? Yes, you do. And uh, you are now Boris, and you are now Ivan. Yep. Uh, Big Ivan, what happened? Which which is really funny, because it's going to end up being Big Ivan and Little Ivan taking it out at the end of the game. Oh, I think so, yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, that makes it uh, Boris's turn. Okay. Um, Boris, just seeing, like, the gore and the guts all over the place, and seeing, like, that there are little bits and pieces of, of his friends. He taught Yuri how to speak. This is upsetting to him. He's going to run You're forward. You're tiefling, right? Yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he's going to run forward, and he's going to look at this display because it's the only thing that's free. Yep. Assume that this is the thing that just blew up his friend somehow. And he is going to uh, flurry of blows. Okay. Blow a uh, key point, and I'm going to start wailing on him. So, okay. So, first attack is um, yes. 18 to hit. Oh, yeah. Um, that is with the quarter staff. Using a two-handed, so that is 10 points of bludgeoning damage. Second attack is even more than yep. so the, uh, the other side of the of the uh, staff so you know first one then the other um, uh, and that is another nine points of bludgeoning damage and then he is going to with a, with one knee and then an elbow he's throwing blows to bang bam against him okay. um, the first one is uh, 20 to hit yep so okay. that that is four points of bludgeoning damage, and a net one. However, okay. um, with the flurry of blows, 
Uh, he's going to need to... Make a con save or be stunned? No, he just... Uh, there's no con save. There's, there's no save on this. He cannot take reactions. Okay. Um, and then uh, Boris is going to run 40 feet away. Okay, cool. Smart. Smart. Okay, you backpedal. Ivan. Ivan uh, is going to uh, reach into his component pouch and uh, pull out some, some sand and some rose petals and start smushing it together and then just uh, start to um, spread it across his face as he's whispering some arcane words and he will cast sleep on the displacer beast. All right. So, <coughs> what does, uh, what I got to roll? Uh, roll? I roll 5d8. Okay. And this is how many hit points. Oh, how many hit points he has left. Yeah. Right, 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 right. So, yeah, no, he's, 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 he's sleeping. What'd you roll? Oh. He, he, if he rolled one on all the dice, he would be sleeping. Um, I rolled six, eight, sixteen, twenty-one. Yep. The displacer beast's eyes grow heavy and he falls asleep. And then I'll turn around, covered in rose petals and sand, and go, shh. Okay, can I tiptoe yep. forward? I can tiptoe forward. Do, do I need to roll? Or can I just coup de grace this? Yeah, guy? just coup de grace. All right, I'm, I'm going to reach down. I'm just going to be... You have done a wonderful thing. <coughs> putting this beast to sleep. Amongst the gore and the viscera, and I reach out and go to sleep, little cat, and I snap its neck. Just oh. okay. Uh, the, the tentacles of the beast twitch and fall to the ground, and you guys, we win. win. I cannot handle any more of this death. Look, there's some of Oscar that over there, and that goop pile is Dimitri. Mm. I think I'm standing in Yuri. I'm out. I can't do it anymore. <coughs> I, I head towards the door and I open it up and. Hello, little Ivan. You, I am, I am done. This is terrible. Where's those sons of bitches that left me in the thing with the with the ogre? Uh, both of them are. I, I don't know what you're speaking. Where about. is I'm my out. brother? Uh, you're standing in him. And I leave. Uh, Ivan is gonna shamble over to this thing and pull out a quarterstaff, and he's just poking the guts on the floor. This is. These bastards left me in front of a stupid thing. Stupid ogre. Where I had to convince it? it to turn around and leave. <laughs> Where is this wizard? This ends now. I agree. <laughs> I, I also agree with myself. Um, uh, so, yeah, I'll look around the room. What do I see? You see uh, there are four cages. There's a desk with a chair on it, and there's a, this column of smoke. That, that is uh, red smoke going right up to the ceiling. Um, that is that is whirling there. There are also these four cages. Uh, three of them are empty, and one of them has a sulking gorilla with large horns on her, on her forehead, um, holding a blue orb. Okay. Um, behind the cages, off to the to the. Well, what's your passive perception, guys? Um, passive perception. Thirteen is a lovely twelve. Okay. Um, you can see that there's a light coming from over behind the cages. There seems to be a bookshelf and some light coming from behind it. There's probably a door there. Okay, cool. Um, I'm going to walk over and uh, uh, reach into the ether. And from it, I'm pulling this uh, curved whip kind thing. It's thick and it's got little barbs all the way along it. And it's made of this purple crackling eldritch energy. I'm going to hold it there, and then I'm going to say a deep uh, uh, guttural language in the back of my throat, and my um, arms start to uh, shimmer, my body starts to shimmer as these purple, uh, shimmering eldritch plates of armor start to form their way around me. You hear in the back of your head your god speaking to you. The great Cthulhu from the depths, from beyond sanity, going... (laughs) 
and you understand that it is saying, "All right, Mage Armor, got gotcha, you." Yes. Yeah, yeah, Mage Armor. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, that's that's my. Uh, I'll point at the door, and then through your mind, you just hear, "There's a door." Okay, <laughs> <laughs> anticlimactic. <laughs> I will. Um, what? Are you, wait, which class are you now? Warlock. Right? I'm a warlock, my friend. Okay, um, not probably that good at check for trap. So, do I or you? Um. Uh, uh, how about you do it? I'll try. You walk up the door. You're big, a, Ivan. So that it's open a crack. This oh. door is just ajar. Okay. There's some light pouring in from the other side of it. it. Looks like natural light. This isn't standard lantern or candlelight. Okay. I'm gonna ready a stinking cloud spell. Okay. So I'm gonna reach in component pouch and I'm gonna pull out some uh, some skunk cabbage leaves uh, and a rotten egg and I'm gonna force them both into my mouth and start to chew down as fast as I can on the rotten egg and the skunk cabbage leaves and then push the door open. You must be so popular with the ladies. <laughs> push the door open. Hi. <laughs> what do I see on the, on the other side of the door? On the other side of the door there is a uh, large room and it looks like it is a carpenter's workshop. Okay. Really? Yeah. Okay. I did not expect that. <laughs> I'm going to turn around and say to my ally right behind, behind me. Then I'll turn back and I'll go. Oh yeah, I'm good. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, and I will. Um, I will cast stinking. You're nauseated, Dan. You turn the next turn vomiting. That's actually what Dan. it says here. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to cast. Uh, I'm going to. It's a I'm twenty like foot radius. I'm not doing it to you. I was just speaking to you. Yeah, I'm doing a twenty foot radius spear in the middle of the room. Spear, sphere in the middle of the room. Uh, yellow nauseating gas. Anything within it can save. Or on a failed save, the creature spends its action that turn retching and reeling. Okay. I hear the words that come out of your mouth. Mm, gotcha. Cool. Now I'll turn around to Dan's character, too. Who are you playing now? You're both I'm, Ivan. I'm both Ivan. I'm, I'm, I'm just go. <sighs> <laughs> let's 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 it, go. Is the sinking cloud clears? Um, can I get perception checks from you guys? No. It stays there for one minute. It's concentration. It's going to stay up there. Okay. Perception check? Yep. Um, oh, 15. Uh, you see around it, there are all these um, sm- tiny creatures, almost the size of... Uh, of uh, what's a good example? Um, like li- little tin soldiers that mm. children play with. That are, that are walking around, and some of them have wings, and they're fluttering from one surface to another. This is a carpenter's workshop. There's all sorts of different um, items. You see that there are windows all the way around this area. When you looked up at this wizard tower before, there were no windows. But there are windows that are pointing outward now, and there are these creatures. <coughs> some of these windows are open, and the creatures are fluttering in and out through these windows. Um, they're moving through this cloud of gas as if it, they mean nothing. It means nothing to them. And... Uh, you can hear them, and they all seem to be talking gibberish to each other. You hear, <laughs> and just like all these little voices, back and forth, as, as they uh, seem to ignore you completely, going about their work, carrying tools and half-made wooden items back and forth. Okay, um, there are workbenches. There are four large workbenches: two to the left and two to the right, and a, a door on the far side. Um, I'm going to walk into the room. Um, and point at one of the things random. 
you, little one, come here. Come here, come here, and try to, like, goad it to come towards me. Sure. Uh, that's a persuasion. Four. It, it, it looks oh, up. Oh, wait, no, sorry, I'm charisma-based. Six. <laughs> it, it, it looks up at you. Um, everyone around, all of these, these little creatures, their large ears, like, almost like fox ears on top of their head, turn and, and point at you, and they all look at you for a moment and go, and they just go back to whatever it is that they're doing, gibbering to themselves. Also, don't do you me. speak to these things? Probably do not speak that. No, unless they're speaking orcish. No, um, just really high pitched. Also, do not go in there. That stinking cloud is really bad. Not for them. They don't breathe. I'm going to wait until the stinking cloud goes away, and then we're going to enter the room. I'll just drop the spell. Then. Sure. It's a third level spell gone anyway. They're, they're literally just flying right through it. Yeah. It doesn't seem to matter. Yeah. Some of them have uh, six legs. They can. They seem to stand up on their hind legs, but sometimes they get down on their on their front and then move around, kind of like bears do. Yeah. Sometimes they have six legs. Sometimes they have a pair of wings. They're, but they all seem to look relatively the same. Their faces are all identical. Mm. Moving around, these weird little creatures. Should we just go in? Yeah. Okay, you go first. I go into the room. <laughs> okay. They call me Little Ivan. Congrats, you're in a room. Yeah. Um, I'm. Do I see a guy who looks like a mage in this room? No, roll, roll perception. Uh, that will be a 14. You do not. There are these tiny little creatures and two Ivans. Okay. Um, I'm ignoring the little creatures, and you said there's a door across the way, so I'm going to make my way over to the door. Okay. I'll go with him. I'll stay next to him. All right. You get about 10 feet from the door, and all the creatures stop, and they flutter over, and they make kind of a, a, a hovering wall in front of you, just stopping. And they're all, like, like chastising you for being here. All waving little fingers at you and looking very upset, like a, like a den mother would. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're very obviously like, you can't be here, go away, is the message that they're giving. I will say, stand back. You may not have seen this spell before, but I am going to cast Thunder Wave. <laughs> okay. It is the first time that I have done it today. <laughs> stand back. Are you going to stand back? Yeah, yeah, no, I stand and back. And I'll stand right in front of them, and I'll wave my arms around, and then slam my hands down onto the floor to cast Thunder Wave. Um, I'll just do it first level. Is it con save? Yes. All right, I'm going to roll one for the entire group. Okay. We're going to treat them like a swarm right now. Uh, I rolled a six with zero modifier. Okay, so that will be a failure. So they take 2d8 thunder damage, so they're going to take 8 thunder damage, okay. and they are pushed back 10 feet. They all, uh, none of them die, but they all slam back against the wall, uh, or against the door, mm-hmm. and uh, they shake their heads a little bit, and they're very, very confused and upset. Some of them, uh, the lower ones ended up dropping to the ground mm-hmm. as well. Um, and uh, the swarm, all of the other ones that didn't get in front of you, now run over, and they're standing there, like, hands on hips, just looking at you with angry little faces, and and every once in a while, um, they uh, or every one of about eight of them is looking at you, giving you a "what the hell" kind of look, <laughs> like arms outstretched and giant shrug, just kind of outraged. Why would you do that? I'm going to walk. Over. Are they still blocking the door? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you guys can hear birds chirping from outside, and you can okay. smell summer air. I, I, I point to the door and go, "I want to go through." 
let me through. And I would like to try to intimidate them to get out of my way. Sure. Like, wave my whip around. Sure. Um, intimidation is a 16. Cocked. 16. Uh, so, you sit there and you... What are you doing to intimidate them? Um, I'm, like, waving the whip at them, saying I want throat. Like About three quarters of them scatter. Scared of you. But there's still a quarter. You could push through these if you wanted... But you'll definitely be within range of them being able to hit you if you do that. Um, yeah, I'll go through. Okay. I'll push through them. All right. Uh, you go through, and just they all just attach to, to your, all the flying ones, attach to your clothes, and they start flying, trying to pull you back. This is a posing strike check. I got a negative one. <laughs> <laughs> I got a five. Yeah, so they hold on, and they're just, like, flapping, and their little faces are scrunched up, and their, their muscles are bulging, and they're... I'm and you just keep walking. Yeah. <laughs> and then, door open. Okay. Uh, can I get a deck save, please? No. Mm-hmm. That's a natural one. I'm going to need a deck save from you as well. For me as well? Yeah. Is this a spell effect? Dan it fucked is. up so bad, um, it's now affecting me. <coughs> that is a 12. I got a 19. Oh, wait. Gnome cunning is only certain thing. Yeah, that's not Okay. So you're going to take half damage. Okay. <coughs> from the fireball that explodes, wiping out all of the creatures. Cool. Uh, eight, nine, ten. Uh, 19, 20. 22 points of damage. You take 11. Oh. Of fire damage. That's rough. As it blows up, the door itself seems to seal shut. It seems to have suddenly welded closed. And. Little clay um, dust falls to the ground where these creatures used to be. The ones that weren't caught in the blast that are further away uh, all begin chittering madly and uh, they fly onto shelves and uh, behind tools and they cower looking at you. Uh, but they're still talking to you like you have screwed up. Okay. <laughs> Any idea, Big Ivan? Okay, okay. No, I'm considering options here. Um, so we, do we get to go through the door? It no. just blew up? It just no, blew it's up. like welded closed. Okay, okay. It, uh, it's sealed shut now. I am not... Is there any type of keyhole or anything like that in there? Uh, no, there's just a doorknob. We could always try knocking. Um, Is there any gap at the bottom? There's, yeah, there's a little gap. Hmm. You know what? I might use wild shape here. Yeah, the gap is about an inch. There's like... I'm going to drag some of the like furniture and tools and stuff up to the window so I can peer up through the windows and see what I see. Sure. You don't even need to do it. These windows are pretty large. Uh, you see countryside? It's a beautiful summer day. Same one we, were, we walked through? No, or? there's windmills. Out there, you can see a castle in the distance. Castle you've never seen before. Okay. It is a magical, wonderful place out there. Let's kill it. There are, um, you can see uh, mundane humans, um, but they all seem to be relatively clean. These are not the regular dirty peasants that you've seen before. Um, you can see a series of minstrels standing on the back of a wagon, and they're obviously singing and playing instruments to a small crowd of people that are clapping and laughing. Okay. I get grumpy and climb down. It's just outside. It's just just regular outside. Well, happy outside. 
I can turn into insects and get under the door. Yeah, do that. Uh, I will wild shape into a swarm of insects. Okay. I don't have the stat block for that. Mm, I guess it'd be in there. Yeah, I got a monster manual right here. In the which would a swarm of insects? Swarm of insects. Let me see what a swarm looks like. Swarm of insects. There you go, my friend. Yes. Uh, or maybe a swarm of poison snakes would have been better. No, you have an inch to get through. The okay. snakes may be too thick. Okay. He. Oh, spider. Here's the problem with this bullshit. Okay, yeah, I'm going swarm of insects. Can I do that one? What's the CR on that? Yes, I can. Yeah, and I'm going to go under. And sure. What kind, of, what kind of insects are you being? Um, like, I'll be like flying. No, I'll be like wasps. Yeah? Yeah. Just turn into a cloud of wasps and down you go? Yeah. 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 And yeah, I'll make cool. my way under the inch and then through. Um, what am I perceiving uh, under there? Can I roll perception? Absolutely. Ooh, that's good, because I don't think they're very good. Um, I guess it would be 15, then. Total, they got negative 2 to their perception here. 15 total? Yep. Um, okay, uh, you are a swarm, so you see with many different eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd even give you advantage on this, because you've got yeah. dozens and dozens of eyes. Uh, cocked. That's uh, about the same. Okay. So um, you're able to see that you are in a huge throne room mm-hmm. on the very far end, at, so far away that you can't quite make it out. Yeah. It's hundreds of feet away. Yeah. Is a large throne. It's massive. Okay. It's way bigger than a human being. Okay. And between um, you and the throne, equal distance, is a large like snail shell. Okay. This, this throne room is wide. And, uh, it's about 40 feet wide, and every 20 feet, there's a huge stone column that, that's 5 feet in diameter. It goes up to the ceiling, which is 80 feet above you. It is musty and dirty in here. And um, you can see that there's a small pedestal with a um, little glass cover mm-hmm. on the top of it. And inside is a glowing stone that is casting light. Okay. It's the only light source in this room. You can see the outline of the snail shell. It's about 120 feet away. When he goes through, I'm going to close my eyes. And uh, as like he's flying through with all the wasps, I'm going to run my hand through the wasps touching him so I can see through his eyes. What spell is this? It is Gaze of Two Minds. It is a warlock invocation. Cool, like it. Um, you can use a touch, uh, to touch a willing, uh, person and, uh, perceive through its senses until the end of your next turn. Do you see this as well? Yeah. As long as the creature's on the same plane of existence as you, you can use your action on subsequent turns. Never mind. You can't, you can't keep it, keep the connection. You can see through his eyes and at the end of this turn, it's gone. Okay. I just need to see through its eyes, uh, there because I would like to misty step into the room. Okay. Misty step is 30 feet within the same plane of existence. Yes. You missed, and are right back to where you were. Cool. Hmm. I'm out of spells. Oh, really? I'm a warlock. Yeah, I guess. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> um, and I have an intelligence of one. And so I don't even know what any of this is. 
Um, so I guess I would naturally be drawn towards the light. The wasp drawn towards light? Sure. You still have main, you still maintain your shape. intelligence. Yeah, you have your intelligence. Oh, yeah. what do you take and what do you don't? Your physical stats you take then? Physical stats, it changes your intelligence stats, like your social, your intelligence, wisdom, and charisma keeps. Okay, okay. Uh, well, then I'll go and investigate the glowing stone. Okay. Um, some of the wasps look backwards, and you see that there's no door in the wall, but there is a thin crack of light. Mm-hmm. Because you're moving from the other side. The, the size of about a gnome. Moving back and forth on the other side of this crack of light that is about a foot out from the wall. It's almost like there's this, uh, it's like a dimensional door that you can see underneath, but it's only an inch. Right. Okay. Mm. Okay, 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 okay. Um, I'm going uh, to uh, go investigate the area around the dimensional door to see if there's anything around there. Sure. Then maybe link to it. That's a Bosch. So. Yeah. Uh, no, you, you see it's like a line of light. Yeah. If you move around behind it yeah. from the other side, it disappears. You can only see it from one side. One side. Um, I'm going to go over to these little chittering creatures and attempt to uh, send them a telepathic message. Sure, absolutely. To in what language? Get me in there. Uh, as long as we in- understand a language... Uh, as long as they use language, which they clearly do, they'll understand me. Okay. Um, so which which power? this is this is my uh, old one, great okay. old one, yep. telepath within thirty sure. feet. So yeah, I'm just like I need into that room. My friends over there, get me in. All right, and you're you're gonna hear. Uh, um, how do you know the wizard? In your head, and like dozens of voices all talking in unison. He's a friend. Then why'd you blow up his door? He blew up his door. I just tried to walk in. You should know about the key, then. He didn't tell me about no key. Then you're not a friend. <laughs> I'd like to convince them to let me in with a persuasion. Sure. Oh, did, no. Did you roll a two? Yeah. I, yeah, I rolled a two. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Yeah. So, what? sorry, what do you say? Um, he didn't tell me about a key. He said, meet me upstairs in the room up there through the workshop. Okay, what's his name? The Wizard. He doesn't tell me his name. He's all mysterious and shit. Okay, what does he look like? <laughs> Old dude, big beard, pointy hat. No! And they all start to giggle. No! Oh god, this would be so annoying. There's only about 15 of these things left. Yeah. And there's like clay dust blowing in through the breeze okay. coming in through these windows. Either uh, you guys let me in that room or I make the rest of you dust. Oh, no, that's okay. He brings us back to life. Where's the key? <laughs> uh, you gotta be funny for us. <laughs> I just made you laugh. Yeah, but real funny. How? And they all stop and they start talking amongst themselves. They're talking to you so you can't yeah. understand them. But they're talking amongst themselves and they turn back to you and they go, uh, you can keep all your stuff but we want your clothes. <laughs> Ivan, who I have already described has like a bed sheet as a cloak yeah. and like scraps that he's just put together because he's like old crazy dude just soothsayer. Uh, shrugs, sure. And just drops trowel and like just... A, a bunch of them flip forward and grab the clothes yeah. and like giggling scamper away fuck ass naked yeah and the and the rest of them all laugh and and they're sitting there looking at you going 
<laughs> and they're pointing and giggling. Yeah. And they walk over, and one of them, with the clay of its like dead brethren, um, draws an arrow on your chest, pointing down. <laughs> and they all giggle hysterically. And then one of them walks up with an iron key. Um, the key in its arms is huge. Like, it's waddling under the weight of this thing. Yeah. And it, and it drops it at your feet. And they go, here it is. <laughs> I twist my hand, and a mage hand appears and grabs the key and lifts it up. Uh, all right. <laughs> and then I go, thank you. Just telepathically. Yeah, and they all giggle. Yeah. They're, they're and, great and unabashed of anything, I just walk forward towards the door. You turn around and they see your your saggy gnome ass and the giggling starts <laughs> yeah, all over Yeah, I'm aware. I'm like maintaining composure and dignity. It's just like, <laughs> this is a walk of shame done right. Like, yeah. this is just like, chin up, I'm moving, making my way to the door. Okay. Is There's there no a, keyhole. There's no keyhole? There's no keyhole. I like, tap the key against the door. The giggling is suddenly uproarious. <laughs> Everyone is absolutely loving this. Where's the key go? <laughs> and they all start talking to each other, and one of them looks at you and like winks, and, 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 and does, does like takes one finger, does an upward point. <laughs> I will shove it so far up your ass. Not ours. It's the wizard. The wizard thinks it's funny. Uh, insight? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is a 15. They're telling the truth. <laughs> I'm shoving a key up my ass at him. It's not <laughs> happening. Um, <laughs> you have to. <laughs> <laughs> not helping, Terry. DMing I'm, 101. I'm on another plane right now. <laughs> I can, like, see the light through the, the door of the you moving. Third plane I'd be no, 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 there's just no light on the, like... On the my light. side, there's no light? No, there's light on your side, there's none on his. You can't see... Well, he there. said he saw, like, the gnome feet moving through, and then... Yeah, 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 but because there's light on your side, he oh, can see okay, your okay. shadow. There's no light, there's a distant glowing um, object. I would like to persuade them to, like, seriously, tell me what I have to do with the ski. And then the exact <laughs> same motion again. They all giggle hysterically. What else is in this room? Uh, this is a standard carpenter workshop. So okay. you you see all sorts of tools. Yeah. Um, and kind of like half-made furniture. Uh, looks like there's a, the beginning of a wagon wheel that is over in the corner that is being put together. This looks Maybe it's a Cartwrights. How, how big is this key? Uh, it's standard. Standard key? Uh, yeah. I slide key. it under the door. Okay. Uh, it slides under the door and the door opens up. Okay. And you hear just a chorus of, ah. I turn to look at them. I flip them off. And you, and then you get about two dozen right back. Yeah. And I, I walk into the room. Okay. Yeah. You, you are in a I, long throne room, as I described before. Yeah. yeah. There's uh, these columns, dozens of columns all the way down, two dozen columns all the way down, to a huge throne at the end. Um, it's made of stone. Um, you can you can make it. You have uh, you dark have, vision. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and the, this but only sixty feet. Right, but it's glowing from. Okay. The, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you see between you and it the silhouette of this giant snail shell. Okay. Um, do I have an idea of what the snail shell is? What it represents? Like you is see it, uh, the outline of the silhouette. Oh, okay. I make my the, way closer to it and be like, I, I've had, I've 
like send out like a mental pulse trying to find him. Just like Ivan, you can still hear him. He's you in the same place as me right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. just I'm the swarm of buzzing wasps. Yeah, but you still have your intelligence. You can still telepathically communicate. With oh, him. yeah, I'm here. Um, where? Where? You just, just dropped you the naked? Russian altogether. Why right? are you naked? Uh, um, it's a long story. Suffice it to say, whatever those fucking things are, I'm going to murder them all. <laughs> Is it cold in here? Just a chorus of giggling from the other side of the I door. I slammed the door behind me. <laughs> They're still laughing. You can hear them through the crowd. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, I would like to dig into my backpack and pull up my winter blanket and just tie it around my waist. Sure, okay. Okay. Of course you prepped a winter blanket for a one-shot. It <laughs> <That> was indoors. <laughs> Um, Standard, okay. it's just like a blanket. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay in this wild shape just for the pure the, the strategy of okay, the hit cool. points. I make my way over to the snail. Then, all right, I'll go as the wasps. Okay, uh, let's I'm gonna be get the snail. Sure. Oh, I can cover you. Like, if you Natural want me to point. just, do you want just the wasps around you, and then it'll just cover no, because they would impede my vision. <laughs> Sorry, that was a twenty. Natural twenty. Yeah. Uh, so that is a twenty-two for my investigation. All right, uh, you see. Um, that the As shell he opens one of those guides of monsters. That the shell is a multi-hued shell. Um, it seems like this is just a non-hostile um, uh, snail shell that seems to actually be glowing a little bit and like, like a rainbow sheen over top of it. That you can see that the sheen is happening with your grayscale, even though that there's no light yeah. source directly. Um, there's a uh, shimmering trail that is uh, that leads off to one direction. It seems to be like solid goop that like goop has dried. Okay. Um, and uh, leads right up to the underside of this uh, of this creature. Roll initiative. Me too. Yep. Everybody. Ooh, that's I a got, five. I, I got, got fourteen. I got negative one. No, I get exactly zero. Cool. Okay. Swarm of wasps, you're up. Oh, God. Well, I guess I will just... Um, yeah, I'll just try and bite it, I guess. Okay. That's my thing. Five to hit. Uh, that misses. Yeah. That's my turn. Uh, but I'm going to occupy that creature space, though. Okay. Yeah. My turn? Yep. Okay. You um, are up, little Ivan. What What is it doing that is aggressive? Is it just sitting there in its shell? It is sitting there in its shell and it's kind of kind of gleaming a little bit. I knock on the shell with my finger like just... Okay. Hey! Seeing that this is probably a creature I try to connect to it telepathically. Hey, you in there? Uh, okay. Um, and I will ready in action if it attacks me aggressively. I would like to swing at it with my uh, weapon. Okay. Um, it doesn't attack aggressively. Okay. Are you done your turn? I'm done my turn. Uh, the snail shell emits dazzling colored light until the end of its next turn. During this time, the shell sheds bright light in a 30-foot radius, dim light for an additional 30 feet, and creatures that can see the snail have disadvantage on attack rolls against it. In addition, any creature within the bright light and able to see the snail with its power activated must succeed on a DC 15 wisdom saving throw or be stunned until... The end of its next turn. Oh, I fail. Oh, wait, but I get an advantage on that. 
I botched, I so I definitely fail. We both fail. <laughs> okay. So, you're both stunned. Great. Um, it's uh, suddenly the snail itself. Oh, I can't be stunned. You can't be? Not as a swarm of insects. Oh, there I'm, you go. I'm uh, immune to being stunned. So you have disadvantage on attack then. Okay. So, um, the snail itself comes out from its shell, and you see that instead of two eye stalks... There we go, we're going to wrap this up pretty quick. Instead of two eye stalks, it has five flail-like appendages at the top um, that are whip-like with spikes on the end of these balls. And they all start waving around in the air. Cool. Um... Terry, yeah. what do you got for me? I'm going to try and bite it All right. with disadvantage. I'm just going to hold this form for as long as I can. That's probably going to miss eight. That misses? Yeah. Okay, uh, Dan, you're stunned. Stunned. Yep, um, it has five tentacles out, so it has all five attacks. It is going to hit uh, three on the swarm and okay. try to attack it, okay. and two on you. So, we're going to do the swarm first. That's cocked. That's also cocked. There we go. Um, this is a 15. Yep. A 12. Yep. Uh, and then a 24. Yep. So they all hit the swarm for 11 plus 3. is 14 points of bludgeoning damage. Each of them do? Yep. Uh, no, no. It's a total of 14 points of bludgeoning Total of 14. Damage. Okay. All right. The other two did a stunned version of you. I got a 16 as my highest. The 16 is my AC. All right, so it hits. Yeah. All right, and it does six points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. And then it... Um, um, oh, no, I'm sorry. The, all You don't take the damage. all had to be against one target. Oh, okay. So it's all going to hit you. So there's another six points. Okay. Um, and that is its turn. Oh, my swarm is already thinning out. Okay. Okay, my turn. Yep. Okay, disadvantage to be the last attack again. It botched. Nice. Uh, you are now free of, of this. Yeah, okay. I've had a lot of wands today. So it's you now, right? Yeah. And you have disadvantage on attacks against it. Little Ivan. Uh, I have disadvantage on attacks against it when I'm within its range? Or just total? Total. Okay, cool. Um, I am going to swing my whip-like sickle thing at it. I'll take it. That is a uh, um, that is a twenty six to hit. That'll hit. Is this a magical attack? Uh, yeah, it's my uh, it's my packed weapon. Okay. Which is seven points of damage. Uh, because it is a spell. Uh, no, it's a magic weapon. It's, it's a magic weapon. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So seven points. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I get another attack. Warlocks get two attacks. They do. Uh, when, the blade, right? Yeah, I'm gonna pack the blade. Nice. But disadvantage. Yep. Okay. That is going to be a total of. I still get a plus seven, so a twelve to hit. No, that misses. Okay, that's my turn. All right, all five attacks because you just hit it. I'm gonna try to swing and hit Ivan. Uh, that's a nat 20, uh, 10, 10, 16, and 19. Uh, 16, 19, and 20 hit. All right, so we're going to do double damage for the crit. 
so double damage dice rather. So that is a total of 15 plus 3, so 18 bludgeoning damage as three of these smoke you. One of them catches you right in the temple. Rough. Um, and it, uh, it's, that's its turn. Back to me? Yep. <coughs> All right, here we go. <coughs> Mm, that'll be uh, oh my goodness what is it I'm sorry I forgot what it is uh, 13 to hit that will miss ah I'm not very effective cool yeah. I as an action would disengage and I'm running the fuck away okay where are you going um, towards the throne okay so I'll just work my way around it and run um, so disengage I move uh, 30 sure so yep um so disengage, move 30, and then as a bonus action, I pull out one of my potions. All right. That's my turn. Okay. Um, it is going to look at the swarm as the only thing that it can hit. Yeah. And it rolls all of its attacks. I got a 21, a 23, a 17, an 11. Or, sorry, a 13. Yeah, that all hits. And a 9 misses. Yeah. So, so I only have, them hit. I have two hit points left, so from just one. So, well, they all bam, 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 bam. Okay. Um, and I did a whopping 20 points of, or okay. 23 so, points. So I revert back to my half-orc form. Yep. You do not have disadvantage anymore because it's a different set of eyes. Okay. Sure. Oh. And it's uh, your turn. Oh. I wasn't prepared for this. I will. I will. I get, you know what? I'm going to action disengage as well, and I'm going to run out after um, a little Ivan. Um, you almost called me lucky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Little Ivan. What's your moving? Uh, 30. All right. You're about uh, five feet behind him. Okay. My turn? Yeah, it's your turn. Um, I'm going to turn around, and uh, pulling from the mists of uh, the space between realities, I... Close my hand on uh, this weird pulsing cloud and send out an Eldritch Blast. Um, I am fifth level, so I get two beams. Okay. Both of them at disadvantage. That's a cock. That's oh, a how many punches are we going to get tonight? And then my next shot is a uh, plus seven. Uh, 13. Thirteen. Misses. Okay. Um, and as a matter of fact... And then I keep moving. This is a spell. Uh, the snail shell converts some of the spell's energy into a burst of destructive force. Each creature within 30 feet of the snail, which is you, yeah. must make a DC 15 con saving throw. That's going to fail. And you will take 1d6 of damage, which is 4. Ah. 4 points of force damage comes out of this thing. Um, what are you doing? And, and you run. Yeah, I keep running. running. All right, you're about 50 feet out from the throne. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, the snail dashes, moving a total of 20 feet. Yes. Nice. Distraction snail. Uh, and, but, yeah, and so it is within range to hit you now. Okay. Oh, good. But it doesn't have an action. Okay. Uh, so I will action to disengage and then run my 30 feet. Okay. Okay. So you disengage, you run 30 feet away, Yeah. Um, and you are about 55 feet Okay. on the throne. How long does this dis- this disadvantage last on attacking? 
forever. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I'm going to hit it, like, move further away. Move my movement, uh, since I'm beyond its range anyways. Yep. And then I'm going to hit it with another Eldritch Blast. Hit. Nope. Nope. Oh. Alright. Uh, it has... Nothing happens, and nothing happens. Okay. Whenever, well, they, they whenever you cast, well, whenever you cast a spell, I roll the shell. Oh, really? It doesn't yeah. just have to hit the shell? Doesn't say anything about it. And if it's two beams from one spell? Yeah. All right, cool. Your turn. Okay. Uh, uh, nope. Snail's turn. It, oh. it, it's moved 20 feet close to you, but you guys are well outside of it. It's okay. Right. It's, it's moving forward. Okay, so I'll double move now that I'm not within its reach to get to the throne. And out from behind the throne steps an ogre that you two have never seen before. It is wearing a small paper hat, and around its neck is a chain with a very crudely written, using Fs, philosopher medallion on on a little stone pendant. And he sits there and he looks at you, and this is the same ogre that was in the cell before. Ivan knows him. Remember, Ivan was sent to go deal with him. Oh, so, so uh, he steps out and goes. What's what was his voice? Um, <laughs> oh, it was like <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, it was like this. Yeah, it was exactly like, like that. Exactly like that. Oh, little man is back again. Yeah, why, why you make it to my throne? Are you kidding me? No, I want to know why. Why we came to? Can you? Tell the snail to back off. Jeffrey, go away to sleep, please. And he waves his, his fat fingers, and the snail stops moving. It turns around and starts to slowly. We we came for that. For, for what? The, 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 the philosopher's stone. Philosopher's stone. I feel really silly. Not about this not my now. special stone. Yeah, we go, <laughs> we're going to need that. Yeah. And he goes over to this little pedestal with this glowing object inside, and he, and he picks up this glass cover, and he pulls out a glowing stone. Do you know what that glowing. does? It is mine! What does it do? Makes light! It just makes dark things light? Dark is scary! Can, can, I, uh, can I see that real quick? And he like holds it up, but he's not going to allow you to touch it. Uh, I cast Mage Hand and like try to scoop it out of his hands. Alright, um, sleight of hand, and he's going to get a deck save, so highest roll. My sleight of hand. Oh yeah, you, you beat him. Yeah. So it grabs it, and you hear, no, As it floats away. I grab the gem. Is it just a glowing rock? It is a glowing rock that is like permanently cast upon it. <laughs> this is... I don't... I'll give this back to you for some money. I don't have any... I was promised gold from every in the pocket of the dragon man. Just to be clear, are you the wizard? I am the wizard! And he puts his hands on his hips and he like says it loudly. Is goes, there any... I will cast spells on you! And he stops and he points one finger and go... And nothing happens. Okay, I will just... Take dying in your head. Oh... I, ow! I was really <laughs> before. And little Ivan, you also appear to be hurting. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, ow. Okay, stop ow, ow. this shit. Who <laughs> made this tower? Uh, this was my friend's. Who is your friend? 
Uh, his name was Yuri. Wait. Yuri was the wizard in the tower? No, he, he made it. Yuri was with us? Yeah. Yeah, he just, he, he exploded. What? And he just sits down and starts openly bawling. Yuri was part of the Black Fist. <laughs> um, he left everything he owned to us. Yeah. Not this! And he, and he like, reaches into his loincloth and pulls out the smelliest piece of parchment ever. And, like, still, and he, like, wipes his face, the tears, with this and hands this soaking wet, wetter than it should be from just tears. Can you read that with Mage Hand? And, and, and he hands it to you. Mage Hand. Uh, and uh, and inside is a plan by Yuri um, that is uh, detailing a long, drawn out, overly complicated plan to get together a team of mercenaries. He casts a spell upon himself to lose his own memory, to bring everyone together, to get to this philosopher's stone. And if the mercenaries are good enough, then he will have five new bodyguards for his tower, and he can get rid of the stupid goblin and the stupid gnome and the stupid orc. And every one of these ridiculous monsters and creatures inside, he wants a badass team of mercenaries. And he's going to lead them in. But he has gifted the tower in the meantime to the least sinister member of his cadre. Yeah. Which happens to be, what was his name? Igor. Igor. Are we getting money or anything for this? I don't know. I don't even know if I, I, I want this job. Igor. Did he have a treasure room kicking around here somewhere? Oh yeah, it's over there. Okay. And he points at a, kind of a dark archway that was hidden behind a column. I make my way over there. I'm going over there. Yeah, this is just a ton of money I just money want you to riches. know that you are lucky that I don't kill you. Yeah. Every day is a gift. Are you going to be staying here? <laughs> <laughs> are you going to be staying here? Yes, because yeah. he's not coming with us. Yeah. Can I have my rock back, please? Can we just please kill him? Can we just please kill him? Please. I I, I just want to kill him so bad right now <laughs> that I want him to die in front of me. I, I, I look at the him. rock in my hand. And I cast Eldritch Blast. I cast Eldritch Blast as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, you both have it? Yeah. All right. Do you actually have Eldritch Blast? Yeah. Right, How do you have Eldritch Blast? You're a druid. Eldritch Blast. Roll to hit. It's on their list. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Eldritch Blast is on druid's list? It was on their list. Uh, can I get the on- monster manual? manual? Online character generator is on there. Thank you, Roll to hit. Uh, 23 and 24. Natural 20. Now you make a count. We're going to blow this ogre up. All right, you both hit. I'm going to do seven and eight points of damage. That's a 20 and a 14. Okay, I'll so... I'll do the crit first, eh? It's D8s, right? No, it's 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 1D10, isn't it? Yeah, it's, so it's 2D10 at level 5, I think. Oh. But I crit, so... Uh, each beam does 1D10, and you get two beams. So... Each beam does 1d10, and you get yeah, two beams. Yeah, but it's So you should have 3d10. 3d10. Each, each, each beam. beam does 1d10, yeah. and you get three beams. Two beams. Two beams. Two beams. So that's four, right? Because they double the damage dice. There's no, only but only on one. You have to roll separately for each. 
Oh, One okay. of them crit. It's late, ladies and gentlemen. It's late. It's so late. I've been awake since yesterday. Uh, four, so nine. Plus 18. nine, eighteen. Plus your fifteen. So the elders blasts hit him, and he just like he's he's prone. He's like knocked right over. You're sitting on the ground, bawling a moment ago. So he falls over. Ah uh, no! And he crawls on his hands and knees behind this large stone throne, and he and you can hear him weeping. And calling, Jeffrey, come back at me! I'm gonna stab him through his freaking neck just for pissing me off. Does he have that javelin around that he that we gave him earlier? The the, the javelin? Oh, no, I wasn't no, there for that anyway. No, that that's long gone. Okay, I'm gonna. He's, so is he prone right now? Uh, yeah, he's curled up with his ass in the air on his hands and knees, covering his head and neck. He's as okay. prone as it gets. Oh, is he really on his hands and knees with yeah. his ass in the air? I'm going to ask him, I'm going to say, Igor, whose idea was it to stick key up asshole? I don't know, that's not me. No one listens to me. I'm going to roll an inside check on this motherfucker right now. 19 plus stuff. He's just scared and confused, man. He's got the mind of a child. I Eldritch Blast his mind. No, I feel like we should not do this. This is a test. (laughs) You just said you wanted to kill him. This is a test, and now I've changed my mind. Okay, I'm going to do... Do I have disadvantage? No, you... uh, Yeah, it's a ranged attack. Okay. And he's prone? He's prone. Probably for the best. Uh, 19? Yeah, that hits. Uh, He's not violent. 16. Uh, It still hits. Actually, no, our friends died trying to go through this. Exactly. Yeah, I'm going to fucking... 15 plus uh, 8. So... No, 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 23. Gotcha. No, All right, yep. I'm going to Eldritch Blast him as well. This one will probably miss. What, what is that one? Oh, that one is a... What's your spell? 11. That hits. Okay, so 11, 18. So they both hit. Two beams. How many ones have I rolled tonight on damage? So many. So nine force damage, right? Yeah. Nine force damage. All right. Uh, you guys both, you hit him consistently all the way through. Down he goes. He rolls over on his back, and he's sitting there, like, bloody and, and marked up by this Eldritch Blast. And, and, he, and he looks, I just wanted a friend. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> and, he, and he lays there and just, like, goes limp. Like, he's alive, but he's given up. He's staring at the ceiling. Giant tears. Rolling down his fat cheeks. My twin brother did die for this bullshit, though. Your twin brother died for it, and saying I, that we weren't supposed to be robbing this place in the first place. Um, I, I, I sat down in the library with this asshole for God knows how long, while my friends were gallivanting through robbing who knows what by themselves. So mm-hmm. I couldn't help them because he was distracting. Me. I'm gonna stab him in okay. his neck. Um, I'm, I'm gonna leave him now. I'm gonna go in the treasure room. Oh. I'm, I'm ignoring Trit. I'm ignoring Jeff. You're making me do it? You brought it this far, now I have to kill him? Your twin brother died for this. You said you're it right. yourself. Yeah, I'm just going to... You're right. I'm, gonna I'm giving him. you the honor of the kill. I'm going to stab him. It's, there's no honor in this kill, but I will stab him and I will kill him. Sure. Okay. You don't need to roll. He's just going to allow you to... to oh, God. I'm going to say, just fight back. Can you just please fight back? Just try to hit me, please. I don't even know what we're fighting about. When I don't wear the hat, I don't remember any of this. And he pulls the hat off and goes... Where am I? What's the hat he's wearing? It's a little paper hat, but in the, on the inside you can see there are glowing runes. Is there writing or a message on it or anything like that? Like in the folded paper if I open uh, it? Can, yeah, can you roll a perception? <laughs> One of those lovely instances. 21. <laughs> there, there's an inscription in common, uh, and it says, uh, To Igor, Yeah. thank you for helping me. <laughs> 
May this hat keep you safe and, and keep the deception alive. You have been a true friend, Yuri. <laughs> We're just going to leave him be. You're just bag. walking up. You don't even know this thing's here. I'm like, I have a, I have a, oh God, Yuri. Uh, God, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to kill him. All right. I will stab him through the bottom of his jaw. What's, what's your alignment? My alignment. Did you even choose? I, I choose, chose his counting neutral. Of course it's a, you did. It's a one-off, right? He's like, a criminal, yeah. 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 And, and like we're a band of mercenaries and criminals. Like yeah. none of us have we're been nice. We're pretty low. Sure. Like, yeah, yeah. Low yeah. Like. yeah. Go nuts. Yeah, I kill him. All right. Reluctantly. <laughs> so much, so much regret. And, that's and then I just, I won't even tell. I won't even tell little Ivan about the hat. Um. Okay. Uh, his eyes look at you, and and like the light fades from his eyes, and he looks scared, by himself, alone. In the dark. We get it, Adam. We're life, assholes. We get it. As the life drains from his body. We get it. <laughs> you, you use my own NPC against me. How did you even do that? You didn't even know that I was going to come up. How did you do that? You didn't know I was going to get Okay, everybody's going to think this is fixed. Adam did not know that I was going to throw an ogre NPC in the first room. To What's in the treasure room? The treasure room has a dragon's hoard. It's just photographs of (laughs) treasure memories. It's it's a painted mural that's like a curtain that looks like it. He just never bothers to look at it. So like we walk up and it's like, oh, this is the thing. Open it up and it's just a big bare empty room with like a sign. Gotcha. Uh, It's 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 a computer with the the screensaver is shifting a slideshow of Yuri and and Igor playing in a in a meadow. Together, having a lovely time. No, okay. Inside is is a dragon's hoard worth of gold. This is a monstrous amount of gold. All of this is worth it. You could buy a new brother. (laughs) I will be buying a new brother. There are magic items like you don't, you couldn't believe. Everything is sparkling and shimmering. uh, And sitting there in front of it all are a series of um, bags of holding Mm -hmm. that are all empty. Yay! That can hold the entire hoard. That you are going to be able to take with you. Um, totally worth do it. Do we happen to find anything that could say resurrect to say Yuri so we could say, I don't know, punch him in the tits? Absolutely. <laughs> so. Yeah, we'll take it. We'll get out of here. Okay. I'm retiring yeah. to uh, somewhere in the Bora Bora. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. As you step in and pick up the bags of holding, yeah. uh, the archway melds closed uh. behind you. And the room begins to shrink and shrink and shrink yeah, and shrink. And the gold, the illusion drops and it is an empty room. Oh, we didn't and check. And it shrinks and shrinks. Well, there's no way out? Perception check. See if there's anything. I have no more spell out. slots. 15 plus 3. 18 for a way out. There's a tiny hole at the very top. Oh, is there really? Yep, a little beam of light. How many times can a wild shape? Second level, you can transform. You can stay up your ship. You can revert your own. Oh my god, look how all this stuff is. <laughs> Internet, how many times can I wild shape at level 5? Dude, look at your stat block over here. Like, flip the page, look at your stat block, and I'll tell you right here. Um. No, oh, well. Oh, there we go. Oh, you can use this feature twice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm going to wild shape into a 
Hey, uh, hey. The swarm of insects. You I'm son of a bitch. What? I'm leaving. <laughs> yep. I'm gone. All right. It, it's high up. This this is a cavernous room. Okay. And, and what's your movement speed on this? Mm, it's like 20 feet, I think. It's, yeah, okay. So it takes a moment. You actually watch the swarm of insects fly out this tiny little hole. It blocks the beam for a moment, and you are in this room. Is there anything you would like to do as the walls close in on you? Uh, look for a way. Uh, I would like to for curse the great old one. All right. Uh, curse Yuri. Curse the stupid ogre. Curse the flail snail. And especially, especially, curse those stupid little things in that room. Did you stick a key over your asshole? <laughs> they tried. They tried. Yep. And the walls close around you, and little Ivan... Becomes littler. Becomes littler and littler... Okay, yeah, yeah. And then there's nothing left. Does Big Ivan escape? Big Ivan makes it up to the top of the tower. Yes! He's at the top of the tower, where the Froghemoth is there to eat all of the insects. Oh. No, I'm kidding. You you are the lone survivor of this. Yay! I win Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> there were supposed to be no survivors, but I threw you a bone. <laughs> All right, uh, so thanks for listening to... <laughs> no, 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 no. We're going to wrap this up appropriately. I know we're running late. We're all tired, and Terry's been awake for six days. Yeah. <laughs> I know that Dan and I both have to get up and go to work at, in like four hours. I've been awake for a long time. But fine. let's wrap this up appropriately. The Wizard's Tower. Did you guys... What were the what were the levels that you didn't get to? Uh, oh, what, the, what were the rooms prepared that I yeah. had? I had Just a, a quick syn- synopsis. I had a Beastmaster type character who had um, a number of dragon whirlings in cages. The cages were um, only open on either side, and they were kind of dotted around the room. Uh, the idea being that it restricted them, and if you intimidate them or scared them in any way, their breath weapons would come out. And because you have to rely on the, the breath recharge, I didn't know how effective they, they may have been. Nothing could have been everything. Oh, uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I had a uh, smoke puzzle um, that was all based off color, and I was kind of hoping you guys would show in and have to like rely on dark vision, yeah, and uh, go in and be stumped by this uh, smoke puzzle that was all color, and like the imp going red was going to be the start of it, yeah, and it was going to go from there, but yeah, yeah, never um, got to that. Do you guys have any more? Uh, but my one thing no, that was, was my, that was my one. one, yeah, that's yeah. what you guys were going to. I, I had a dungeon that had in it a hook horror. I figure it's a good classic, mm-hmm. like, bird with hooks instead yeah. of wings. I think that would be a good, you know, CR3 ready to... Yeah, to, yeah. This, the Displacer Beast is only CR3. I know, yeah. Yeah, uh, the, the the monkey thing that was shrinking, uh, it's that devil, the uh, Balagalore or whatever? The, the, the Balruga, it's, uh, um, it's a it's demon. demon. Yeah, yeah. It's that, but I didn't want to throw that at you, so I had it fluctuating in and out, and... Um, basically quartered its power just mm-hmm. on the spot it was just yeah. quartering its power um the ooze thing i made up on the spot um uh just was like if it's a news thing if you hit it it's gonna explode it's uh, and i kind of pulled inspiration from like jujube juju jujube zombies no juju zombies where if you kill a juju zombie they're supposed to explode into disease clouds and yeah. i kind of thought the same thing and um, the shardling creatures. Um, I wanted a crystal-based monster, and saw like crystal golems and stuff. And oh, went, that's way yeah. over. Oh, we're level five. Yeah. No, 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 no. So I, I basically I took the stats of a shadow um, and added like bludgeoning damage to it. 
basically. Yeah. Um, so my big thing and a bunch of flavor. I, I had a puzzle underwater, but I had a feeling the way we were going that we would just burn my entire session on this one mm-hmm. or my turn on this puzzle. So I just I have some chains instead. Yeah. And there's actually a wizard. There was originally a wizard. In uh-huh. all transparency, say there was a wizard. But the moment that Igor showed up, I fell in love with him because I, I, I had to ask what his name was because I couldn't remember. But because. Um, his first two letters were IG, and we have an ogre in our regular campaign named Ig. Well, I didn't have a name for him. I should have prepared it, because then I always ask you what their names are. Yeah. And, and I think, Dan, I think you said Igor or something at some point. Yeah, I, I called Yuri but, Igor so, once. Oh, yeah, yeah that was it. So I was like, okay, that's going to work. Yeah, and so I absolutely like fell in love with this ogre, who survived. Yeah. And because originally this wizard's tower is going to end up in our regular campaign, because the wizard at the end was going to be a high elf named Fedgel. Mm-hmm. Well, who we know. Uh, who you guys yeah. know is actually a pit fiend, pit fiend. who is just going to murder everyone, game over, and this tower is going to appear with all the levels you guys have created for you to fight through yeah. in our own campaign later. Yeah. But I decided I'm not going to make you guys play it twice. Yeah. We'll have this perfectly good ogre that's just so much fun to play. Yeah. yeah. So Then you pull on the heartstrings a little bit, make us feel like complete and utter jerk. This is why I can't play like evil campaigns. But that's hard because the like that. Oh, especially because yeah. we're so tired. It's like, okay, what would the characters do? I know what the players would do. Yeah. yeah Playing while fatigued, man. We should do a podcast on that one yeah, for sure. It, it was good because like, did, did, you, did you guys find that the combat flowed much faster when it was when relying on theater of the mind instead of relying on the minis and the maps? Like, it, it was... It oh, for sure, yeah. Nice. I mean, there, there's some little bit of confusion, like, with my combat uh, with, with the, the cage room. Yeah. yeah, I had no idea where I was for the majority of it. I was running away and hiding because it was easier than yeah than doing the else. Run yep. away and shoot from a distance because there's going to be a distance. Yeah. Right? And that yeah, and that definitely comes with fatigue as well. It's just like you're, you're, you set the scene much better when you're fresher and then as it yeah. goes into it. Because you think, like, the session is about the length of a regular session anyway. You got you got to be on top of it. You can't get fatigued. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah no, I, th- I thought it was good. We always use a map in minis, although we tend to go theater in line for exploration. Yeah, and and social encounters. It was good to see it from a combat perspective. It's been a while since I've done it. Yeah, I run a Tuesday game where mm-hmm. I, it's all theater of the mind. Right, and so it's been a lot of fun for me. I just had the first session this past Tuesday. Oh yeah, and they're all new, so it's been a lot of fun. So I kind of got a, a warm up. Yeah. They weren't going to call in any issues before I came into this. Yeah. Um, so it was it was a lot of fun. You don't go straight to combat either. Yeah. There was, there was, it was social encounters mostly. My um, my so. favorite part of this whole thing was swapping between DMs, though. It was oh, a yeah. lot of fun to pick up where someone else left yeah. off. <laughs> that was fun. Right. That was, uh, a, that was an interesting that challenge. Improv- we got to do that. I kept you improvising sure. because, I mean, like, when the, the fireplace, I don't know where you're going with that room, but I was like, okay, <laughs> i got to change this uh, right yeah. now. Yeah, the fireplace was, was supposed to be a, a hidden door. Yeah. Uh, but you're supposed to light yourself on fire to get through it, right? That's that was awesome. that was the puzzle. Yeah. So, um, but uh, it was, my only thing is, I wish we hadn't trapped doored our way out of this. Mm-hmm. I wish we had in a poof of smoke. Yeah. Or, you know... Encapsulate it's a statue that comes to life in the corner, yeah. Right, like it's a wizard's tower. It some of it didn't feel magical, some of it just felt dungeony, yeah. Yeah, right. right. So, yeah, yeah. so that's kind of I would go more high magic, yeah. Um, in the future, thinking about this, but I think uh, that's lesson learned there for me as well. We weren't, um, it, yeah, it was much more uh mechanical and like mundane, yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, you're right, it would have been. Uh, yeah, some more magic would have been good. So, I've finally seen a flail snail, so I'm really happy with that. Um, I didn't get to see Hook Horror, which I've never seen before. Um, but uh, I didn't get to give you the dragons. I was going to give you dragon wormlings. Uh, I was so excited to fight dragons. And it uh, didn't get to have the oh, we'll get around to it. So, 
Um, let us know what you think. Uh, send us messages through our Instagram page on Twitter. You can email us at info at itsamimic.com. Yep. Um, that's our email address. Let us know what you think of this. Put the comments below if you have the opportunity to do it. Rate us on iTunes. Yep. That helps us a lot. Yes, it does. Yeah. So uh, please like, subscribe, follow, and the rest of that garbage you are all tired of hearing. Uh, we are a fledgling podcast trying to get off our feet. And every little bit helps. So please and thank you. And let us know if you want to hear more of this actual gameplay. If you guys like the uh, the idea of the passing the DMs through the Wizards Tower, if you guys have ideas, suggestions of what we can do next time, let us know. And, uh, and we'll see what we can do. Yeah, for uh, sure. We'll tag, we like tag teaming through DMs that came out wrong. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> All right. It usually and, does, Terry. Yeah. It usually and, does. And please let us know if you think that Dan should have inserted the keyhole where the sun doesn't, doesn't shine. <laughs> All right. Music. Thank you for listening to It's a Mimic. Check us out online at itsamimic.com or on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Have questions you would like answered by the guys on the show? Send them an email to itsamimic at gmail.com. Tune in every Tuesday for more.